Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The Sunday Session is brought to you by More Beer, who has just opened their East Coast Distribution Center and is now shipping orders from California and Pennsylvania. Check them out at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think it's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high Five <laughs> now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right, back in the studio, not just not just all of us, but literally all of us. And this is important because it seems like it's only been a very short period of time. I'm happy to announce JP did not die on the surgery table. He's right here. He's Thank already back. And he didn't even take time off, really. <laughs> didn't miss a bit. I mean, he great. missed he missed Winterfest, but literally because he was being cut into. At the moment. Huh? Uh, and then here he is, right at the, the first show back. And, Thank you. And JP's here like a... Like a champion. Like a guy. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah. You look the same. You sound the same. I, th- I feel more handsome, though. Yeah, he looks a little better. Yeah. yeah. I was definitely thinking less handsome, but I'll, I'll mm. go with it. Oh, I'll, that's all right. That's fair enough. He looks lighter. This look lighter? Like you jump yeah. higher. Well, you can't <laughs> I think I'm like four ounces lighter. <laughs> He's a little slumped over in a way. I am. I am a little slumped. He over, does man. look a little strokey. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like ha- like one well, yeah, side yeah. of the body stopped working. You didn't have a stroke, right? I don't think so. Is it just the nature of the neck being open? <laughs> yeah. Like it hurts yeah, yeah, when you move. So terrible. don't move. Yeah. I see. It's because every movement you make is attached to your neck. Yeah. Well. So my scar comes down here. Oh. Right? I don't know if I'm looking. Kind of so it, so for folks at home, it's sort of just above his chest and but. It's like it's at the base of his neck. Yes, but it, so it's about eight inches from like the middle of my throat, a little bit all the way kind of up, almost 
you know, a few inches from my ear, I guess. The bandage it's, is it, only covering half the scar. And that's the worst part of the scar for whatever reason. Like this, like the, the, the you know, and my it's shirt's rubbing on it. It's a huge scar. It's pretty big, but like. It's like as if you were going to chop somebody's head off, but you, you miss. Like you didn't yeah. get a full swing. <laughs> like Game of Thrones. You know? You're like, oh, yeah. goddamn yeah. bones in there. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, I'm being serious. It's crazy. It literally looks like half of your neck. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, so the scar doesn't itself doesn't hurt because there's no nerve endings, is what he explained to me. He cut the nerves. Oh, right. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. But uh, above it, it feels like, I don't know, like, you know, when you glue your fingers together and yeah. you, like, pull them apart. Right. It, so, so, yeah, you know, so I, I have to, I feel like I'm leaning over a little bit because otherwise yeah. I have to, like, sit and, and stretch it out. And, it, and then you're worried, it, like, it's going to open. Well, and then it doesn't feel like the, not the scar, but about three or two inches above the, above the scar, like, right under the neck. Yeah. That's where I feel, that's where most of that feeling is, that weird, wow. like, internally. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very cautious and protective. I'm kind of slumped over, very protective sure. of what's going on. More importantly, how have the narcotics been? N- there's just Norcos. That's it? Yeah. And, what a thought and they data up the bound ante. me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. I gave birth the other day through my butt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You'll get a little constant. Congratulations. From- no, no, no. <laughs> it was Tylenol. It was more than a little. <laughs> it's the acetaminophen that binds binds you up. It was... It was um, <laughs> I, I, it, it felt like the opening wasn't going to get any larger. <laughs> and suddenly I... have to get a knife in here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Somebody get a drill. I, I, I almost was like a monkey and just had to pull it out. <laughs> I mean, it and was like... throw it across the room. It was painful. Uh, it was going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> right. But more pain, less pain, I guess, and more uncomfortable. Because, uh, you know, that feeling right before it breaches. Yeah. Where it's like, oh... And then imagine... Stopping uh, for five minutes, uh, just waiting there. <laughs> it's knocking right at the door, and you just like I, something needs to happen. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so the pain meds have been whatever because there hasn't been a whole lot of pain. It's just this weird, uncomfortable. I see. Um, and then when I overexert and move and get up and talk a lot, then I start getting kind of the pain, and then I get real tired and stuff. So, so how long into the show is it. that going to happen? To you I today? don't know that. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting here talking to Scott, and I'm like, "Yeah, already." And kind of he goes, "Just save it for the show." I'm like, "But you guys are the first people I've talked to that's not Taryn save in it. a week and a half. Save it, <laughs> right?" You're like, "Please talk to me." Yeah, oh, this is something that's not Us Magazine. <laughs> I have all these things to say. Right? Not like what's for dinner. Yes, I'll have more water. Yeah, JP sent me an email today. You know, saying, "Hey, I'm I'm feeling better. I'd like to come do the show, so I'll see you there." Sweet. But my my first thought was, "Gotta relax, buddy. Take it easy. Take the night off. You know." But then I realized that, you know, before I sent the reply, oh, he's been in a house with his girlfriend for, the, for like over a week. And you're like, you know what? Come early. He could literally still be bleeding. He will be at the show tonight. He just needs outs. <laughs> and God bless her. She, I couldn't have done it without her, literally. Like, it's been, uh, you know, she was really great. Right. She stayed with me in the hospital the whole time wow. and got me water and helped me up and, you know, cooked for me and picked up after. Because I couldn't, you know, I can't lift anything, really. She didn't pull out the duty. No, she didn't pull out the duty. No, I thought you but, might uh, have to. Though, yeah, I thought I was. I've told her I was like, you have. You don't want to know what I just did in there. <laughs> you were about to holler. Yeah, I was like, she goes, "Are you okay in there?" And <laughs> you should have got walkie talkies. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, she stayed home from work. She worked at home last week for oh, me, and like, nice. uh, it, she really was was she was my rock. Oh, so I appreciate nice. that. And so, uh, the in case, folks, you, this is the first show you've ever listened to or some stupid thing. Uh, of course, JP yeah. had cancer. 
Um, That's true. And they went to of the thyroid, and they went and they took that out. Plus several uh, what uh, lymph, lymph nodes? Okay, you almost said gonads, didn't you? I was, was going to say that's like a little farther south. Glands. I was <laughs> going to say. <laughs> um, yes, it was in. It was it spread even farther than than what the ultrasound had shown. So they, what they did, they did what's called a neck exploration. Okay, where they just opened me up a lot wider and just literally dug, they explored and and found more lymph nodes that looked fucky. So why do they stop there? Like if, if they're finding things, don't you continue on the path? I think be, I think because based on the how the lymph nodes looked around okay um they they feel like it hadn't really spread farther than what they could physically see but that's why they did the exploration where they they cut a lot wider than they 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 thought and for for good reason apparently so and in the end the doctors feel this is a success everything's okay now uh well everything's not so they're biopsying a lot of stuff okay and then um then we're gonna have to do some more like like radiation therapy uh just to make sure they they kill all of the thyroid gland and then somehow we're going to do some testing at that time and, and make sure that it's really not anywhere. But yeah. they were like, unfortunately, we won't know for sure until after we do this radioactive iodine bullshit on you. Got it. So I'll know more um, in a couple of weeks when I go back to the doctor for a checkup. But And then, as you've explained before, this this thyroid situation kind of controls your, your, your hormones and yeah. different things going. Yeah, your metabolism, it controls. So, like, my main problem was... Uh, in your thyroid, there's little glands called your parathyroids, which we've been over, but they regulate your calcium. And I was up taking too much calcium for my bones. I see. Um, so yeah, so now, so now all that's gone. I have, I have a little tiny pill. Looks like a little nerd candy. Oh, uh, a little purple pill. You're already on hormone pills. Oh yeah, then yeah, that, that uh, Saturday morning, they're like, "Here's your, <laughs> here's your synth- right. synthetic hormone." Did you find any cravings to watch The Notebook while you were recovering? <laughs> no, but I did watch the Grammys, which I feel like is pretty much Close. It's on that way, right? It's, it's on <laughs> yeah. that path. You are getting in touch with a new side of yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> More hormonal regulated uh. side. Yeah, it's been uh, no nothing. I've, I've I've just kind of I don't know. Okay. No, I haven't really been thinking about it to be honest. I've right. been thinking about it very clinically, like just what's the next step. So now that it's over, uh, it's like well, in two weeks I have to go to the doctor, and then I'll start thinking about actually what happened. Yeah, to me and and the possibilities because if I just lay around and I'm thinking about the possibilities, I'm I'm going to be a mess. I can't sure. do that to myself. So, but the possibilities you essentially know. are just that they didn't get everything. They go back in, or that it could a, come back. Oh, I see. Because because it had already spread to the lymph nodes. Okay. If it was just in the thyroid, then there would be no problem. There'd be no issue really. But okay. At least that's my understanding. But so, of course, that's what this radiation treatment you'll go through next is yes. designed to to nip. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. And so, when do you start that? Um, and uh, they said about four to six weeks after. And it's not like chemo. Like we're not no. going to lose you and all of your well, eyebrows, your hair, your eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's not. It's it's. Um, <laughs> I mean, because the rest. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah, you see him with all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, no, no. It's not like chemo. It's, uh, it's but like I will chemo. have to be isolated for like two days. Okay, because um, you're radioactive. Because I'm literally radioactive. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. chemo is radiation, though, right? It's it, it's it's no. chemicals. No. Yeah, it's it's no. chemicals. But it is radiation. But this is yeah, a different. As I understand it, this is a different form of some sort of isotope that they just put in your bloodstream yeah. and and let it go. Yeah, and then so the, the, one of the functions of your thyroid is to soak up all like oh, like iodine. Ah. So it's in it's an iodine solution. Oh, it's an and, iodine. Okay. Yeah. So it if there's any leftover. Um, flesh of the gland, it'll take up all that and just get irradiated. Got it. Yeah. And then, because if there's any bit of flesh left, 
yeah. then it can go back. It can grow. The cancer can come back in your thyroid because okay. there's still some thyroid flesh there. It seems like during that time would be a bad time to knock up Taryn. Well, yes, because if I did... <laughs> she might give birth to a superhero. Right, well, yeah. Or a great time yeah. to knock up Taryn. Yeah. <laughs> right. so look yeah. like one of the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, well, I could just tell her that, uh, you know, oh, no, you don't need to be in a separate room, and I'll just, like, put yeah. hands on her ovaries or something. Oh. <laughs> like, bam! Like, no more worry. kids. I'm just helping. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, yeah, I won't even be able to... to, to t- I won't be able to touch her, my cats... Oh. Uh, anything after I use the restroom, I'll have to clean it afterwards. With what? I don't know. A cleaner. I don't so know. Idea. Radioactive. <laughs> but like <laughs> overclean the bathroom. Yes. He doesn't know. So they're going <laughs> to let you, you stay at your house while being radioactive. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Uh, like it used to be where you you're locked in right. in uh, 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 in a basement of the fucking hospital for five days in lead lined rooms. But now it's like yeah, day and a half, two days. You're not radioactive anymore. You're still not supposed to be in contact with anybody. Um, I don't know the details on that. Like, just for that first, like, two days of hot spot, then... then How do you no. get home from the hospital? Like, um, what you, about that period? You, you're supposed to just go there as fast as you can. They go, uh, they go. don't stop for food. Just go. Like And, like, Taryn's not going to drive you home. Like, you have to drive yourself home for that. I guess, she's yeah. Like, she's like, yeah. I love you, sweetheart, but this is fucked. <laughs> right. I'm sitting a foot away from you. And you're radioactive. Yeah, it's been... Uh, yeah, maybe. Take the bus. Fuck it. <laughs> Get a hotel room. Yeah, just, and have all the maids like, but like like uh, like plastic silverware and shit. Wow. Like it's it's apparently it's hardcore. But okay. yeah, I can still be in my own room. Okay. This is weird. I don't know. I but like I said anyway. So whenever that happens, I'll know more. I haven't really thought too much about it because you know it's been like two months away. So. But as of now, it's so that your fans know it yeah. is. Uh, it's it. Taryn already knows everything. <laughs> everything went as planned. Everything went as planned. In fact, so it's, they consider that a success. And now you yeah. just wait till the next step. Yeah, it was one of those where, like, the doctor looks at me and he's like, "No pain, no, no this. Have you got feeling here? Yeah, you can shrug your shoulders. Yeah." He goes, "Hmm, yeah." <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, great. Huh. You don't say. Like, <laughs> you're one of the lucky ones. I like. I, I surprised him. Like he's like, huh. He was like, pat on the back for himself. He's like, yeah. all right, I did pretty good. He's like, because I'll tell you, I was hung over as fuck that morning. <laughs> it was uh, it was touch and go there for a while. Yeah. I expected yeah. Not you, me. No, right. I mean, no, you, my hand, I haven't seen it shake like that since college. <laughs> have, you had a, have you had a beer yet? I have had a beer. I've had a, I've had a couple of beers, That's but not, not much. Not much. Yeah, you're not supposed to drink on the uh, on the old Norco. I, I I haven't I haven't been taking them. I still have like ten left. I got it. You know, and I'm not taking them anymore. Yeah, because I got bound real hard. I'll give you five bucks a pop. All right. Oh, that. I'll, I'll give you six. <laughs> <For the> six. <laughs> All right, <laughs> seven. Do I hear seven? Let the meeting begin. Uh, well, I'm happy that everything is okay. Me JP. too. Thank you very much. I avoided you. I was I was nervous I know. about I the whole t- thing. I could tell. It made me feel really good about myself. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't look. And uh, yeah. truth is, I was sick and down myself. Yeah, I didn't want to sicken you. No. But I will say, like, I, I, I did think for a moment about the hospital. I was like, oh, I don't know the, the things in the neck. I'll be. Wor- I would worry me. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to worry. No, I wouldn't want you to worry while I'm laying there recovering from cancer surgery. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the last thing I want. Justin had a dynamite excuse for for not coming to the hospital, which yeah. is remember a couple of years ago when we talked to him from the emergency room when he had uh, the skin infection, MRSA. Yeah. MRSA. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you're not supposed to go to the hospital if you've ever had that before. And so Justin was like, well, "I can't, I can't." The, no. the man has an open wound, and I have MRSA. Right. Well, do? text messages are very impersonal too, so <laughs> I'll let that. I'll let it slide. It's okay. MRSA is highly contagious. I, I didn't want it to. Don't you want you don't. Want your phone to get a virus? Digital mercy. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dursa at that point. 
All right. Well, there's your update. Could we? Could yes. I tell people where to go read about your your progress? Because I know you uh, want, or do you not want that? No, out no, in the, no. It's yeah. it's on my my excuse for a blog called Modern Day Merrick. Yeah. Dot blogspot dot com. And you're pretty. And, you're um, writing about all this stuff, so people can go and, and figure out how you're feeling and doing, and the whole experience is on there. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's it's mainly for me to cope with it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is, and then and I I do like sharing my my experiences, but I I, I do want people to know that it's. It's out there. It happens. And I was talking to Scott on the way here. It's kind of amazing how you 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 kind of talk about this stuff, and suddenly there's more people than you really ever thought that have gone through similar issues or the right. same exact thing, or or just you know everyone. We all have these little um, these little illnesses, yeah. Or you know, cancer is is everywhere, and it can take any form, and you just you don't necessarily always know about it. And uh, I don't know. It's it's but people. It's been a trip. People very much relate to it. Once somebody yeah. like you opens up, um, uh, you know, by writing about it, then everyone can relate. So yeah, I exactly. think that's what you're experiencing. So yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff in there. So if you want to read about how JP's doing and and the whole process, it's moderndaymerrick.blogspot.com. There you go. Yes, you can go check it out there. Thank I'm you. a little disappointed that your voice sounds uh, virtually the same. Wait till I start talking. I feel I feel like then it kind of glitches out, and and I think it gets a little high pitched the more I. <laughs> Does it go higher? The more I speak, I think I don't really, I don't really know. That'll be good. I mean, high. I was, I was hoping for higher. <laughs> so was I. Jimmy, let, let's test how it sounds. Repeat after yourself. But I don't like that. I don't like that. There you go. It's the same thing. Yeah. But I don't like that. I don't like that. Actually, I see. To me, it sounds lower. But maybe know. later in the show, it'll be. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Go away. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> or maybe it'll be. I love it. <laughs> right. All right. So JP's already back in action. I'm back in action, baby. We're happy to see it. Thanks. All right. Thanks to our sponsor, More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com right now and check them out. They bring you this Sunday session and, uh, oh, uh, Monday <laughs> session. Session. The session. session. I haven't called it the Sunday session in like four years. Right. <laughs> Why did I just do that? I'm the only one who hasn't called it that. Uh, the session brought to you by More Beer. Go check them out. I think you can start pre ordering uh, rhizomes already over oh, wow. at More Beer. I wouldn't doubt it. They're pretty wow. good at doing that because rhizomes, they, you can only get so many. They tend to sell out. And More Beer does a pretty advanced uh, pre sale system. So I think you can go over to More Beer now and start the pre order process. Make sure you get your hop rhizomes uh, so you can grow your own hops this year. Tasty, I forget. Do you grow hops out there? That's a waste of time. You don't do it anymore. Let's go buy them. Yeah, all that watering and not even. Oh, it is a lot of water too. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. I run a drought here and shit. Yeah, it's like a couple gallons a day. Oregon in the middle of summer. It's crazy per plant. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, but you can do it over at morebeer.com. All right, tonight on the show we've got the boys from uh, Rate Beer. A couple of the guys from Rate Beer. Yeah. Not to be confused <laughs> with rate culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Up the guys over at Rate Beer. We got Joe Tucker and Mario Rubio in here. Oh, they're both dudes? And uh, <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Typical drinkers. Boy, there is a lot of weird chauvinistic stuff, like or anti-chauvin, whatever you call it. Feminist, Feminist things in, yeah. happening in the beer world. You saying? The, no, well, just in general, that are that are coming my way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Uh-oh. believe it or not, for the first time, it's not us being accused of being chauvinistic. Uh, uh, I don't believe it already. We would admit it, but because we have you know gone on record as saying like I don't know, lighten up everybody, or you know, we're neither chauvinists or uh, I don't. know. We, we'd like to have a little fun in here, and we tend to defend people who don't succumb to political correctness i think it's probably the best uh, description yeah well there's like some homebrew competitions going on that people and and some homebrew clubs fighting with each other about 
pinup girls used it to promote the homebrew competition. And it's kind of back and forth. I don't really have both sides of the story, so I'm not really I'm not going to promote it right now. I'm not going to talk too much about it. Right. I've heard a little bit from one side and a little bit from the other side, and there tends to be a whole lot of he said, she said going on. But there's some angry people about how it's being promoted, and then there's some other people who are angry that they're being uh, boycotted because people think they're being chauvinistic. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> I mean, homebrew, is it uh, over? Has homebrew jumped the shark Like we're not allowed to relax anymore? No. I, I mean, I literally, I mean on both sides. I'm not even taking a side on this one. Right. Because it seems to be very convoluted as to, there's been some name calling and some real, like, kind of shystery <laughs> stuff going on, which might be on both sides of the thing. But what I'm saying is, who cares? Like, uh, no, we... we Everything matters. Every matters single now. detail. About uh, life. When you're when you're out of real problems, you have to start inventing fake problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But tell uh, someone. Well, they yeah, can't. We'll, we'll be the beacon of uh, morality on this. Yes. Right. Th- tasty. That's that'll right. be our right. job. Yeah. Which is why I'm staying out of it for Screw now. Because I thought the first thing I'll do is I'll go, oh, f all you guys, and nobody's being chauvinist, and then I'll find out later that actually they said fuck women, and we don't want them entering our competition. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I should probably figure something out before I say anything. <laughs> Their second grand prize is is uh, best of show for a woman. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I figure I'll, I'll I'll actually figure out what's happening before I make mention of either side. But you people know who you are. You all listen to the show and feel free to give me your side of the story if you like, or post about it on yeah. post social media behind our backs. You know, either way. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, we'll get already just because I mentioned it. Yeah. We will somehow get lumped into the wrong side of the argument. Well, also because we're male, right? right. There's that, no women in this room. I right think it's now. actually, right. as I always say, I think it's more because we're assholes than anything else. <laughs> we tend to get blamed for this. Because things. we're right. All right. Anyway, we've got the boys from Rate Beer on. We're going to talk today about their it's their it's their like best beer in the world series going on right now. Best everything in the world. Best everything. breweries and retailers and oh, all wow. the all the new stuff from 2013. Great. So we'll find out a little bit about who's winning those things, and uh, I think we're going to get to taste some of the beers that the Rate Beer Ooh. crowd voted for some of these best yes, beers sir. in Excellent. the world. So that'll be fun. Oh, we're going to also taste a beer that hasn't been rated yet, this new beer, Evil Cubed. Oh, did you bring From it in? Kick. Oh, yes, I brought it in. What do you think? I yes. went to the release party on Saturday. And you didn't get a growler. I myself needed to get out of the house. And you know what? I brought my growler. Oh. And they had stopped filling growlers by the time I was leaving. Warren, for you? And, well, I don't like to do... I, didn't I had a pocket it. full of tick, extra tickets just for that thing. I figured, I was like, you know, I got to taste it. I knew you were going to bring some down, and uh, right. I filled my growlers with a couple other things. All right, fine. I thought it was a fantastic beer, though. It's great. We're going to try it again tonight. I, I really liked it. Uh, I'm going to get the guys to rate it. Mm. It hasn't been rated on rate beer yet. Okay, good. What? I mean, it just it literally they? just I got, the beer got released guys on in a Saturday race at Heretic. It hadn't been released They've had else. two days. So. Unacceptable. Yeah, get on. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, an amazing selection we have tonight. We, we currently have the 2013 Beer of the Year in our glass. Yeah, Society mm-hmm. dropped off. Uh, they came to Winterfest, and they left us for you guys. It's in the keg right now. Yeah. Uh, a keg of the Harlot, nice. which was their uh, Belgian pale that we voted the 2013 Beer of the Year. I had that at the festival. It was great. Yes. That's on tap, yeah. What else? and then and then and then we we got this uh, the evil cubed. I'm excited to try, and then yeah. all these uh, interesting new and uh, one off beers from the uh, rate rate beer folks. Excellent. All right, so we got a lot of beer to try for you, and we'll talk about how uh, the beer got voted and, and nominated and all that. 
Uh, let me get through just a few announcements. First of all, I'd like to thank everybody for coming out to Winter Brews uh, last weekend. I heard it was amazing. Uh, it was, That's all I hear. It was just, it was just excellent, excellent things. Oh, good. Uh, I felt I mean, that it was, Scott, our, our, <laughs> <laughs> it was our best fest yet. Uh, you know, as, as any fest, it had a, a few problems, mostly some long lines to get in. Uh, but other than that, we had, uh, I, I think the final count was 49 breweries. Um, so not quite the 50 we had signed up. That always happens. Somebody drops out on the day of. At least it wasn't society this year. <laughs> Assholes. Dicks. They showed up, poured some great beer, actually. Um, so... Uh, great Winterfest. I want to thank you all for coming out and supporting some good causes, the Coral Reef Alliance and the Downtown Concord Music Program. We had a good day. There was a little over 3,000 people in that park. Next year, we will take over the entire park. Well, no more half good. of the thing That's like awesome. we did this yeah. year. Um, the food selection was great. JP lined up a, a stellar lineup of food, and they did really thank well you. feeding everybody. Uh, we'll probably add on some more food vendors, take on the whole park. And, of course, uh, the Hop Grenade Tap Room. And Bottle Shop will be open next year for Winterfest. So we might have to do some some VIP action over at the Hot Oh, Grenade. for sure. What do you think, Tasty? we got to do a little, Definitely. R- little red carpet over there. Yeah, it was amazing. So, good fast. Tasty's <laughs> Tasting Room was a huge hit <laughs> I, once again. I feel like that response was... <laughs> to another question? Yes. <laughs> JP's in pain laughing. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. make JP laugh, Tasty. Don't make him laugh. It was amazing. It's going to be a gush. It's going to go. Don't start bleeding. <laughs> You go VIP section. What do you think? We should roll the road to carpet. And he goes, "Yes, that was amazing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did it. He did it without yeah. us already. <laughs> Jump the shark. Yeah, the Tasty's Tasting Room, another big hit. Oh, uh, it always is. Uh, they're always like uh, four wide and uh, forty deep, uh, trying to get the beer. You're not talking right. about the size of the of brewers. The boobs. No, no, <laughs> the boobs. The boobs. You notice they get the brewers the hell out of there. Mm. Yeah. Put the they're a big turnoff. All right, yeah. Have the girls pour the beer. How many different uh, uh, beers did you have? We had, uh, I think, uh, either twenty one or twenty three. No, it was twenty one. Excellent. Yeah, twenty one. Did you I, get some of that uh, Shun from mm-hmm. Nate Smith? T I O N. Oh yeah, Nate. The, uh, the, great beer. the Brett beer. Yeah. No, it's good. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me to go by and try it. I just I didn't get a chance. Yeah. Put a little, little Brett blend. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So another uh, great year. We'll bring it back to you next year. You can go save the date yourself. I didn't look it up right now, but it's always the date in between the playoffs and the Super Bowl been that way for five years now it'll continue to be that way so i don't know, save the date i guess let's hope let's hope that uh god continues to bless us with ridiculous weather what, what was it like 72 and sunny not a cloud in the it sky was 72 it's the third year in the in a row for us that it's been sunny and over 65 um wow it's going i keep saying this and it is going to happen monsoon season will one day fall upon us during Winterfest. Oh, and you're absolutely right. It will be a monsoon. Like The day <laughs> yeah. that it rains, it'll be torrential it's all downpours, catch up to us. muddy. Yeah. Like The park will be a sinkhole. It'll be great. It'll be a mess. I'm literally the only person in California who prays for drought, that this drought lasts. It's you, know? you. Now, I do the day after Winterfest, I, I pray for rain. I do. I try to do my you, part. You did a rain dance all morning on Sunday, didn't you? Yeah. On Is Sunday, that what you were doing in the backyard? Yeah. You look like a crazy person. That's how I threw my back out. <laughs> doing the rain dance thing. You look um, great at it, though. I really do dread the date because it's going to be a monsoon and it's going to cost me a lot of money. It's going to be a mess. But <laughs> until then, I, I, we're just hope for this good California drought weather every January. Um, all right. So stay tuned uh, to, to the BN and uh, we're going to have some other outlets for you to keep track of the Hop Grenade, our new tap house. It's where our studios are moving. We're on track right now. It's still to be open in April. Um, 
you know, shit happens. We'll we'll keep you up to date about all of that stuff. Uh, soon you will have a Facebook page and a Twitter page. They're actually all up already. There's just no content there for you, so I'm not going to direct you to them. You'll have a website, so you can track the progress, and uh, you'll be able to come hang out on, on shows with us uh, right there at the ta- at the Hot Grenade in the Tap House. You can there'll be a little lounge area. You can look inside at, at JP's neck. Yeah, it'd be great. Example, you can touch the scar for a buck. Like today would have been a great day to have the show at the tap room. Touch the touch the scar. <laughs> touch the freak. Raise money for uh, JP's hospital bills by oh, touching God. the scar. Good. I, you know, the day I got back, I was uh, going through the next day. I was going through my mail, and there's a uh, an envelope from my insurance company um, approving the surgery, which is excellent. Good. Good to know. Yes. You're gonna Good to know after the fact. Right. Yeah, uh, but then they said that was approved for a one day hospital stay. <laughs> One day. One day. Yeah. And you were there for what, four? Four days. Okay. And I'm going, fuck me. This is going to be That's a That's only going to be eight grand. <laughs> it's going to be a huge process. I mean, <laughs> they're like, would you like another glass of water, JP? No! I don't want anything. <laughs> yeah, as we're leaving, like, well, you may get discharged before dinner, so um, I can just bring it in anyway in case you want to peck at it. I'm like, am I paying for this? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. <laughs> no dinner. Right? I need dinner. I, I got Taryn here. I don't need a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need this bed. It's crazy. I'll stand. Bring in a fold-up chair. <laughs> That'll be $800. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. New merchandise in the store. If you want to help JP pay his bills, <laughs> shop at the BN store. Uh, that's how we pay these guys. Uh, there's new hats, a bunch of new hat styles in there, some new merchandise in there. Uh, our stainless steel growlers, both in, uh, what do you call the black one? Like uh, Tactical black. Tactical black yeah. and full-on stainless steel with the Hop Grenade logo on there. There's really all sorts of good stuff. There are uh, BN Assistant Brewer onesies, uh, baby size, not adult size. Yes. Uh, there are grill aprons with the Hop Grenade on them. So if you're like the grill guy who doesn't like to get messy... <laughs> You know, I don't know. Just in time for February. Yes. Grill aprons. Well, in California, I grilling all year long. It's true. Um, grilling yesterday. See? Yeah. Exactly. So lots of stuff available over. I just click the store button on our homepage, and uh, you can do it that way. A lot of you shop on Amazon, and you've been doing it by clicking our Amazon link right there on the homepage. That helps us out. You do your shopping as normal, but uh, we get a little piece of it. It really does help a bunch. Do we have an Amazon product of the week? Yeah, and it's uh, the Swiss Navy premium silicone-based lubricants, four ounces of this stuff. And I've done a couple of, like, you know, sex toys and other related products on this uh, little bit before. But sure. I included this one because I-, I just love the product description. It's uh, It says it's condom-compatible, can be used with toys that are safe with silicone, ingestible during oral intimate play. You can't oh. just say ingestible. <laughs> we'll do the math on what it's for. <laughs> right, like you know? why you might ingest it. Ingestible. Uh, anyway. Well, they gotta be, they're trying to be thorough. Yeah. I don't okay. know why they're not buying it on Adam and Eve, but thanks for whoever bought it. What size was it? Four ounces. Oh. That's a lot. Is that a lot? It is. I was like, well, I was expecting like a Costco size if you go shop on Amazon. I mean, if you think about it, during oral, intimate oral play, there's yeah. plenty of moisture in your mouth. Sure. So either you're going for the necrophiliacs or the stoners. <laughs> but yeah. there's other, use it for other things. No, but 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 ingestible during intimate oral play. There's what? already water there. Yeah. There's already moisture mm, if you're sure. alive or you're not high as fuck. Right? So you're saying, why lube up for oral? (laughs) Right. Yeah. It seems counterintuitive. I'm going to lube up for oral. Okay. (laughs) Still, at four ounces, I feel like they're not having fun that often. I don't know. Is four ounces a lot? I don't know. Maybe they're buying it frequently. How many ounces is in this water bottle? 12? 12. 16.9. 11.6. Maybe that is kind of a lot of lube, I guess. Yeah, well, and it's a spray. Yeah. I feel like two pumps will do you. Well, if you know what I mean, <laughs> cover your will. whole body. It's going to take a lot. 
All right, just hit our Amazon button right board. here on the homepage, and that's how you can support us. You can also subscribe and join the BN Army just by clicking the uh, subscribe button. If you're a recurring donor, uh, you are entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway, which is a chance to win a $100 gift certificate that we pull every month uh, over to our great sponsor, um, More Beer. You can watch all this on thebrewingnetwork.com slash TV. All of our live shows are there. They're also recorded for posterity. I think you can watch old shows over there. Um, is it working? Great. So you can watch uh, brewingnetwork.tv. Uh, Go and watch the live show. All right. Send your show ideas over to Scott the Jew. Uh, Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Find all this over on Twitter and Facebook. See, your voice did change. It did. See, I told you. <laughs> it only took one segment. <laughs> and now I'm back. Yeah. <clears throat> do we have a Twitter game? We do have a Twitter game. I found an old uh, Twitter intro that Schumann had recorded for you. What? Do you remember that? No. What were you like doing in case a JP dies show? You're going through a bunch of old audio. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was just programming some other uh, introductions, and I found an intro titled Twitter Game. Twitter Game MP3. And I don't remember ever having a, a Twitter Game intro, so I I, I played huh. it. It's this. Maybe you'll remember it. Oh yeah. You remember it? Yeah. Twitter Games brought to you today by Keystone Homebrew Supply. You can go to KeystoneHomebrew.com and check them out. They've been a great supporter of ours, and they will be for 2014, too. Go to KeystoneHomebrew.com. What's our Twitter game today, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, that, that was it? That was it? Yeah. No, like, and now the Twitter game? No, no. voiceover, nothing. Yeah, I do remember that. Mr. JP was like, here's my Twitter game intro. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, do. I thought the same thing at the end. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> well, as you know, the uh, Super Bowl was the other day. Actually, I should say the game, because I can't say Super Bowl without expressed oh. rin- written consent from the NFL. But the game was uh, Sunday, and, and uh, along with the game comes a lot of great commercials. And uh, we are getting a lot of money here on the Brewing Network. I don't know if you're aware of this, Justin, but uh, Scott and I have been going over the books, and things have been doing really well. So I think next year, to promote the Hop Grenade, we're going to do, or, and to the Brewing Network, we're going to do a Super Bowl commercial. Oh. Um, so if we were to do one, what should it be? What 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 points should we hit? What points should we miss? Who should be in it? What should we do? Okay. Give us some ideas. Ideas for the BN Super Bowl commercial 2015. Fort 50, yeah, yes. All right. Yes. I like it. Thank you. That's our Twitter game. I think we have just enough time to do a little bit of feedback before we take a break and get to the guys at Rate Beer. Uh, oh. did, did we 86 the uh, the intro for feedback? We didn't. I have it. Sometimes I like to use it. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> but I have some other audio to play during this feedback, uh, and then I have to like turn down the one, and so I'll just leave it alone. Feedback's brought to you today by our local tap house here in Martinez, Creek Monkey Tap House. You can go to creekmonkey.com and check it out. Beer selection, and uh, what an awesome uh, place that we have right here. Tasty likes to go pregame at Creek Monkey before every, every show. time. Yep. Um, and we love them. They're good people over there at Creek Monkey Tap House right here in Martinez. If you're ever visiting the studio, you should go right around the corner. We can see it from our balcony. Wave to Creek Monkey, Beardy. It's right there. And uh, CreekMonkey.com. All right. In the feedback this week, a couple of good things, a couple of long ones. Yeah. A couple of short ones. We'll get right to it. Michael Phelps write, wrote in. Uh, I'm assuming not the... What, you, you never what do know. I know? Yeah. He's A, and I think that works well. He says, great show last week. I literally 
and he spelt it out and put parentheses, <laughs> put quotation marks around it so that I would do it that way. Literally enjoyed listening to Adam from Ruben's Brews. Uh, it's inspiring to hear a beer lover turned home brewer turned pro brewer that did it all on his own uh, with a little help from the BN. It really goes a long way to show the content on the BN is provided almost an online university of brewing. But honestly, can you please screen your brewing disasters callers before having them on the show? <laughs> that guy, Sean, was fucking lame. <laughs> um, I mean, Sean. and then I guess he does. This is his impersonation. Yeah. Um, I have this LME can thing that I turned into a fermenter thing and then brewed a beer into it. Then um, I have a refrigerator that I turned into a fermentation chamber by installing a temp controller. Then um, I had a good brew day. Then um, the carboys tipped over in my garage, and I had a gun pointed at them. And then um, I drank all my beer. It was real violent. Great story. When's the book coming out, you fucking loser? (laughs) Keep up the good work from Michael Phelps. That's kind of harsh for a listener's story, don't you think? I was riveted through that whole reenactment. <laughs> I thought it was a good reenactment. Yeah. I don't remember that happening. And really, are we really going to piss on a fellow homebrewer for calling in and describing his brew disaster for us because he didn't well, tell it like a, like a broadcaster or something? Apparently. I mean, that's I, that's I like my about job. Yeah, I like homebrewers. They're understated. Yeah, they're no, yeah. that's normal. I mean, maybe it wasn't the disaster you were looking for, but anything. Brewing disaster that ends with a gun pointed at your yeah, car boy. Yeah. Pretty disastrous. If you that's my favorite part. When's the book coming out? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, oh god. I don't know. That's he said. Keep up the good work. That's from Michael Phelps. I I, I just I felt he was a little harsh. I don't want yeah, people to bit. be. Yeah, he didn't deserve that. By the way, we there is some form of screening. We don't just say, "Hey, you got a story? Great, call in." I mean, Moscow. They they have to submit their story in writing. We make sure that it's all legitimate that there was actually a disaster that took place and then we let them on air like normal people if anyone's going to make fun of them for rambling on leave that to me <laughs> i mean i don't know i just thought the ending was a bit harsh <laughs> uh but if you want to be a featured on our brewing yeah. disasters <laughs> send an email to uh, scott the brewing network.com only if it's good it's okay if you're boring right uh Burn writes in uh hello to my second family that lives on the internet uh, I want to say thank you. Really? Uh, secondly, I uh, want to ask if there's any problem with drinking beers infected with chlorophenols. I'm punishing myself for having fucked up the fermentation of my brown ale. It fermented a shit ton of chlorophenols and has the classic Band-Aid taste. Uh, not just Band-Aid, but the taste of Band-Aid saturated with pus Ugh. and JP's drainage tube. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see that shit. As punishment, I'm drinking every last one of those beers to remind myself to ferment right. He's like a 14th century monk. He's whipping himself. You know what that is? That's a fucking mile. That's a mile. He says, is this stupid or what? Um, Tasty? Uh, there's not, there's no damage you're going to do to yourself. No, it'll be, you know, it won't hurt you. Just, what? Causes, why are you doing that? What causes the production of chlorophyll? Well, the only one I know is if you don't take the chlorine out of the water when you... Yeah, I thought that it was a weird thing that he said my fermentation yeah, caused it's a, it be, it's a byproduct of fermentation, it too. Is, okay. I don't know. Some stress on the yeast. I don't know what should be. I don't know. Beardy? Anything to input there? Uh, Belgian strains. Okay. Under stress. You under get stress. The, you can get the band-aidiness. Okay. Um, I, I had a, a Dunkel Weizen that was real band-aidy, and I 
set the keg in the back of, well, it was in the beginning of winter in Minnesota, so I just set it in the back of the garage, let it sit for months, and the band-aidiness went away. Oh, really? And it was fine. By lagering it, essentially. Basically, yeah. Interesting. I don't advise that. <laughs> it just it happened. It just happened. I, I've never tried to repeat it, so I don't know if it's just something weird. Okay. But, but does anybody yeah. know of a particular harm no. that would come to you by no. drinking no. an overabundance of chlorophenols? I don't believe so. Okay. Unless that's coming from chlorine that's getting dumped in his beer. <laughs> well, that's a good point. If there is an abundance of, <laughs> of chlorine. chlorine. Yeah, yeah. like sanitized. With right. right. Lots of leftover chlorine. Yeah. That's pretty hardcore. I don't think you have to do that. Like, you could just remember that it was bad. <laughs> right. Does he have to really drink yeah. every last yeah. drop? Yeah. All right. Well, he does want you to know, JP, uh, P.S., you're yes. a kindred spirit in my life, oh. and I want you to recover quickly, safely, and in one piece so that you come back stronger than ever. Ooh. Which, that's, let's face it, the bar is low. The bar is real low. Yeah. Stronger than ever just means breathing. <laughs> right. All right. Uh... Pa Kettle writes in, and JP had to give me a description of what he thinks this person is talking about. You'll understand why when I read it. Here we go. You can get around. It just starts in, by the way. There's no there's no punctuation, capitalization. Well, we, there's, didn't, we didn't call for this either. There was no, just this is what it is. And this was not like some answer to a question, nothing. It just, I'm reading to you as it was sent to us. Here we go. You can get around the talk about home distilling. Us old hippies invented it, a free-fed license to make fuels, a.k.a. as what to do with bad brew and mistakes and be green. That was one (laughs) sentence. (laughs) It is how talk on the web moonshiners get around the law to sell stills and exchange some pretty bad brewing advice, period. Just talk about yields for what can be both driven and theory drank and a means to go after home distilling laws for the AHA make this legal while you have the same innovation as in beer and wine and create the same marketplace, period. But it has to start with E85 LOL, period. Sent from my Atari 2600. <laughs> Sounds like he needs to upgrade his fucking computer. <laughs> Can't even write properly. And his grammar checker. So JP's interpretation that he prefaced the email to me was, I'm fairly certain this man is talking about a way to distill at home and not get busted by the feds. Uh, apply for a permit to make your own ethanol for fuel. Your powers of interpretation are stellar, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott had sent it to me originally. He goes, can you, can you, what did you say? Yeah. Uh, it didn't even come to me, or to feedback. It came to me, and oh. I, I sent it to JP, and I was like, what? Can you decipher this? What does this mean? <laughs> and what prompted it? I God only knows. I you know who 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 knows. But uh, oh, it's, it's authentic frontier gibberish for sure. <laughs> that's exactly what that well, is. Well, they've been distilling at home, and it's rotted their brain. Yeah, right. yeah right. He was, to where that's how he writes. It's like he's uh, writing two sentences at the same time. All right, we'll move on. That was from Paw Kettle. Matt from Virginia writes in. Uh, this is about JP and I's debate about the use of the letter <laughs> L by Asians and the oh. and the and the pronunciation debate. Which essentially, I said, uh, I think my end of the debate was that the, in the stereotype, uh, Asians pronounce L's as R's. Yes. Period. JP's interpretation of the stereotype <laughs> was that they pronounce L's as R's and R's as L's. Yeah, so he up. added the reverse, mm-hmm. and I said no. Yeah. That was the debate. So, 
Matt, who's, this, who's this authority here? So Matt yeah. writes in. You know, he doesn't describe what his authority is, but he does make a relatively decent argument. Like he comes from the ling- like a, ling- a linguistics background so, or something. Okay, so we're assuming that, but that's probably know, good. But it's just an assumption. Uh, so here he goes. Justin is not entirely correct that quote they can't say L's. Oh, are you taking it personally? Okay, <laughs> but can say R's. It would be more accurate to say that the L the L sound doesn't exist, and the R is pronounced differently. You can liken the R pronunciation to the way that the French R or the Spanish R doesn't sound like the English R. We still consider those the same letter, but we recognize a different pronunciation. The Japanese L-R pronunciation is somewhere in between the American-English pronunciation of L and R. It's somewhat like a Spanish R, almost, but with a lazier tongue. Um, How racist is that? (laughs) Uh, They're not all lazy. He goes on to say, Finally, I do agree with JP that the stereotypical way to make fun of them is to switch both letters. Right. So the brand of of shampoo... Prell, for example, <laughs> look at this one. would become oh, yeah. player. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Isn't a scientific example. <laughs> that's Matt from Virginia. Well, do you remember what my uh, text message said to you the uh, last week? Yeah, just a day or two after the show, uh, Moscow went to Benihana, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> for, for dinner. Well, of I, was, all, I was I was of inspired. all places, mm-hmm. and what happened? Uh, well, when the waitress was uh, asking if we wanted the regular rice or the flied lice, it, it was indeed flied lice. So she did pronounce the R with an L. Yes. I have never heard that Fuck. before. You don't pay attention to other people. <laughs> well, maybe she really was an Asian. She might have been a stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was white. She was just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was her name or, Taryn? Or the special was fried lice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They got out the preschool. <laughs> yeah, you might have been eating actual. <laughs> the chef did a volcano with them. It was awesome. It was very good. All right, here's another one. Um, Dave writes in. This one's a little bit long, but JP thinks I should read it. Um, Uh-oh. Kind sirs, um, it's recently come to my attention that you have no idea what is in a thermometer. <laughs> I refer you to the October 27th show, whereupon after your beer pairings with Sean Paxton, you unleashed the second installment of Happy Hour. You may recall the woes of Jeff, who broke a thermometer into his boil kettle. Uh, much Ketter. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> much was made of mercury poisoning, uh, lacerated stomachs, and the hardiness of a yeast that could ferment this toxic sludge. Jeff's is a tale I'm all too familiar with. It was the day after Christmas 2006, and I, inv- I had invited two friends over to witness the art of brewing after they had asked a few questions. Much like Jeff, when asked how close is it to boiling... I chucked in the glass brewing thermometer. There was a pop and then some cursing. Like you, we wondered what the health effects might be. Uh, Like Jeff, we said, fuck it, might as well finish this. In the days that followed, there was much debate about the level of stupidity involved in drinking this beer. But brewing thermometers, uh, indeed all food-grade thermometers, contain ethanol, not mercury. If the line is red or blue, that is what you've got. If it's silver, it's mercury. If it's a 20-foot red beam, it's a laser. I Googled, and while... uh, Short and stubby, it's your dick. (laughs) Yeah. So he says, I Googled, and while you wouldn't want to drink a pint of red-dyed ethanol, uh, about half a gram diluted into 10 gallons of wort is hardly a deadly concentration. This thought um, 
This brought us to the glass issue. Again, I took my medical advice from Google. Turns out very small particles are unlikely to pose an issue for the digestive tract. If it was too small to notice and spit out, Google figured it would be fine. Who are we to argue with Google? Right. I uh, saw it on the internet. So we kegged it, and eventually we drank it. And it was the best goddamn beer I've ever made. <laughs> Attempts to reproduce it without a broken thermometer have all failed. I've quit brewing it out of sheer frustration. Cheers from Dave. It was the best beer he ever made, and that was 2006? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't remember talking about mercury at all. I remember talking about the glass. I thought we, I yeah. thought we immediately discounted it was pro- uh, the it, liquid. It was probably something I would have said. Oh, I some I, dumb thing I would have said. I think, I think it's what it was. And, and he, he actually wrote at the end, and he goes, I'm still listening to that episode, so I don't know if you actually got to all this or not. If I but- said it, I would give Tasty and Doc the benefit of the doubt of saying... There's probably not mercury in it anymore. Oh no, there's absolutely no. no, no. There's yeah, absolutely yeah. no mercury in yeah, it. That's now. why the homebrew supply store. That's all they sell. Oh yeah, well, they'll sometimes sell a calibration. Yeah, mercury, but they you know it's different. Yeah, uh, yeah. okay. Uh, but uh, it was mainly I think uh, it was good the glass. about the glass issue because that's what we were kind of all yeah. really more concerned about. Yeah, make sure the glass didn't yeah. get into the. Okay, so problem. there you go. Well, it was even though that was rather long, it was a good piece of feedback. Yeah. I did see uh, an episode of My Strange Addiction uh, yes. where somebody was in. Uh, it's not uncommon, I guess, that, that people do this. They, they eat broken glass. It, it's not a one-off. There are people yeah. who do this. Mm-hmm. Like as and, an addiction. Yeah. yeah. And or like plastic and shit. Yeah. Wow. If their digestive tract is okay, so is yours. That's either to, easier to get than meth, I'll tell you that right now. You know, <laughs> you know what I hate about that show? Right, is that when they go to the doctor at the end of every show, nothing's ever wrong with anybody. People are like eating cornstarch for 10 years and like sniffing baby powder and eating tape and nothing and is... they're fine. Literally nothing is ever wrong with them. Yeah. I hate that show. Uh, all right. Carl writes in quickly. Hey, guys. I just wanted to let you know that the Brew Fest, uh, Winter Brew Fest, was probably the best beer festival I have ever attended. Outstanding selection of beers. Uh, as crowded as it was, I also never waited more than five or six minutes to get a beer. I think that's true. Even though there's a lot of people in there, you didn't really have to wait in line for beer. It's pretty evenly distributed, mm-hmm. the lines. I also discovered... Except for the homework. Line's there. I did That was yeah. a long-ass line. Yes. That's true. I also discovered that Moscow is an incredibly talented artist. I was blown away by the paintings that he had displayed. Uh, also, I think uh, other people were equally impressed. Moscow sold a couple paintings. Nice. If you if you haven't seen them, Get they them really are great beer paintings. Uh, email scott at thebrewingnetwork.com, and you can find out more if you're looking for something for your uh, brew house or your... Actually, even your house. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, I sold one that was not a beer painting that shocked me. I brought a couple nice. non-beer oh, paintings nice. just on a whim, and nice. one of those sold. So what that was, was cool. Uh, it was the one from the guest bedroom, the, the Vegas, the Pioneer Casino oh, one. one. That, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It so was the self-portrait yeah. of his penis. It was just his penis. Some <laughs> brewer was like, that thing is amazing. I don't, make, beautiful I don't make people pay for that. <laughs> I, I, that's promotion. I see. Yeah. Thanks for the uh, compliment, man. I appreciate it. Uh, all right, Jeff wrote uh, in, this was about the beer news segment we did, I don't know if it was last, I think it might have been last beer news, where we talked about the Egyptian brewer. Yes. And no, I was, I, luck. yeah, I was unhappy with the whole premise of the story. Uh, Jeff writes in, <laughs> you guys cracked me up with the news story last week about the e- Egyptian brewer. You never actually could decide on his name or title. <laughs> So I've compiled the names and titles used during the segment for your listening oh, pleasure. Good. So he put together a montage of us uh, covering uh, the Egyptian. Here you go. It's a bit uh, discombobulated, but you'll get the idea. Kono Amhib. Imheb. Ik fuck tuck nuck. Ik fuck tuck nucks. Ik nuck fuck tuck. If nuck tuck fuck. Nick fuck tuck luck. Fuck nut tick luck. Fuck nut. Fuck nut. Nuck fuck. 
ancient Egyptian head of beer production, chief maker of beer for the gods of the dead. Chief beer maker for the gods of the dead? Chief beer yeah. producer for the gods of the dead. The chief beer god of the dead? Chief beer maker for gods of the dead. Chief beer maker for the gods of the dead. Chief maker of beer for god... Dead people needing a beer producer. God beer making guy. Chief beer producer of dead gods. I don't care. God of dead beer people. Chief brewer of the temple of mutt. God of the beer dead. Dead beer maker guy. Beer maker for uh, whoever the dude was he was buried beneath. Brewer at the temple. Oh. That was good. I haven't laughed like that in a long time. And they say wow. journalism is dead. Yeah. That's a good listener right there. Yeah. That was great. Uh, who sent that? Can he work for us? Uh, Jeff from North Carolina. Oh, you're the he man. He just did. You're the man, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, that. All right. Last but not least, boy, this is a long segment, yeah. and we'll get to break our spam of the week. Here we go. My name is Michael Ason, a, a British soldier currently on a mission in Afghanistan. Just need the right woman to spend the rest of my life with. I'm simple, caring, and understanding man who just need happiness. Well, I... By the way, there's no punctuation in this either. Why would there be? Well, I, I took a look at your profile, and I liked it. Uh, thank you. Uh, but I feel there's still more to know about you. So I'm interested and would love to get to know more about you. But I'm aware that it takes some time to know someone better. So please write to me and tell me more about yourself. A long-winded way to uh, say say what's up, girl. <laughs> what's up, girl? That's all you had to say. I'd have written right back. <laughs> I think that there's more about you. Oh, did I mention I'm simple? Mm. And I think that there's more about you. Right. My profile is sexy. I can't blame him. It is pretty good. I mean, if you read through my profile, it leads you leaves you wanting to know more. Yeah. At least, at least there's the belief that there is more. Yeah. It may or may not be. We don't know. And right. Mike wants to take the time. He does. Well, he's, you know. <laughs> Mike. I feel like he misspelled simpleton. <laughs> I'm a simpleton. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, whatever. Oh, boy. There you go. That's your feedback today brought to you by Keystone Homebrew Supply. Mm. All right. How about that, huh, Tasty? That's great shit. Uh, we got through it. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's time to talk to the Rate Beer guys. Joe Tucker and Mario Rubio will find out all about Rate Beer. I'll be honest, I know very little about it. And we'll find out about why it exists, what it does, and the best of Rate Beer. We'll be back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over 
over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's super yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad 
fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that Hop Tech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. Hop Tech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and Bruin brother Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. This is www.thebrewingnetwork.com. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Brewing up our next batch of radio gold right now. All right. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We got a lot to do today. We're talking to the Rate Beer guys. You can go to, I guess it would be simple, uh, as RateBeer.com right That's now. That's correct. And go check it out if you don't know what we're talking about already. But most of you probably do. Our listeners are pretty beer savvy. And shit, I think Rate Beer has been around for quite a lot longer than the than the BN, hasn't it? What what year? First, oh. let me introduce. We've got uh, Mario Rubio is in the studio uh, and Joe Tucker. Uh, so Mario, uh, we, I've known you for, for several years now. It's yeah, nice yeah. to have you in the studio here. Good to be back in the new studio. In the new studio. And then Joe Tucker, uh, who took over Rate Beer back in 2002. Do I have that right? 2001, yeah. 2001. When did Rate Beer start, Joe? Uh, April of 2000. 2000, okay. Yeah. So about five years before us, and it started as what? What is Rate Beer? Um, started right from the get-go as a beer, uh, review website, so, uh, Started as uh, some guys in Atlanta put it together to mostly review their local beers. Okay. It, uh, they brought in some people to fill things out. Um, I came in and kind of switched it around to really open it up to everybody else in the world, and, and uh, it uh, became what it is today. Is the idea that it, it serves as a reference site? So if, I, if I've never heard of a beer and I want to know to purchase it, I, I, I can go find reviews? What is the, what's the purpose? Yeah, that's, um, we've, been, we've been creating purpose. Like after, to, you know, we, we did this totally wrong. There's no business plan. There's no nothing like this. So we, we're just, uh, I'm kind of observing what's happening and then creating purpose from it. But one awesome purpose is just that. So like if I'm going to the store, uh, I want to know if like 300 people have, have just rated this $10 beer a uh, 33 or something. Okay. Then, uh, or, you know, uh, right now you go into the marketplace and there's a lot of beer there. It's easily, it's easy to, to get confused and not, uh, not know what you're buying. So, yeah. uh, it, uh, our mobile apps really work to help people figure out what's what the marketplace. I'm surprised in myself that I that I haven't used it as of yet, and I'll tell you why. As you describe it, I realize that uh, it's a bit like Yelp. Uh, Yelp existing to it started out mostly with restaurants and things like that, but has expanded to almost everything. Yeah. There is very little that I do without referencing Yelp first. 
I don't purchase from people. I don't go to restaurants. I almost always go to Yelp. And so I'm as you're describing rate beer, I'm a little bit surprised that I haven't done the same. Because when I go to places like BevMo, right, uh, tons of selection out there. I actually like to read the little cards. They have they have beer buyers at BevMo, and yeah, yeah. sometimes they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> exactly. But I do actually read those cards because at least it's some sort of way it's to something. call the mass uh, list of beers I- in front of me. And so rate beer could serve the same purpose, or does. Yeah, that's that's what we do. And then, uh, like you said, too, it, it works as a reference for... Uh, for other folks too, just if you, there are bartenders who just call us up, and because they're doing their board, they want to know what the ABV is, all right, um, uh, where uh, where the brewer is from, uh, what what city and state or country, and and uh, so we serve that purpose as well. I know uh, a lot of journalists uh, hit the site for the same reason. Sure. So lots of things. The other thing that that uh, we're doing a lot more of now is we're kind of you know people used to come in to to see what the top 50 is all about or whatever. And and I'm downplaying that these days because uh, the difference between the, statistically, between the, the number one beer and the number, like, 500 beer yeah. is so kind of tiny. Oh, is that right? They all represent, like, the the upper point, uh, like, 0.01% of beers. Well, that's a really interesting perspective so, because a lot of people will talk about how well it's the same beers year after year, and in some ways they talk about that as a positive thing because yeah, the yeah. beer is is truly stellar. And other ways they talk about it being a popularity contest. Exactly. But when you point out that the the top five hundred, if the difference is minuscule, yeah, that's yeah. interesting information. Exactly. The the um, and there's there's we try to keep volatility out of it. Uh, so we we kind of tune our stats so things so hype doesn't push things around. Yeah, uh, w- uh, we don't like that as much as uh, as we used to. I honestly like uh, put a lot of uh, volatility and like pro hype stats into our initial uh, 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 algorithms. So there are actually alder- algorithms. This is not just a tally of I like this beer votes. You can, right. You actually push it with algorithms as well. Absolutely. We do, we do a lot of uh, uh, I mean right from the get go we, uh, we used a, a Bayesian mean which is just weights things according to how many uh, uh, people have uh, reviewed. So you take the strength so it's not a straight average. Okay. Um, uh, Which is important, really. Yes. Yeah, because I'm, if there are more beer drinkers in the Bay Area than, say, there are in the entire Midwest, and I'm just throwing this, there's, right. there's not, but I'm just throwing this out there, then it could clearly easily skew towards your Pliny the Elder just by sheer numbers. Absolutely. So, yeah, we, we um, exactly. So we do a lot of uh, things to to balance out the effects that we're seeing. The the other thing that we're doing now, which is uh, an interesting use of stats, and is kind of uh, identifying kind of what's new and hot. Okay, like what's coming out, what's what's kind of making waves, and can we get it? Oh, I see. <laughs> so uh, we're pushing that information to Ken Weaver, who's who's uh, doing the uh, the Rate Beer Weekly, the newsletter. Uh, Ken, we've had on the show before uh, for a book, right? Correct. What yeah. were you here for, Ken? Uh, Northern California Craft Beer Guide. How many California beer books was there? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, about a, uh, about a year ago. Okay. Beer take something like that. I don't even know. So. And you're and I'm sorry, you're doing what for for Rate Beer? 
that well, Joe just mentioned? Well, I, I do beer writing for a living these days, but the biggest gig is running. Uh, we have about an 80,000 subscriber online digital newsletter that I send out twice a week. Excellent. So we've been doing that for over a year and a half. Okay. So, and so some of that information is just like what's buzzworthy is, what's, is what you're saying. What's the new exactly. thing people are talking about? What's doing well? What's getting a lot of ratings? What's getting a lot of attention quickly? And okay. That's helping us sort of sort through the bajillion beers that are coming out right now. Sure. Making some sense of it. Jay, if you'll recall, he was here uh, last time with uh, his photographer that had did all the photos for the book, oh, yeah. a.k.a. his good-looking wife. Oh. And now he shows up with two dudes. Yeah. What is with this? Like, guys come with their good-looking wives, and the next time they come, we invite them back, and they don't show up. And so, they wonder why we don't recognize it's them. It's a hard lifestyle to keep up. You have- <laughs> yeah, I was like, Ken who? Like, had you send your wife in first, I'd have gone, the Weavers, oh, what's man. happening? <laughs> yeah. I need to choose my company better, I guess. Really, what I'm hearing <laughs> Now, Joe, is is rate beer a, a a full time gig for you? Oh, it's been a full time gig for seven years or so. Yeah, but there. So let me get to the nitty gritty of that, if I can. Yeah. For, as a user, are there membership fees? Does it cost me to use rate beer? Uh, if you you can either we've we we kind of leave that up to you. Okay, you can uh, you can either deal with our Google ads. And yeah. Google Google pays for your time on the site, or you can pay uh, a small fee. It's twelve ninety nine a year, and you can uh, you can use the site without Google Ads. So, uh, and probably yeah. like the BN, you find that your users that just really appreciate the service you're providing will pay that twelve ninety nine. They don't care about ads or no ads. They're really just doing it to support you. Uh, for the most part, yeah. And then there are those uh, those uh, you know the strange case where people people are like, I really like the ads. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so yeah, I mean, we do get a lot of interesting offers, just like you do uh, in advertising here. Okay, uh, you know, uh, cool homebrew shops and and uh, and places you can buy beer online, and and they want to be in touch with us. So. So then you you must be making uh, income through traffic essentially by exactly. hosting ads and banners. It's straight, yeah. It's publisher stuff, media yeah. stuff. So yeah, okay. It's, um, that's that's what we're doing for the most part. There there are other little income streams here and there, but uh, by and large, yeah, we're we're relying on those uh, ten twelve million page views a month. So absolutely. Are you based here now? Is is Rate Beer is the home in California? Exactly, it Santa is. Rosa. Okay, so. got it. And Mario, how did you get involved with Rate Beer? Uh, my child was playing at the same park as Joe's kid, and uh, he <laughs> nice. noticed my beer shirt. So, uh, got it. The bromance was born. Okay. In that way. <laughs> <laughs> and there are there are actual Rate Beer I- events that go on, which is something you're a part of. Yeah. Um, the first time I was actually here, we were talking about a beer dinner we did uh, surrounding Rate Beer's Best. Oh yeah. And uh, that actually went off fantastically. You know, we. Brought out a keg of Younger. We got a bunch of beer from Cigar City, but uh, it was real logistical nightmare. And uh, this last year, we started doing some more events. Uh, Joe is, and his wife have been curating select uh, really small events. Really looking at you know the last one was from uh, was it the Art of the Barrel? Is that exactly Beauty from a Barrel? Beauty and we were barrel. able you know to get things like uh, for instance Wicked Weed. Um, they sent me out some uh, sours to taste on the air, and I was like, "Wow, uh, what are you guys doing with this?" And it's like, "Well, we're just we're just uh, it's just for the local market in Asheville, North Carolina, and um, but we're sending um, samples to GBF." And I was like, mm, "These are 
this one's going to do pretty darn well at GABF. Okay. Um, why don't I get these for, I, I'd really like to get some of this for, uh, for one of our events we're doing. And, uh, and, and that beer ended up winning a, a, a gold at, uh, GABF in the Brett Sauer category. Wow. Fantastic. It was, yeah. So, so who are your events for and, and for the dinner that you did? Is this just something that anybody who uses rate beer can, can buy a ticket for? Exactly, and we've been promoting it through different avenues, and I'm really terrible at promotion. And so uh, we end up with, uh, with like, crazy beer geeks who go there because uh, we're getting ridiculous beer. But, okay. uh, you know, I've done, like, you know, uh, really dumb events where we have, like, uh, we'll have Sean Hill from Hill Farmstead, our brewer of the year, a new brewer of the year, with uh, with the Michelin chef. Uh, and, like, so you're drinking Hill Farmstead, and it was what? It was like some roasted pork or something. That roasted we did. a goat. Roasted oh, a really? goat. Wow! <laughs> and it was and like this was in Joe's backyard. And it was like <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a on a on a vineyard. And it's um, and it was like ridiculously it was like cheap. People? It was like <laughs> oh, yeah, is that right? yeah, yeah. No one shows up. It was like so. It's like <laughs> we can't, it was purposely. It was it was small. more than that. But it was. It, I mean, it was uh, so exactly. I think we're we're just kind of on the still. Unfortunately, on the bleeding edge of a lot of this stuff, so so we'll go out, get some ridiculous stuff, uh, and hopefully, yeah, some people know about it and care enough to show up. <laughs> right? You might. I wonder if you run into kind of the same problem that we do in the sense that even though we're based out of California, our listener base is is hardly in California. They're right, they're everywhere. Right. So while we do have success doing events in California. The instant criticism we get is, well, I can't come to California. Why don't you do an event near us? And we're talking right, about right. thousands of people in other states. Exactly. But Slo- it's hard to do that logistically. You should do something in Slovenia. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, we get, yeah, we get all the time. Yeah, you, exactly. That same guy. Exactly. Apparently yeah. in Pakistan. We're huge over there. <laughs> huge in Pakistan right now. You want me to look up how many downloads we got in Slovenia? Yeah. I think we had a few. We exactly. probably did. I yeah. think a BN like uh, USO tour yes. should be in order. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, oh, we, can, we can do a BN rate beer we, Slovenia thing. There we go. Yeah, we're we're both big in Slovenia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just one family that we built. <laughs> one billboards of yeah. me, JP, and Joe and, in and Slovenia. Next time, luck. <laughs> yeah, the nuke yeah. of the north. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this: Do uh, do brewers participate in in rate beer as well? Are they excited that their beers are being reviewed? Do you hear from brewers? Uh, I think we should crack the Strumkey thing here. Get a um, beer first. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, no, that's the answer. Because <laughs> yeah, got it. Because that Brian Strumkey, uh, he kind of grew up with rape beer. There, there. Uh, Joey Redner at Cigar City kind of grew up with rape beer. Okay. So like we we've got we've got people a lot of folks now starting their own breweries and they're just beer fans. They're beer geeks. They kind of grow up. They learn what's what's good and what's interesting. A lot of brewers come in like every day. Like Sean Hill from Hill Farmstead is hitting the site every day. Um, you have. Uh, uh, I think they appreciate the feedback. Well, I think people are they you know, hitting it. It sounds like they're hitting it every day to see how their beers are doing. Is that what is, you mean? This is true, and some people kind of appreciate the culture. Okay, so um, so yeah, there's there's a bit of both going on. We have, uh, of course, retailers are into it as well. They want to know what's going on. They want to know what's hot. They want to know what what to buy. Yeah. They uh they're listening to people in their local market, of course, but they also want to look uh you know they uh you know further uh, uh to see if somebody small 
uh, that's producing really good stuff that sure. can somehow get and bring into their store. Well, because like you mentioned too, there's just, there's so many new beers coming out that yeah. it's hard to call that information. This, this was this is something I, I need to feature in the newsletter soon. We've been talking about it in this internally, but um, brewers, if you are thinking of your cool, crazy, exciting new beer that no one's ever come up with that name before. Uh, Come to us. Come to Beer Advocate. Come to Untap. Just search first. Like, I mean, seriously, we've been collecting examples of just that overlap of beer names and everything, and it's just... We would encourage that to be at least one. Just because there's brewers, legal stuff going on now, legal and everything. Oh, I didn't all know. Name over. Yeah. Oh, I had and... no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. This is. Can you? Can I just have an auto email every time somebody submits the Hop Grenade IPA oh, or geez. Pale Ale, please? Yeah, exactly. Ken, can you just put me yeah. on the auto list? I, I will set you up as soon as I get home. And if Thank every, you. yeah, exactly. Uh, if everybody could do us a favor and and just check. First. It's an excellent awesome. point. And it's so I, hard. When I get yelling about it on here, I always just say the simple thing. Guys, just Google. Like I'm we're not yeah. your your due diligence is now accessing fucking Google. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. but but you make an even better point. There are now two easy places to search. There's yeah, Google yeah. Yeah. and there's Rate Beer, which is literally an enormous database of new beers, old beers. All beers, I, I guess, since the since two thousand two hundred forty thousand beers. Oh, is that right? Wow. The, the strange thing is, is in the last year we've added forty four thousand beers. Ah, that's so, insane. Yeah. Do you have to manually add these things? Uh, people do. Someone does. People it's all do. Somebody, not it's you, all Joe. <laughs> I do give my fair share, just because uh, you know. Because like users upload it, essentially. If they Absolutely. found a new beer and they search and it's not there, they can put it on themselves. We tried to make it easy for them to do so. I did want... Somebody sent me a link because the Hop Grenade or a Hop Grenade beer did pop up on Rake Beer. Yeah. They, my, one of my listeners was all fired up. It was somebody's homebrew. It, oh, my God. It literally... And I don't care about he, that. He it literally was quick. It was like a yeah. beer that somebody had submitted. They had won award for their hop. <laughs> they were probably a listener, as a matter of fact. And, and they just had submitted it and... I didn't do anything about it because I don't care. It's it's a homebrew. It's probably not yeah, on the yeah. site anymore. But it's it might <laughs> yeah. not be. But it was literally sent as a rate beer link, and I thought, well, shit, it's on rate beer. Here we go. I'm going to find a new commercial brewery doing my thing. And even in the description, it said it's my award winning homebrew. Uh, somebody probably even accidentally uploaded it, not knowing yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to put homebrew on. Exactly. Well, Joe, how many yeah, we how many admins do we have these days? I mean, we have about 140. 146 or 147 depending oh wow yeah yeah oh my admin who's listening right now code he wants to he wants to beat my ass hearing you say that number (laughs) we don't have that much information to call but our forum alone has like three people and he's like i I can't do this anymore i can't even keep up with the spam it's ridiculous Uh, you have hundreds uh yeah um it's and they're all kind of they work on their local areas yeah uh, but for some people some super admins they will they'll be calling breweries all over the planet okay uh skype makes it easy and uh really rate beer would be nothing without without these you know hundred plus a- admins sure doing a whole lot of legwork taking pictures showing up every day and like uh um copying commercial descriptions like off off a chalkboard Wow. Uh, oh, right. If it's just a one-off yeah. local beer, yeah, that information is only available on a chalkboard. Yeah. Interesting. Do you ever have one of them get out of line? I mean, they're just people. Oh, uh, admins? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. uh, the great thing about rate beer is uh, we've you know, we encourage people to be opinionated. Okay. We encourage people to, you know, say what they're thinking and, and not really, 
you mince words. So uh, it, yeah. Ideally, um, in a respectful fashion. If ideally, we can have that. but uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, some that. people some people are uh, are happy to be very direct and uh, completely honest, and it. Uh, uh, and they can be. Yeah, and so it gets a little chewy sometimes. You ever had to strip anybody of their admin rights? Wow. Um, I left. No, I left for a while. I departed for a while. And people come and go, and but vol- like, voluntarily, I'm wondering if you had to yank anybody. Uh, not really. No, I mean there are some people where we've yeah, we've changed their duties. Right, but uh, <laughs> you get to know what, what people aren't very it? good at. Sure, he, ca- he calls it. You see what he does, Justin? He's very diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> Justin just goes, "You're fucking fired." Yeah, uh, JP, I will be changing your duties. <laughs> good. Uh, I can't. I can't wipe yet. <laughs> that's, that's part of JP's recovery. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's part of my perks package, to be honest. By the way, I did a little searching on rape beer, and uh, you have some issues with Bethlehem Beer Works, uh, Das Beer House, Detroit That's- Beer Company. And uh, some assholes called Triple Rock with JP's hop grenade. With JP's, ha- yeah, th- which also was un- unauthorized, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah but it was fucking amazing. <laughs> a couple of those are not in the United States, and unfortunately, I don't. I I don't. Well, no, Bethlehem. I'm pretty sure means Pennsylvania. That one is, but the uh, the Dust Beer Works is not a U.S. Is that what you said? Dust Beer. Yeah. They're and, not. Uh, Detroit is still part of the. United oh, they're States. Detroit. Yeah, but barely. Then I haven't checked. I, yeah. See, I haven't looked in a, in, a, in a few months. Uh, Wow. All right, great. Now I have a bunch of cease and desist letters to send this week, Mario. Hey, I'll do that. Yeah. I won't do that. <laughs> right. There is a, I, I think I know of one of those already. They get sent to me all the time. See, we crowdsource exactly. that, too. Our, our, our listeners go, hey, my local just put out a hop grenade beer. You should know about it. It's literally my fucking logo. Like, they taped it onto a bottle. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I, we should I, we should talk to a brewery and just go Justin's fucking logo beer and it just has the hop grenade on. It. Oh, the other the other cool thing that I've I've seen people do this with photographs is um, they don't send a cease and desist they just send a, a bill and the the bill is for licensing. Oh yeah, so it's like okay, limited market or whatever. You're licensing this. Uh, for this area, yeah, for this period of time, sure, and uh, and just pay me. For and it. here's the bill for ten and, grand. Yeah. And a lot of people will actually just write a check and put it in the mail because interesting, it's easier than as, as a beer writer and photographer. That. That's what I do. Yeah, because I'd prefer the money then for them to take my photo down. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just send a bill. It's a good just point. Invoice. Send we a had bill. talked about it. I didn't think that anybody would actually respond by paying said bill. But uh, <laughs> now that you mentioned, that'd be great. I want to talk more about uh, people being honest on the site and some yeah. of the reactions, uh, both among users and, and brewers. But first, what are we drinking? Uh, what did you What did you pour this first beer, Mario? The first one was the uh, Stillwater uh, Amber Farmhouse. Okay, from uh, Brian Strumke, who's a rate beer user uh, supporter. This other one is uh, was from the one of the top new brewers of the year, Rheingeist, out of Cincinnati, and uh, this is their Truth IPA. So and, uh, to to explain. To me and to our listeners, what the, a, a top new beer would be, what is rate beer best? Because that's well, what you're talking about, right? Several categories. Right. And this is from the top new brewers of the year. So these are all brewers that debuted in 2013. Okay. And we released the top 10 of those. Uh, Ryan Geist, I believe, came in at number seven. And this information and, uh, comes from everybody rating the beer throughout yeah. the year and whatever algorithm you apply to that to those ratings absolutely the second okay. part is is the big sausage making uh, uh, part of the scheme whereas like uh, uh, we can we don't want to take like 
straight stats. We don't want to add everything all up and and just kind of push it out. Oh, this guy's got the top score. Sure. We look at um, uh, is the brewer brewing in different styles? Are they brewing different beers? Are they doing well by uh, like not just overall, but uh, in their own categories? Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, we we want to make sure that that uh, that the the uh, numbers are uh, they're telling us that uh, about a great brewer, not about a one trick pony. So. so so in other words, this beer which which ranked would not have been some fluke where every other beer they made was getting terrible reviews and exactly. yet this one beer got perfect reviews. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? It sort of eliminates that? Exactly. Okay. So, um, and um, gosh, if you look at uh, our new brewers category, um, and that's that's what we're drinking here. Okay. Um, just the the size of this competition alone, I think there were 1,600 brewers. 2,600. 2,600. So, yeah. Oh, really? Basically, just for this this competition alone. So that's like, uh, uh, I, what, twice, at least twice the size of, no, it's like GBF was 600, 700? I actually is this in the world or, or just in this, the U.S.? Uh, this is in the world. In the world. So, so okay. new brewers last year in the world. Got so it. the competition ends up being uh, bigger than GABF and yeah, it's a it's, and GBBF combined. We judge. I'm looking at the number because I don't have the numbers on my head. Uh, we did more than ten thousand. We judged more than ten thousand beers last year just by that new crop of brewers, by those twenty six hundred brewers. Wow! So more than ten thousand brewers just from the new folks. That's ridiculous. It is. It's there's a <laughs> lot of new brewers coming in. So I've got in front of me the top new brewers in the world list. I think by yeah, that's it. how they how they ended up coming out. Um, what I like is uh, I don't know that I've heard of, of of really any of these breweries. Yeah, that's what I yeah, think I like exactly. about exactly. All right, so here we go. I'll just start with number ten down at the bottom here, the bottom number of five. an enormous list. <laughs> so number so to make number ten is pretty impressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, this is pressure drop from London, England. We got a lot of listeners out there, so you guys might know some pressure drop. Um, Modern Times beer, uh, San Diego, California. I actually have heard of that one. Uh, Zundert. Don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but uh, it, they're in the Netherlands. That was number eight. Number seven, uh, the beer I think that's in my glass now is the uh, Reinegeist. Am I saying that right? Reinegeist? Is that, I don't know. Is that I'm how just, you guys I'm not It's probably just Reinegeist. Reinegeist Brewery. Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Trillium Brewing Company is number six out of Boston, Mass. I'm not like revealing something that hasn't been revealed. Oh, no, no not good. at all. Not at all. Because <laughs> I'm not stopping now. Oh, no, stop! <laughs> <laughs> right. What are you doing? Uh, number five, Weird Beard Brewery. Beardy, I think you ought to send a cease and desist for that. <laughs> it's coming. You've got a weird In the mail. Beard. Yeah. Uh, also out of London, England. Nice to see. Uh, J.W. Sweetman, Dublin, Ireland. That's interesting. <clears throat> Come to J.W. Sweetman. <laughs> we have the cure for cholera and a new IPA. <laughs> <laughs> J.W. Sweetman called himself, it says Craft Brewery right on the uh, on the logo. Um, see, now this is, a, this is one that I think I appreciate your algorithm, right, that says, okay, because I've never heard of J.W. Sweetman. And I don't know what the craft beer scene is like in Dublin, Ireland. So I want to know, are there other beers 
also kind of making the rate beer list. And you're telling me that with your algorithm, there are. This isn't just some one-off beer that got them to number four. Exactly. So they've got several things uh, that that they're doing. And, uh, yeah, it's a a lot of, uh, especially like what happened in the past, uh, we had certain folks that were kind of, um, they were like markers. Um, So a, a, a brewer rarely pops up in isolation anymore. So they're indicative of an emerging scene. So it uh, just like the uh, emerging craft beer scene here in the Bay Area. Yeah, there were it didn't it kind of happened all at once. There, of course, there were there were a few people. Jack McAuliffe started up. Uh, you, you've got uh, uh, and then you've got support from uh, uh, um, Anchor Brewing and folks like that. But Mendocino, um, uh, Sierra Nevada, all this stuff popped up. Um, kind of in the same area um and uh so you have an emerging scene the same thing is happening in london good in uh three three english brewers on three england brewers exactly exactly and the 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 wonderful thing uh us californians will appreciate that uh this here in this room is uh is uh i now heard uh something from london and we were talking early that people don't mince their their words you're saying yeah the the ipa was uh was invented in England. Uh, California kind of pushed, uh, took it up an o- another level, and London's now taking it back. Oh, good! I yeah. like to see that. The, the best them. IPAs are here in London. Excellent. Good. We should stop trying then over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Number three out of Austria was Bivog Brewery or Bavog or. I don't. Find I think it's Bevo G. Bevo. It's Bevo, Bevo G. G. Yeah, yeah. Cease and desist, cease and desist for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds like Bevo Hog. Well, <laughs> which is depressing. Well, like I said, which is, which is how you hear exactly. things. Just, I don't know if that's just when you come into the studio and it's what you expect. Sounds us to like say. huge Bevo. Kind of, yeah. Sounds well, like she's real fat and satin cottage cheese. Aww. Aww. Oh. So mean. Same old JP, guys, huh? <laughs> they didn't remove his spleen. They you know? didn't remove the ass. <laughs> they didn't take that out, Tasty. Uh, number two out of uh, Berkshire, England. Well, it's actually Finchamstead, Berkshire, England. I always get confused when they start adding commas. Siren. Siren Craft Brew. And then the number one, of course, this is just top new brewers. These are, right. these are new, new breweries, breweries yep. who, who who release new beers. Uh, the number one is uh, Arizona Wilderness Brewing out of Gilbert, Arizona. I never would have expected an Arizona uh, brewery to pop to top this list, but but just, why not? But I'm allowed to be prejudiced against Arizona. By the way, my folks are from there. It's it's allowed. I eat with them. Some of my friends, some of my best friends are from Arizona. I know, I know a guy who's from Arizona. Yeah. Do you have your Arizona card? <laughs> and uh, But it just goes to show that every state is growing, isn't it? Um, goes to go, yeah. Uh, Arizona Wilderness Brew. By the way, there's no fucking wilderness in Arizona. There's desert. Isn't it redundant? Yeah. 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 Arizona is a wilderness. Well, that's not true. Actually, if they're located, there are some, some really nice wilderness areas in Arizona. Anyway. Uh, there you go. That's the number one. So I like this list because it's not your average, uh, hey guys, what are the, what are the best beers, uh, you know, like we do here, what are the best beers of 2013? And we just throw out our favorites. Like it's very, you guys have really broken it down to some new categories. How about we just talk about the best new beers? So it's a good list. 
I mean, we are getting to the best new beers. Too. Well, yeah, yeah. There, there's we a separate best that. new beers so, list, and that'll this be one's just best new brewers. That's best new brewers. Best new so brewers. We still got to get do. the best new beers. Okay. Exactly. Best but, new beers, new releases. We got top beers. Wow. We got top brewers of the year. That's our big culmination of Great Beer Best on Friday. Okay. We'll be putting out that uh, that list. Best new beers will be Thursday, and uh, today was best beers in the world. But not ranked. We just had the hundred best beers. Top, top new beers is Wednesday. Tomorrow is by style. Oh, oh, so you mean Wednesday. in no particular order in when no, you say not ranked? Well, it was just, an alphabetical order, but gotcha. Yeah. Okay, all right. And so I also like how you do it. it you, you're releasing a new list every day for for how long? How many lists do you have? Um, Till Friday. We have nine. Till Friday. So okay. we started last Wednesday, and we took Sunday off, and uh, and we were releasing a new list every day. Okay. Got it. Now, um, today we released the top beers in the world list, and you'd mentioned the top new beers. And uh, what's kind of interesting about that is from last year's top new beers list of it was fifty beers ranked in order. But uh, I, someone here has that list. But eight of those beers actually made it onto this year's top one hundred beers in the world. So oh, is that right? It's kind of cool to look at the top n- new beers of the year and. You're kind of seeing this is where the beer industry is going. Obviously, yeah. some of them are one-offs. Some of them are anniversary, one-time brews. They're not coming back. But even a beer like uh, Row 2 Hill 56 from Russian River that we're all familiar with here in the Bay Area. Yeah. Not that everybody was a top. That was a top beer, new beer last year. Didn't make the top beers this year. Whereas Wookie Jack did. Okay. Uh, so you do see some of those beers that kind of cross over and are just a part of our beer scene now. Got it. And you're kind of getting a, a preview into that. I like it. All right, I'm holding the top beers in the world list, which was released today, it looks like. Yes. yes. With both hands. <clears throat> you don't want to break it. See, you're, you know what your lists do to me? They make me realize that I'm not drinking enough beer. <laughs> I don't know so well, many of these beers. I think you're drinking the same beer. Exactly. You're drinking I plenty, do do that a lot. But it's all <laughs> evil twin. Right. I do love me some evil. Hey, what do you want? I'll have another evil twin. <laughs> yeah. uh, backed up by a Pell 31. Yeah. <laughs> For 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> you ask yourself because it's on tap for free at your house. Yeah. Uh, no, well, I do know some of these. Um, what I are s- they? I see Ballast Point Sculpin IPA is on here. Even um, I think that's a good beer. And these are also not in, in order. They're just the top beers, the top 100. They're in alphabetical order. So, so uh, not not one through one. Okay. I wasn't going to do that for the same reason, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, there's not a lot of difference between the top one, first and 500th. So I see. This is this is just my... Uh, um, this is all the signal, oh, less um, of the noise. Okay, uh, it's interesting because you can tell... Because it's alphabetical, you get to see how many brewers just appear multiple times just Absolutely. at a glance, right? So you got bells on here on the first page just four times. Yeah. Uh, Two-Hearted, Hop Slam, Expedition Stout, um, Note Stout. Uh, Cigar City's on here three times. Wow. Firestone Walker, one, two, three, four times. Founders, uh, five times, it looks like. Really? No, this one's kind of on the bottom of the list, but Whoa! it's kind of... Uh, what have we here? Had a reputation of being one of the best beers in the world. A Westie so, 12 is in the studio. We thought that would be a good representation of the best beers in the world. I, if you guys disagree, I can put it back. Is it on here? Let yeah, me, I'm all I right. Get Actually, to take that cap off. I agree. There it is. Westie 12 still on the list. How how many years in a row has Westie 12 been on the top 100 well, beers in the world? Well, it's been in the top two um, since its debut in 2000. I think it hit our top 
ten in two thousand three. Okay. So and it's been one or two since then. It's been I think Dark Lord kind of pushed it out. Uh what else? Uh, Interesting. Uh, Kagen? Kagen, Kagen for a yeah, bit. Stormox Porter. Uh, yeah. uh, Swedish Imperial Stout. Imperial okay. Stout. Yeah. Um, that didn't last too long. But. So you know what's interesting is that that's clearly mm-hmm. rated, uh, that's based on rankings, and that's based on users going to rate beer and actually evaluating this beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the first time ever uh, in the in a recent year, right, was it, I don't know if it was last year or, or the year before, you could buy Westie 12 here. They yes. they shipped it here and you could buy it, and overwhelmingly, and maybe it's just one of these hype things. When I heard homebrewers talk about it and different clubs talk about it or different friends post about it, I don't know. I tried the Westy Twelve, and I mean it's okay, it's good, but I rarely heard somebody go. It now I know why it's been in the top two every year since two thousand. Like I never hear that. I right. agree. There's a reason. Is that is that an issue? So, as I, I always wanted to try Westy Twelve for years and. Then I just happened into it, it was like twice in six months, and I was searching and searching and searching, and I realized that no matter how good the beer was, it wasn't going to be good enough to yeah, to, quali- to live up to everything. Sure. So I stopped looking, and lo and behold, it showed up at a party, showed up at another party, and what I, it's a fantastic beer. It's well, see, really it well-crafted. It's, there's, you know, technically, it's a really, really good beer. Yeah. Is it and, the best beer in the world? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that term. Right, the best exactly. beer in the world. You know? Right, uh, yeah, hundred percent agree. I, 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 you know, you know. yeah. If, well, but if when I had it, those, if you're going to go through all that to it. get a taste of it, then I think that kind of pushes it in that direction. Because if you've jumped through so many hoops, if you right. spent you know a hundred bucks just to get a bottle of it shipped back, you're gonna you're gonna put it up on a pedestal. Sure, but exactly. I definitely think it's one of the it's deserved its status. Number one beer in the world. I don't know about that, but it's in the discussion. It's in the conversation, and I think that's what these lists are more about. That's why we took the numbers off of this year's list. Got it. Exactly. There would never be a beer that we'd ever agree on. I mean, ever. Sure. Because it should be that's the best beer else. in the world. Yeah. You'd never get You're to right. the answer to that question. But so, see, my experience with Westy Twelve, and I, the first time I had it, and I had, and I had seen the reviews, and I had known it was number one, and I had it at the at the monastery in the uh, in the gift shop. Really, I didn't even yeah. make it to the tour. It was one of the best beers I'd ever had. I did not have the same experience that most of the people I've seen writing about it since the bottle came to the U.S. Like, uh, it's okay. My experience was, holy shit, this is phenomenal. It's See, amazing. And, and you and you brought back uh, you brought me back one of the sixes, right? To from me, there, yeah, that's the best beer in the world. To me, uh, it was it was fantastic. And we tried it against the twelve. And I mean, the tw- this twelve is fine, but honestly, it, it tastes like I'm eating a box of golden raisins. Really. It's raisiny. Six and, that yeah. six is super good, the blonde. It's hot, and, yeah, and it's, really, just, it's just... I love it. I think it tastes great. I think it's fine, but I'll, I'll, I'll take the six any day of the year over this thing. But, okay. So I agree but with Mario. I don't like make that, the list. I don't like the, the best beer in the world, the best thing in the world, because it's according to, you know what, you can't be subjective with six billion people in the world. Well, no, no, you can't. Like, we, we can't say it individually, but this is sort of my point about the list. This isn't just some individual saying it. This oh, is right, the right. culmination of thousands upon thousands of people... Uh, making a review, right? But, so it's sorry. not just some random. Co- yeah, you're right. You know. By the way, um, Arizona Wilderness Brewing Company. Yeah, listening. <laughs> yes, listening. <laughs> they, that is awesome. They tweeted. They go. They go all desert in Arizona. 
Do you all drive Lamborghinis, work was, out on the beach, and wear Ray-Bans? I was wondering yes. about that. Yes. 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 All the time. And I go, That's hell yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, oh shit, I forgot to pay the meter on my Lamborghini uh, before the show. <laughs> it, it was um, really embarrassing, all of us driving our Lamborghinis in single file all the way yeah, to the it, studio. It, it, actually, what it is, it's like those old scenes from like the 20s where everyone had the Model T. And right. it's just like, you, this is the same car looking down the street. Well, how do you know whose car? It's the same with the Lamborghinis. We can't tell them apart. <laughs> By the it way, doesn't really matter. By either. the way, does Arizona yes. Wilderness Brewing always listen to the session, or did they listen <laughs> to hear their name announced on the session because they knew the rate beer guys I were here today? Uh, maybe. Just, just throwing it out. I don't know. I think after their last week, they may be sick of hearing that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. They've gotten so much media attention. So right after they were announced as, uh, as uh, top new brewer in the world, uh, Fox News was like, oh, is that right? Interviewing them. I even like the, some couple radio people. Talk got, to me about their award. So, see, Joe, you've made it. We announce our favorite beer of the year, and no one gives a shit. <laughs> we get a fake. <laughs> and we, we get, get, we get a, a joke press release. Yeah, we get a press release from the people we gave it to, suing us for using their name <laughs> on the air. That's what you get. Fox News. We yeah, get cease well, and desist. So, Fox exactly. News is less of a joke. I, I, I had USA Today like asked me to do a top list, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And then, and then, yeah, and then people think you're legit, but the, but. It doesn't pay the bills. So like, <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> right. So uh, real quick on Westy 12, uh, if people want to come up with, for debate or, you know, if they just, just to kind of stoke some of those fires, I personally think St. Bernard's 12 is equal or better. I, I'd cases. give you that in a second. Especially I given that I can walk insane. down the corner and buy it. 10 man myself. I 10 yeah. bucks and a trip down to Whole Foods and I got St. Bernard's 12. I'd have to try it side by side and see if I think you're crazy uh, or not. And, and Justin, it's super well, important. I mean, bad variation too. I mean, sure. this, this beer, this beer varies. I mean, this beer varies. Anybody who's had it a number of times, like it varies from batch to batch. This is on the sweet side for what this is. So, okay, I mean, that's one of the nice things that we can sort of get around too. Is if we've got. 2,000 experiences with this beer. Yeah. Some of them had it good, some of them had a better batch, but you end up getting this very, you end up getting a sense of averaging where you end up seeing sort of what's this, what is this beer really like over time, over a lot of different experiences, over a lot of different situations. Right. What do people really think? The other thing that's interesting about the beer is, is that, uh, uh, at St. Bernardus, they're using a, uh, a batch of, uh, Westie that they've, uh, they've 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 kind of uh, they banked and they're, they oh, yeah. use it from the batch yeast. to batch. Okay. Whereas Westy Twelve uses West Mall yeast, uh, new West Mall yeast every single batch. Interesting. Well, why don't you think it's Tasty said it's not fair doing the side by side? But I feel like I've that's a, a lot of my my beer palette if I have one has been accomplished from the brewing with style shows where I have the side by side and not everything is in a vacuum and it gives you context. To make these judgments a lot more accurately, so I wonder why you react that way. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that the App 12 and the uh, and the Westie are are both unique in their own way. Side by side, they're just going to taste so much different. It's going to be a lot of individual preference. But in terms of like the overall effect, that's for that style. Yeah, you'd be just as happy with an App 12, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Westie eight also made the list. Is that common? Westy Eight always on there too. <laughs> well, uh, um, not six. Oh, oh d- I thought you meant common. Like, oh yeah, we can go down to the Whole Foods and pick it up. Uh, but, no, no, uh, yeah. that, that it is also always on the list with Westy Twelve. Uh, or no? it, yeah, it's been up there. Okay, the six. It's usually in like so. a top twenty or something yeah, like yeah. that. I think I say something like that. I don't see heretic on here. Things. There's probably something wrong with the algorithm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, or the assistant brewer. I'll take a look at it for you if you <laughs> yeah, want. Both I'm, of them. I'm yeah. really good at math, and if you want me to look at that algorithm, 
<laughs> well, we can ask the brewer. Chris is on vacation, I think, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Jay, I'm surprised you didn't get code to make you a bot to go uh, vote for Heretic over and over. <laughs> a million times. All right, well, let's do this. Uh, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk more about people actually going on and, and being opinionated and, and making their uh, opinions known and, and rating their beers and what that kind of means to, to the beer world. So let's do that. We're talking to the Rate Beer guys. You can go over to ratebeer.com right now and check it out. i got to admit, I'm very impressed with the list so far, and I like the sheer amount of information that they're putting together to make these for us. So hang in there. It's the session, and when we come back, more from rate beer. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. In my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your fing face right the f off your fing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special secret elite bare-bones club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare-bones buddy in the brewing business. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops, at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. New items include the Big Oxygen Kit for economical wart aeration using common welding oxygen tanks and the Unistat line of external thermostats for easy control of both electric heaters and refrigerators. In addition, 
addition, they've just mashed their new oatmeal stout malt extract. So you can make those tasty winter oatmeal stouts and porters without mashing. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Yeah. Swing on into the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. What's funny is, brewers will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. We're talking to the boys from Rate Beer. Uh, in the meantime, you know, if you're a home brewer uh, or even a pro brewer, I would guess, and looking for a way to uh, manage your homebrew recipes, all of your brewing ingredients, and your brew day, go over to Beersmith.com right now. Check it out. Beersmith.com. They're a proud sponsor of this program, and we love them. We also love their home brewing software. Uh, Beersmith 2 is available now. Brad over there keeps things up to date all the time. It works on both PC and a Mac, and you get a free 21-day trial if you listen to the show. You already know this. You can download it, use it for free for 21 days, and if you find me to be wrong in the end, which is highly unlikely about anything, uh, especially the Beersmith homebrewing software, then uh, no harm, no foul. You don't have to pay for it. Free 21-day trial. Go to Beersmith.com. Uh, you don't have to calculate by hand. You can imagine your best beer ever or use somebody else's. There's uh, shared recipes all over the place. It's also available in mobile applications for Android and uh, iPhone, iPad. So go check it out. There's no reason not to give it a shot. It's the only up-to-date homebrewing software out there. Beersmith.com. Check it out right now. All right, so we're talking to the Rate Beer guys, and what did you pour just before the break, Mario and Hansby? Because I didn't drink that one yet either. Well, this one's uh, not quite a top Ooh, beer in the world. Smell that. That's... It's a variation on a top beer in the world. This is a uh, Founders Canadian Breakfast Stout. So it's their oh, uh, breakfast stout yeah. aged in. Let's let's get this correct. Uh, 
Chocolate and coffee aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. Oh, I'm going to so need good. some of that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Bebo, you're definitely going to need some of that. Bebo, you stay yeah. back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's superb. Holy yeah, cow. Really wow. I there's just, a I little, can smell it forever. There's a tiny moment in the taste, and thank God it's a tiny one because it would be off-putting to me, but it goes away quickly, where there's a little Jägermeister flavor somewhere over the palate, but then... But it's the maple syrup, I think. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it goes away quickly, and then you can tell it's maple. The I think it's where the bourbon but and the for, maple just kind of smash Right where they other. meet, and that's the part where I want to throw up like I did after the last time I drank Jaeger. You know I how I know you're old. a douche? <laughs> I know what Jaeger tastes like? Exactly. Well, uh, when, you, when you taste it, the bill of your hat goes flat for half a second. <laughs> right. But the beer's fantastic. It's that's a really wow. good beer. It's and once good. it turns back into maple syrup, I love it. What a, what a great flavor. That's founders. Let's be honest. Everybody has a Jaeger story. Yeah. So that exactly. does not make Justin a douche. Thank you, Mario. <laughs> no, it does, though. They're not mutually exclusive, Mario. There's just a lot of douches. Mario, would you like to be a chat moderator on next week's show? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't have a Jaeger story. I don't think I, I can fit in that closet. <laughs> Mario, hold, yeah. that, hold that bottle up. That's a good okay. beer. You're my beer oh, cam yeah, guy now, dude. So that's not on the beer list, but Founders nice. did make the list quite a bit, didn't they? Yes, Founders made the list over and over again. Yeah. Oh, Five why. of their top beers? Great brewery. So I, I wanted to ask you about maybe some of the, the pitfalls of being the uh, owner of Rate Beer and, and running the site. I wonder if, uh, so some of these beers, like the West Fletter and 12, uh, which come out of the woodwork, a site like yours opens up, allows people to rate it, and all of a sudden they're they're the best beer in the world. Do you hear about how that affects the brewery? Do oh, you get contacted about that? Exactly. So um, what happened was we had issued the award, and this was like back in the early days when no one cared that much about rate beer. So about it, when? Like oh, 02, gosh, 03? Was, yeah, 03 or 04 even. Okay. And uh, But then CNN Money picked it up for some reason. Oh. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, but uh, so the the story came out uh, on CNN Money that West Letter and 12 was the best beer in the world. And it um, so there was the normal release at West Letter and and there were 9, 10, 15 people in the cafe uh, ordering the beer civilly. Uh, the the, the uh, story Which is you comes just, out. You show up on like a Saturday exactly. and you can pick up a case. Exactly. That's okay. that's how it was released uh, in annually. Okay. And then uh, the, the, the very next day after the story broke, there was a huge long column of cars. Wow. Trying to get into the uh into the monastery and for the uh, first time ever. For the first time ever. Okay. And so the uh unfortunately there was a fist fight in line as Belgian TV was like panning down the line of cars and, and so it was like this yeah, it was this horrible moment. It was so, probably the Australians. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Australians, you know it was you guys. Of course it was. Yeah. So yeah, and that got back to me. So uh, yeah, I'm in, just a in what careful. way? What do they say? So so you break. You didn't even break the story per se. Rate beer makes the beer the best beer in the world. Right. The story gets picked up by news agencies. This onslaught of people show up. There's the unfortunate mishap of a fight that happens. What do you hear about? What, like, what, how does that pertain to you? Um, I got a call from a very well known beer writer in England who covers. Belgian events um, and uh, Belgian brewers, and he's he's one of the top experts there. I, I 
count him as a friend. He's uh, okay, but uh, at the time he was pretty upset with what we were what we were doing because uh, we had caused this ruckus and um, and he didn't think that we were taking it seriously. So oh. you know, like that you had recklessly released this information. Absolutely, and I did. Yeah, I'm not sure what that kind of means but it just got me just kind of put me on my toes that we weren't yeah. joking around anymore that the world was listening and and we should we should uh be a little bit more respectful and and be a little more attentive that yeah. uh you know some things might go wrong with this that um that uh with great power comes great responsibility and uh, right. uh you, you just have to do the right thing which is an interesting perspective. I don't know how I would take it either because my, my immediate response, my gut response would be, look, I just created a service where people can rate some beer and they picked it the best beer. How's that not my fault? But my secondary response would actually feel bad. I don't want people fighting. I don't want to cause trouble. I don't mm-hmm. want, I don't want this to be a hindrance on the industry that I love. Certainly not the product that I love, right? Exactly. So there is that secondary, but I don't know what to do with that. I mean, what have you done? Do you now feel like you have to notify people before they become the number one beer in the world? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing is we're just a little bit more gentle. Like the top beers in the world, for instance. We we, we do this alphabetically now. Instead of, okay. Just so, you know, we, we kind of spread things out a little bit. Um, with the best new brewers, we, we definitely want to put people in the spotlight and let everybody know that uh, all those brewers on that list are phenomenal. Even we- the ones in Arizona. <laughs> who've gotten a lot of attention we want we want to be sure that uh that uh yeah they are recognized and and it's good for them at the same time you know uh, i know what's happened to sean hill after he kind of hit the top of our list he will he's got a line of kind of uh international brewers and beer geeks he's the that, hill farmstead brewery is yeah. that what that one is? yeah and they go out to his family farm it's it's kind of you know hill sacred space up there yeah. and he's got this uh, he's, it's turned into a brew pub. His mom is out serving people beer um, every day from 11 a.m. So it's uh, it's you know right. it's great that he's got this attention. But but yeah, I yeah we all have to recognize that uh, that um, uh, yeah. It's a very strange thing that a, that a service that you yeah that a service that you provide like that could have this secondary problem. But you know, you know things always change. You know with. Westy, you know, experiencing this, you know, huge rush. You know, I asked you guys earlier on Friday, we're in the Bay Area. A lot of people are getting ready for Pliny the Younger. And I don't know if, you know, who used to go before the big hype, but I remember just cruising in Friday afternoon, right. grab my slice, grab my beer, go home, no big deal. Right. And then uh, I was actually around with Joe and Ken, and they're like, what are you doing for Pliny the Younger Day? I'm like, I don't know, grabbing lunch and going home like I do every year? <laughs> Not like, this year. no way, man. There's going to be a line. And Can't I didn't believe it. Yeah. And that was the year they had growler sales, and it was all gone by 10 o'clock that night. And, you know, thankfully I listened to these guys and got in and got a taste. But it's now, now it's this way. thing where it's like there's four-hour waits. There's lines around the block. You you can't get into the pub unless you're there for playing to the younger for two weeks. Sure. Things well, change. So, then, so here's the other side of that. Yeah. That, that you sort of have an effect your your company your site has an effect on these right. you know you get you get an angry letter or phone call or email when you've blown up this place and there's a fight in the line right did you get a thank you letter when they built a new abbey yeah, uh, that, <laughs> yeah. because and i mean this sort of seriously i obviously i'm i'm uh, i'm being uh, a little argumentative about it but they've now sold enough beer to do very well 
Did you exactly. also get a thank you? I, uh, not from them, but I, I don't. Uh, it, it it doesn't. Um, I understand that they the the monks themselves take a vow of silence. So they are <laughs> they going to speak as they're going to speak as little as they possibly can, which yeah. is totally fine with me. And um, uh, I know that uh, uh, most most of the brewers are very very appreciative. Um, uh, John Buford from uh, Arizona Wilderness, who sent a message in, has already contacted me. Yeah, uh, they, they're really um, most folks are are very appreciative. They're pleased of, about uh, exactly. Yeah, and the thing we do in is uh, in return is try to kind of um, uh, give the small brewers the spotlight, uh, and that's appropriate for the bigger brewers and the beers. We try not to. Um, uh, create the hype. I mean, it's um, uh, for things like um, you know, Russian River has a lot of attention, a lot of hype, and that's that's awesome. That's great. But uh, but we're going to list our top hundred beers alphabetically because uh, I see we we we'd rather not kind of in, endorse hype if we don't have to. Okay, we want we want to um, show distinction. We want to we definitely want to uh, to recognize beers of a certain caliber, but we don't want people hunting whales. Yeah. We don't want people hunting that one beer. That's not because the, it's not about the one beer. It's not the I mean it's not the community that we want. I mean we we, we recognize that we're going to get a very diverse community. Uh, but ultimately we'd like our stuff to be moving in a direction that we think is it's just is good for the industry, is good for the consumer, is good for those sorts of things. So, I mean, I guess one good tangible example of of what we've done um, with the list in speci- specifically is is relying more on style percentages, relying more on normaling, normalizing these beers to their respective style category. Admittedly, that's, you know, but just trying to get a better uh, focus on some of these things that aren't imperial stouts, you know, get less focus off these gigantic beers that okay. naturally rate very highly, you know, just mm-hmm. anywhere you put them, they're going to stand out. They're okay. impactful. And so trying to, to, to use the information of the database, such as taking all, looking at all the pale lagers separately, looking at all the pale ales separately, and then looking at, okay, what stand out here? And then, and then you get, you and get promote a better them a signal. Bit. You get a yeah. different signal. You get a different answer by asking the database that kind of question. And you get, okay. frankly, a more, a more interesting and a more respectful answer, I think, sure. as far as we're concerned. Well, I'm well-rounded for that. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. How do breweries in Arizona get that much water to make beer? <laughs> Same way we get it in California, I think, right now. Uh, we are also a desert. There's okay. water in cactus leaves. <laughs> Is that what they do? I want to know they these things. Them. Let's talk about this and crack that thing. But let's, you know, we should mention Zealander here. Um, yeah, so Topley it's in Goliath my glass now. That it- is one of my favorite breweries, um, and they're also making some of my favorite beers right now. So just, um, uh, yeah, you've where's Zealander from? Uh, this is uh, from Toppling Goliath. Oh, I see. And they're from Decorah, Iowa. And Decor's, uh, I hear, is not near anything else. Um, that, uh, it's in yeah. the northeast corner of Iowa, yeah. which is... It's very close to Arizona, I hear. <laughs> Might as well be. Iowa in and of itself but, is far it, away yeah, from everything. This is, uh, yeah, so... This is a great beer. Diesel and onions. Yeah. Yeah. But not, which, by the way, is yeah. a terrible descriptor. Yeah, exactly. yeah. but it does actually make for a good beer. I can't exactly. stand. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's for the two reasons you just mentioned. It's wildly offensive. Each other and mm-hmm. went, they treated a dump bucket. 
So I think we should leave, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it went straight to the dump bucket. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't mean. We, I don't mean to. First. Yeah. We don't mean to to offend. You yeah, should no, be more no, offended no. by the fact that we've actually never even had a dump bucket in the studio before. So if we have one now, you've really brought some shit, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That West this Twelve. One came whatever. Yeah, JP's over there dumping Westy Twelve. I saw Joe look at you like. I will cut the other side of his neck. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm just digging through their IPAs and dumping them out. <laughs> right? Uh, no, I just I couldn't do it. I mean, it's very it's very aggressive, and so I understand why people like it. It's just so unique in that sense. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, uh, but uh, yeah, not for me. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know that I I would want a full pint for the same reason, but I take a sip of it. It's and super it's interesting. It's so unique with those flavors. I go, ah, oh, well, yeah, and, and you know, I, I often say that. Well, you know, IPAs. It's kind of a, a tight spectrum, but that's a, a, a flavor I've never had before. <laughs> Diesel and onion, but Diesel in, but in a, in a in a in a good way, I guess. I mean, there's still there's still varieties out there. No matter how many new, new breweries uh, uh, are producing IPAs, there's there's still a variety out there. Absolutely, Cellar Maker is making some interesting stuff in this. Uh, um, side of the spectrum um, here in San Francisco. So, um, yeah, get people with these uh, late late harvest um, hops that are sucking up uh, sulfur and creating interesting uh, late harvest um, uh, aromatic components. And, sure, uh, it's um, well. The opinion yeah, about this beer from from JP and even that that you like it kind of brings me to the the other topic that uh, I think is popular with a with a beer rating site. <laughs> And that's that's the fact that people are on there saying whatever the hell they want to say about yeah. a beer that they've tried. And I have a couple of opinions about this that I'll, uh, that I, I'll, I'll share with you because I use rating sites like Yelp, like I said. Um, but I'm curious what reaction you get from the professional community, from the brewers, when they go to your site and, and maybe they want to see how their beer's doing and they see some guy just really, or girl, uh, really just go off on, on on their beer about what they didn't like about it and... People can be very opinionated, that's right? right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's the whole thing is is I get the same kind of feedback. Some people are very, very touchy, and um, it's usually the perfectionists that are – that. Uh, well, there's two people that, that, um, that love and hate rate beer. Um, there's the perfectionist who doesn't want to hear anything bad about their near-perfect yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the um, – then there's the vast majority, right? Not everybody is it. We we, uh, gosh, um, the Robert Parker who did uh, who's basically the one guy who did wine ratings, and it was his palate, his nose. It was it was all him. His his personal history that he brought to the table. Okay. It was him who was the voice of, uh, of uh, who assigned ratings for the wine industry and. And people accepted that. Um, so we've kind of uh, crowdsourced it. We've made it democratic. This is like for the people. Yeah. We uh, we put these uh, reviews out. And um, with Robert Parker, over 90% of his reviews were um, what what they'd call marketable. So they were in a score range that, that um, they could buy his tag and put it on a bottle of wine in the marketplace. Ours are based on percentile ratings. So it's we are a lot more um uh we're a lot more selective. So a lot more people hate rate beer because their their beer doesn't get into the marketable range. And that that's unfortunately just kind of where we're at. Um, do you hear you you do say it's it's kind of the rare other side, but do you hear from professional breweries quite a bit about that side? 
I, I don't I don't most, like that this is happening. Most uh most are pretty respectful about it. Um I know some people don't talk to me, but that's totally fine too. Um That's interesting too. Yeah. See, we always think we're the hated guy in the room, but you might be the more hated guy. <laughs> you might be uh, the only other. more hated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Can you please put together an algorithm? <laughs> because I bet once you do once you compare it to other things, we're still more hated. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, in craft beer they're probably hated more, but in home brewing it's you can't get any worse than us. They're more, you should worldwide. speak for yourself because I'm we pretty really sure I'm loved. Oh, oh, that's true. Evo is loved. Justin, you guys do have JP going for you too, so <laughs> which is which not is nice. helping the hate side. <laughs> no, no, it's nice. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hey, hey Joe, if, if you really want to be uh, gets a lot of hate and help and be helpful, and who doesn't? Uh, why don't you give us the the worst breweries in the country? Yeah. Oh yeah, well uh, we have uh, um, yeah. There's a list that we have. I'm not the sure it's actually operative right it's now. The worst beers in the world list. I mean, uh, the, yeah, it's it's uh, it's called Best of Best the of Beasts. Beast. There we go. And um <laughs> and yeah, so we've got this like uh, bottom of the barrel thing, and it's it's pretty interesting. Um, again, it's kind of driven by anti hype, and you See, have published it. It's on the site. Uh, it's, it's, it's on the okay. site. It's not something we roll into our rate beer best because it's not quite. Yeah, the worst is not quite it's the not best. Our, but it's not our um, jam. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but some people are into it, and we see occasional references to it around the internet where people pick it up and push it around. I don't mind that you're not hiding this information. Now, yeah. Tasty, I'm not sure if your if your question was coming from. Well, I want a, a better place. answer. I want like, for instance, what, another question is: What percentage of the beer is not really not that good? Oh, I see. Now ah. I see what you're getting at. Be- uh, about, and, about what? You well, because Tasty, well, and I think he's right, Tasty has like been vocal beer- about saying in in the blog world, in the beer review world, and yeah. you know what? In some ways, we're guilty of it here on the BN. Uh, every beer you review, review is a good beer. In other words, we don't bother publishing bad beers, and most uh-huh. most blogs don't bother publishing. I right. tried this beer. It actually was terrible. There was all these things wrong with it. So what they do is they just they don't publish it. And they instead publish all the good ones. So if I'm if I'm following you, I think Tasty's ask actually asking you guys are actually getting people publishing their reviews as this beer's terrible. Absolutely. Yes. So this is this is an awesome thing. Uh, this is one of the things I love about rate rate beer. I just kind of tone that down a little it's bit. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, the. Uh, um, uh, so Scientific American reviewed what we were doing and kind of you mentioned Yelp a few times. Yep. What we indu- uh, encourage people to do is rate uh, rate everything uh, because it goes with your talent. It gives you more credibility. So, I so you want to rate everything and uh, not just the good stuff. And uh, that ends up uh, improving the overall quality of our data. So you really are rewarding people for being honest about bad beers they've had. Absolutely. And I want, uh, for me, it, it originated in just the idea that by tasting everything, you could better identify flaws. You know good from bad. You you have a language for for flaws, uh, which is excellent. And, uh, I mean, this is something that I learned from homebrewing books, right? Um, so you, you want to get all that out there. You want everybody to run through the numbers. And uh, I'm real thankful that uh, that uh, Scientific American, like, recognized that and said, Rate Beer is better than Yelp. Yeah. better than Amazon. Because they're actually ranking these things. The, the, the people, the reviewers themselves are being ranked. Exactly. Yeah. And you have people that have thousands of reviews just for themselves. You don't usually get that in stuff like Yelp or Amazon as much. I mean, we have... Right. I don't even know how many... Well, I, so the only John reason I've... John is 30,000. Yeah, we have... Uh, we have I've, yeah, he's like 34,000. 217 with over 4,000 reviews. Oh, is that right? Yes. People just going for it. 
We have our that, highest is thirty two thousand. I've only brought up Yelp for for a couple of reasons. One of them I already stated. It's because I use it all the time, and it's because I think there's value in in uh, crowdsourcing reviews of of places. But the common argument I get from people who don't like Yelp and who don't like the the way Yelp works is they say, well, any bad any bad comment that just came out of the blue, somebody had a bad night, and it really it either hurts the business or it's completely inaccurate. Right. My only rebuttal is that I've learned how to use Yelp in the sense that I read between those lines. If somebody comes out of the blue, Tasty, for example, and just goes, if every review is fantastic, and somebody says, I went to this restaurant and I waited too long and the server was rude and they charged me an 18% gratuity and I didn't know about it, yet everything else is stellar, I know to ignore that review. I know that somebody had a bad night. I know that somebody's right. expectations were higher than they should have been. Right. You're going one step further, actually, by ranking the people doing the reviewing. Right. So I get to see, I don't really get to see this on Yelp, you see it a little bit, but I get to see this guy who made the bad review has reviewed 3,000 beers. <laughs> right. And right, for that, right. and, and he also has vocabulary. He doesn't just walk in and say, oh, you know what was wrong with that beer? It sucked. Like he, he uses uh, a BJCP vocabulary exactly. or whatever might be the case. Exactly. So I, I guess what I'm saying is you're even going a step above me having to do my own filtering of the Yelp rever- reviewers. You're doing it for me on Rate Beer. I, we're, we're, I have an answer for uh, Tasty if you'd like it. If you'd like oh, an yeah, answer sure. for how many beers suck, yeah, how I many? can give you at least something to work with. I just Ten it up. billion. Yeah, how Ten many billion. of all of them Ten suck? Billion. Well, okay, well, here's, here's <laughs> our average. metric. So I, I'd say like around on Rate Beer, if you're under a three, you're kind of crappy. It's not a very, you know, under three is, is getting into not particularly good beer. If you got need at least a three to be something that I want even. Taste. I don't, you, you have to give me some reference. What so is we're it? on a, a three five point five. scale, 0. Okay. 0.5 to five. If you're not, if you're under a three, I mean, you can have some good pay loggers and other you stuff. Definitely but it's just, need to taste this. I do. Oh, also, it. Justin, um, uh, four point. Three is about where everything tops out. Yeah. Okay. So it's usually that three to four point three scale that, that most of anything decent. I mean, you get some good pale loggers that only get up to like three point three and stuff. But in general, if, if you're under a three, you're under a three. You're so in can you get us close to let's say if ten beers are reviewed, how many of them are shit? Uh, four point six. Four point six out of ten beers tend to be. I was just be... looking at where it was that three. And I see forty six percent out. So the, oh, I about forty six percent of our beers are under three. Nice. Well, there you go, Tasty. Very nice. So I, I, that might that makes sense. To me. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I see in the field. Yeah. It's okay. Almost little, half. Yeah. Almost half. Almost yeah. half. Almost Let's half of all this. beer in America sucks my <laughs> dick. <laughs> and, <laughs> but the, the thing is, and the reason Tasty asked this question, and I know JP will agree, yeah. that's indicative of our field research. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. why. However, it's not it's not in the blogs, it's not in the newspaper, it's really not even on this show very often because it's not our place to highlight shit beer. Well, not even that. It doesn't do any good. It doesn't do right. anybody any good. All it does yeah, yeah. Right, is it just right. it calls well, out the, the different brewers and, yeah. and says, well, you can't make a good this, that, or the other thing. So we but just think, leave it out instead. Yeah, but yeah. I think like Ken said, there's bottle variation That's in everything. There's batch variation in, in everything. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, then it's unfair if we're calling people out based on this one beer from these reviews. Or you know maybe this one batch got highlighted and was something sure. was wrong. And so it's safer. It, it's just it's safer. Also, yeah. to add on what JP's saying, as someone that writes a blog, you know, regularly, I don't want to write about bad beer because I don't want my readers to say, "Hey, remember that that guy told me about that beer that sucked." Mm-hmm. Conversations over. And that guy is that told me that guy told me about that beer that's good and that beer that's good. This guy has guided me through the good beer that's out in the market. That's a reader that's going to respect my opinion and going to keep coming back and going to tell their friends. 
If I tell him a beer sucks, they're like, yep, he's right. That beer did suck. Way to go. I'm not going to read that site anymore. I'm not going to well, trust exactly. that, re- that writer necessarily. And and that's some of the response we've gotten right. from some other good blogs, too. Uh, go ahead, Tasty. Well, so, so why do I get to know what the, about this 46% of the beers that aren't that good? Why don't we let everybody else know? Why don't we, you guys know? Uh, is it really that surprising that 46% of beers no, are below average? It's surprising to me, but I think it's <laughs> I mean, surprising... That- to, the, to most beer drinkers, yes. Yeah. I'm going to totally interrupt you and make you try this yeah. beer that's yeah. going yeah, on right now. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, so, we, how much is, you get that bottle for, by the way? It's the, uh, yeah, exactly. It's uh, the opposite of, of bad beer in the marketplace. Sorry, this is, oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, people are gushing right now over uh, this uh, just like this bottle <laughs> from uh, all over yeah, me. yeah uh, it's from Side Project. So Corey King does this. He does perennial in St. Louis, and that's a that's a small brewer, but uh, uh, larger than his side project that he does on the side. Um, um, he does a very limited release stuff. Um, he likes saison. And, this um, one is listed as saison, but it's also it's beef. A, try this; yeah. it's a hundred percent bread. Is it a bread? Okay. Yeah. And taste. I'll tell you, it tastes like a a, a, a wit beer, but you squeeze a bunch of lemon in, but not as gross as it sounds because of the bread. <laughs> because it's yeah, exactly because the, the bread tartness. rides that middle line. It's yeah. it's very very good. That's an Great amazing beer. pineapple. Yeah, I love this. Beer. Corey King yeah. is a really amazing. Um, this is one of these uh, beers um, that is flying a Ooh. little bit below the radar because of its limited supply. So um, yeah, you just fucked it up again, Joe. I now there's going to be a line. Uh, yeah. Oh, this fights. No, no, he's I'm booking he's, my ticket. He's doing uh, yeah, all his best to increase his supply. But uh, this is a great. Beer. Where is he out of again, Joe? Did you miss St. Louis? St. Louis. All right. Right, uh, right. Code will be needing some bottles of these. Yeah, right. for sure. Code, yeah, right. 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 Go right now. So let me go back to Tasty real quick because I think he's making a, a valid point. Tasty, let me ask you this because I I think Mario did answer the question from his perspective that if he were to just report on the bad beers, no one's coming back to his site. So, Probably so he'll stop getting free beer from the producers. Well, <laughs> it makes me pose the question to you, Tasty, and, and I mean it genuinely. Oh. I, I want a real answer. If there is a site that lists the 46% of bad beers that they try and actually writes about them, Are you gonna? do you go back and read that site over and over? Like, would you? He'd only exist for like a day. And somebody come and bomb him. Uh, some brewery that doesn't make good beer that, he, that he's dissing. We'll just come and like kill People, him. But would you want that site? Would you read that site on a daily it, sure. basis? Absolutely. You want that information. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting at. a guy that knows his, sh- his shit about beer yeah. and, can, and, and, and would re- taste these beers yeah. and give an honest opinion? Hell yeah, I'd read it. Tasty, I, I just watched I don't these disagree. two guys dump out a beer, though, that others at the table thought was great. So just because someone else doesn't like it doesn't mean that person is no, no, right. No, no, that's true. But it also doesn't mean you're right when you do like it and you do report on it, yeah, Mario. So, right. so I think the point is valid. And i got to admit, Tasty, if I could find some credibility within this mythical blogger where I actually respected his opinion, I, I found a way to uh, read through the information. and, and ha- I think I'd read it, too. I don't well, I think the- he would exist very long. But I think I'd read it. I'd want to know about the forty-six percent of beers he spent his money on that were shit. I think he would exist. But, 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 but oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, but a lot of beer bloggers get beer sent to them. 
Because because you you know if you're spending Which your money, would stop. you're only yes exactly. <laughs> right. That's my point. It would oh, stop. Yeah. So you're right. Only he get would good reviews. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't exist for long because he wouldn't be getting a lot of beers out of his marketplace, and then he wouldn't have to search for it, and then he wouldn't last very long because so he'd have to be self sufficient. He would have to be self sufficient to buy the beer, but he wouldn't last very long because that's a lot of work for a little payout. I mean, you know how little money a blog makes. Unless you know? there were enough of me and Tasty willing to read it that, that his traffic went up, oh, yeah, he were able sure. to do this or that, and we actually were like, if you want to go to the place where at least... Now, his opinion is not everybody's opinion, right, but right. if you wanted to go to the place where no matter what, he's going to give you his honest opinion on the beer, uh, you go here, he might just get enough traffic to well, make it. Now, Tasty or she. Said, or go ahead, Tasty. If, if I was the, a brewery in the or 46th she. percentile, right? If I was one of those at 46 and below, yeah. I'd want to know it. Yeah. I don't well, care if I, I wouldn't like the information. But if, if you're at 45 percentile and, you're, and your sales are going strong and you're doing fine, do you give a fuck? In the long term, I do, because when the consolidation comes, that's when it's going to matter. <laughs> when the, when now, the now, to respond to what TC right said about stupid. wanting to know, I when I get sent samples, as a blogger, I, do, I get a shitload of beer sent to my house. Yeah. I, I'll admit it. I really don't pay for a lot of beer. I'll admit um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. If, when breweries send me beer, and if it I sucks, I send them an email. I tell them, oh, wow. I don't like well, this beer. Very you nice. sent it to me, you wanted my review. I don't tell you, I, I'm going to tell them that. I don't like it. The same way that, you know, though, we're respectful of each other. If I'm like, hey, man, you need to take a shower, I'm not going to stand up on the, <laughs> tell someone, you know, go take a shower right now because you stink. Right. I'm going to tell them, hey, you Tactfully, might want to, you know, yeah. here's some axe, yeah. you know, maybe you go hit that up in the bathroom or something. Justin, I think he means you, don't you smell bad. Oh, right. no, I got that. He's yeah. You got that? Okay. Well, I, I was looking at you. JP. Oh, I got that, but he was being like super nice, so I'm not offended, like, because he did it like a blogger. Well, that, that's the only reason he came on the show, <laughs> that, is to just specifically tell you that you stink. <laughs> yeah. It's Ken, a long but, way to run to tell you that you stink. are you going to take his advice? No. Okay. Well, no, because he did it like a blogger. Everyone's happy in blog in blogland. My my way works better. (laughs) Ken, of the forty six percent of the of the the beers that are bad, what percentage of them want to hear honest feedback? (laughs) Do you have that statistic for me? Uh, (laughs) Zero point. Because I can't can't pull that. Orlando says no. No, they feel like they're getting that. They have a cadre of people that come by for their pint nights and their tap room tastings, and they'll stand in line for their beers. So they're getting, they're getting some sort of some validation. Yeah, yeah. The sales, they're, not, they're getting it yeah. from a bunch of people that don't really know. Yeah, and, right. And, and I'll say it this way: I mean, I, I personally, like, I know when we were doing the book. I mean, one of the things that we worked very hard to do was be conscious of the fact that you have locals who go there on different terms than we do. They go there for the community. They go there right. for other stuff. They go there for just so many other other different things. Which is, I mean, part of the reason that we don't rail on these guys in the first place but it is but you do want them to get better i wish we could no. i wish we could have a more open it, dialogue with brewers that is like you guys are you guys are screwing this up we try to give them that yeah. I mean, we try to give local brewers that feedback i know i know joe does i know i do yeah if they're screwing up we tell them sure in the nicest way that's not going to get us punched you know it's not, you're not trying to be malicious so you're trying no, to be I, we're trying to be nice we're actually I mean, respectful yeah. of, of craft beer yeah you want what if that was want, instead of 46 percent it was like 10 percent Right. This thing, how right, lucky right. we'd all be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but then you'd complain about the other 36% that they were still in the four, lower 46%. We would just, I would just smile at them, but I would know. Would it be so much good beer? Oh well, God. but then all, but then that 36% or whatever the math is, 
um, then they would elevate their game. But no okay. one's really pushing the envelope. So then you have more beer that tastes exactly the same as everybody else. Then you're going to have less craft breweries, and then it's just it's all going to go to shit. So I'd rather have that large yeah. stratification of shit beer. I'd rather have that because it makes the good beer stand out. Yeah, it, but there, then there's there's always going to be a lower forty six percent. Always, it, it, even if everything's better. Yeah, but if being in the forty six percent means your beer is good, I mean, what does it matter? What, what Scott I, was saying is what I'm I kind of said. Beer when, that's actually flawed. Of course, forty percent is not fermented. Is this, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, well, okay. Yeah. No, these are beer, these, I, this I think, is, I think Portland's this is an like, anomaly. The best. Tasty has a Tasty has a good point. Yeah. He's talking flaws versus just not. Stellar not recipes. Yeah, whatever. That's yeah. very different. Oh, Actually, sorry, something yeah. wrong are. with the beer. Yeah. 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 What, what's your experience? When yeah. you taste the beer of this 46% that you find, what do you find? That there's that, actually something wrong. Something and wrong I, with I, it. I yeah. would guess, you can correct me if I'm wrong, the, the 46% you're talking about, they're not just saying, oh, the recipe was bland and unremarkable. They're well, saying there was something wrong with gonna, the beer. It's going to vary quite a bit. Oh. I mean, everybody's going to have their own scale, but I know for me, I just think in general, if, you're, if you don't give it above a three, you don't like it. I mean, right. that's just generally true, I think, of most of our users. It's always going to be, you know, it's going to be like 90% well, of those people People don't complain like it, that the but, Danish rulers, uh, <laughs> the Danish reviewers are, are especially harsh. Yeah, I mean, oh, I just, is that right? I, I think people work on very Fucking different scales. Days. What do they know about beer? <laughs> we have a lot of listeners <laughs> they don't there. Style their own. Assholes. Yeah. Right now, the number one beer that's you know hot on the rate beer list is buttered popcorn pale ale. You know, so <laughs> right. They love it. It goes well with a cheese Danish. <laughs> wow. What? Uh, Justin, I'll speak for myself. Yeah. If I if it's under a three for me, it's going to have a flower. It's going to just taste like stuff I don't want to taste again. Okay. For me personally. Do you review on the site? Yes. If it's under a three, do you put in the review the the flaws you're tasting? Oh, yeah, yeah. I put in everything. You do. Um, yeah, that's that's what, yeah. See, I had a what? preconceived notion about you guys based on listening to professional brewers all these years, and <laughs> and they, it's not a lot of them. I'm going to be honest, but anyone who would comment, oh, I don't like those uh, those raid sites. They're bullshit. They're this and that. We're into forty six percent. I don't think you guys are. I really don't think you guys are bullshit. I think you guys are legit. I think you're actually compiling some uh, important information and and in a way that makes sense. What are the lowest scores you guys have given? Don't say the name of the beer, but what's the lowest score you've ever given a beer? Well, Chapeau Christmas Goose. Tasted like pickles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 0. Oh 0.6 or something? 0. 0.9? Don't That's say the name of the beer. Oh, 0. Right, that 0.9. That one's, I've been waiting for that. Uh, I, I did say don't Joe's like, you don't got to say the name. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Ken's I've been like waiting Warren. for that. Yeah. Ken's like, Warren, pitch me this softball. I, I, mean, I wrote this fucking joke two years ago. I need to use it. <laughs> there was this, uh, I remember a Swedish porter that tasted exactly like uh, a urinal cake smell. Wow! <laughs> it was like a hundred percent urinal cake, as if they they, they like uh, dry hopped with the urinal cake. We got an email what, about what that earlier. The guy was going to drink amazing. his whole batch that tasted like urinal cake, essentially. Wow! Yeah. God. That's how rotating do do six smells to me. I don't understand it. Really? No, I'm wow. just kidding. <laughs> See, that's the type of review that brewers complain about. It go, it yeah. go, it's willy-nilly. Someone goes on the site. I'm, I'm using this as an example. As someone goes on the site and goes, uh, there's no credibility to the reviewer. They go on the site and they go, I had row two Hill 56 today, and it tastes like a urinal cake. Period. Right. But there's no frame of reference. I don't know if they've reviewed other beers. Uh, they're not giving me the actual flaws in the beer. They just make a statement like that, right. and I think that's what brewers get annoyed about. Well, there's think- there's there's a couple things happening here. One is is that um, what I've learned to do, 
and uh, Ken and I, we re- uh, I totally respect his reviews. At the same time, I know that we have very different um, just uh, ways of smelling. We have yeah. different sensitivities to different compounds, and I respect that. I also know that, like along the human spectrum, there are like outliers, people who will sense things in very unique ways. So that if you get a hundred reviews and somebody says, "Oh, it's a urinal cake," or "Gosh, this this just smells like uh, like uh, like um, like spent fireworks," that is totally. It's just indicative of different yeah. sensitivities. Sure, yeah. and, um, the humans, the variation in um, in human sensitivity to um, large classes of phenols yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is is three orders of magnitude. So um, you know you, you're that's a huge, huge yeah. range. Yeah, um, absolutely. And we've, and we've been seeing sort of similar reaction because you know, Justin was mentioning the the issue with the the sort of you know you see this with New Zealand hops that was a Nelson Sauvin beer that he didn't care for yeah um, you I've seen that and we see that with the reviews you have these vastly polarizing beers uh, heavily phenolic beers are a big one just because of the way that yes. people have vastly differences in, in in perception and we see that with these like dank New Zealand hops these crazy ass sort of weird you know so diesel bad. all kinds of stuff <laughs> sure. all of these different ones and it's another thing that's deeply deeply polarizing and you sort of only get a good sense of it some people just can't stand these beers and it's yeah. just just how it is you know? yeah. So, I think we're all that way. It's not just people using rate beer. We do it on this show, too. You know, uh, JP does it when he tastes a beer. I used to do it with Simcoe beers before they got better. Yeah. Uh, the same thing. Yeah. One thing we want to do with that is, um, and I'm starting work with with a couple of different research groups now, is just um, clustering. So it's a, it's like, okay, you folks over here have this kind of sensitivity, and we can tell that based on your reviews, right? That's amazing. Yeah, and then you folks over there have a different kind of sensitivity too, and we, like like we clustering that too. by geographic areas and all that kind of we stuff. We can cluster by geographic areas, but I think it's more important to cluster by um, oh, uh, you have a sensitivity to phenols or diacetyl or, or diacetyl. Yeah. See, Absolutely, I, I would love the I would love the graph for for geological for home brewing for entering competition geographical. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be, wouldn't that be rad? Like you know, could you imagine if you got the graph? Uh, of of the region for 2014 uh, before you you registered it for NHC. Oh, I and see. So you can pick your entry level. So JP is going to brew a sweeter IPA for the because East of the judges. Yeah. And, then, and then I can yeah. choose my. And then I can choose my. <laughs> <laughs> I can victims. choose my entry point. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? I do. In fact, it's not cheating. It's the American way. There you That's go. what we call it. it's yeah. using information to our advantage. Ask the NSA. When JP is choosing his entry point, it's. Generally, a bad thing, though. Uh, yes, gener- <laughs> generally speaking, yes. Well, it takes four ounces of spray lube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, every time. Do you guys have any trolls? Are there any people like Amazon book reviewers that they just go oh, around giving one star? God. Yeah, we yeah, have stories. Lovely. Yeah. We mean really aside funny. from Mario. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. He's Gosh, not I mean literally. They were like Mario. He's a tool, yeah. not exactly. A troll. Real oh. trolls. <laughs> they- uh, We've got some people that, uh, that, that, yeah, we're a little bit difficult. It all, st- trolling, really, um, a, a very well-known brewer, uh, from Michigan <laughs> set the bar very, very high, um, pretty early in, uh, Rate Beer's, uh, gro- uh, 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 history, um, my son I'm, was I'm not going to say this. Wait, yeah, exactly. at, as a troll or as a good as a brewer? Troll. Oh, okay. So, like, um, so, yeah, my son's born... Um, stayed up like uh, uh, one night with delivery, another night because he's crying and trying to nurse and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, the third night, it's pretty darn late. The phone rings. 
I don't answer it. Phone keeps on ringing. Uh, I kind of pick the phone off the hook, put it down. They call back. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I uh, do the same thing. They call back again. It's not this, the Contra Costa Times. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's three. It's like 4 a.m. Okay. Uh, I finally answer the phone. It's a very well-known brewer. And he's completely pissed off. Uh, and he'd sent me an email, and I was like, okay, L, um, uh, <laughs> LB, uh, I will get back to this and, like, uh, and make those corrections. And, uh, and, uh, are we so, drinking Expedition what, Stout what, right now? <laughs> we are. I just want to know what was in my glass. That's all. Exactly. Just asking what was in yeah, my glass. Exactly. So great um, beer. So yeah. Um, so I'm a little bit pissed off, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, frankly, he, I'm insane. Right? He's I, I, talking uh, about a review on your site made about one of his beers. He's actually talking about something a little bit more technical. Oh. And it's uh, uh, what I thought was just really, really small. It's okay. just uh, kind of the names of the beers and apostrophes and whatnot. Oh, you're kidding! It- and uh, <laughs> and he decided to call back several times over this, and uh, and like uh, yeah, so wow, yeah, we got into a shouting match at like four thirty a.m. and it lasted about <laughs> a half hour, and it was like, wow, you just trolled me harder than anybody I hope ever trolls me in my entire <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, he actually it's like, got you to respond he got me on the yeah. phone tortured me beforehand like uh, and i'm in like sleep deprivation so it was pretty darn awesome wow we <laughs> kissed and made up after this but uh oh, good yeah but uh but pretty darn amazing if you ever get that again and it's over grammar and such it's and and his name is scott moskowitz <laughs> you, can, you can feel free to tell him to fuck off it's Will. themselves not themselves exactly. <laughs> we'll get you his number so you can you're not you are. <laughs> yeah, see, just block it now yeah. i'll just keep calling back yeah. Yeah. Uh, you use the Oxford comma, and it's really not needed here. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we're running out of time, which means two things to me. For one, it means we have to have you guys back. I'm loving this conversation, oh. and I really enjoy... Uh, I, I feel strange that I've never used your site and, and didn't realize what a world there is in how you guys are compiling this information. My I really like it. Either. She has no idea. Also. <laughs> it's okay, Justin. He hadn't so, listened to the show before today. Either. Perfect. Perfect. So I want you guys back, for one. That means number one. But the other thing it means is, is there anything of these lists that we want to get out on the show here today before we wrap up the segment? And by the way, you guys can hang hang around for the show as long as you want. we got a couple other things nice. to do. Meltdown. But I am looking at a few things. I have other uh, lists in front of me. Um, I assume all of them have been released. I like that you're doing world's best places for beer by sub-region. So, so JP, you even get to look in and go, all right, Alaska, I'll be there next week. Not you. Of no, of course, the royal you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can start, so you've got uh, world's best places for beer. Let's see, where's California? Here we are. What's the sub-region of California? California. Uh, oh, okay. You're right. We did break it up into northern and southern last year, but uh, oh, but look, yes. and there's also four categories that I. So here we go. World's best places for beer by subregion: California, and then there are categories. So brew pub category. Who do you think's on it? Russian River. There you go. Yeah. Uh, restaurant. Blue Palms Brewhouse. Yeah. Wow. It's so good. It's good. L.A., right? Yeah. L.A., yeah. I, I've never been there, but I, I've heard of that one as, as a great spot. Yeah, I went there a few months ago, and uh, Firestone Walker, was. they uh, released a sour DBA keg. David Walker walked right in. They had a great list. Good nice. Spot. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brewer Taproom. 
I guess brewery tap room. Uh, Port Brewing Lost Abbey. It's a good one on the list for California. Bottle it's shop. It's a terrible tap room, though. Have you been there? Uh, no, never no, been. It's boring. Is it's it? It's just in the brewery. But it probably has great beer on top. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's on there. Uh, bottle shop. Now, this one's interesting. Uh, El Cerrito Market and Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's a pack of Swish and this, uh, you know, beatification. (laughs) If I'm not mistaken, there's an El Cerrito in Northern California and an El Cerrito in Southern California. This must be Southern California. Oh, is it the same guy? I think it's it's Jazz No, no, I mean the city of El Cerrito. I'm saying this. (laughs) El Cerrito is a guy. I don't think there's a great. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, he means owner. I'm sure. The owner of both places. I don't think that there's a great bottle shop in El Cerrito, Northern California. Is there? I'm pretty certain it's SoCal because I looked it up. SoCal. Okay. Uh, yeah. It is. It is L.A. Does anyone remember JV Liquors in Berkeley, El Cerrito? Uh, that was a great place to buy beer in the late nineties. Was it good? <laughs> I don't long, remember. Long gone, just like Raleigh. Mario, I was really stoned in the late 90s, and as Tasty could attest, I don't remember anything. <laughs> but I'm better Justin now. Justin shopped there every day. <laughs> okay, grocery store in California, Olive Tree Marketplace. Where's that, Ken? You know? Not sure. It's SoCal. It's not Northern. I looked for everything that was in Northern California, and if I don't recognize it. Okay. He wrote the book on Northern California, so he kind of knows. It's a little out of date, but it's still good. Yeah, I don't think it's SoCal. Okay, bar. Now, this one I'm surprised to see here, not because of the quality, but because it's it's brand spanking new. McKellar, San Francisco. The McKellar Beer Bar, San Francisco, uh, is now in the world's best places for beer by sub-region California. Yeah, is, is so I can't it. even oh, imagine that. Oh, I focused on Belgian to me to be a good, great beer, uh, good beer. Bar. See, I'm totally by. I've only been there twice, but both times I could get a Cantillon and a Firestone. Best beer bar on the planet. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's for me. By the way, Cantillon was on tap at Ole in Walnut Creek no as of uh, no TV. Was it last night? Saturday night. You're a TV mm-hmm. guy, Tasty. <laughs> no, I just. That's where the chicks go. <laughs> I love why? it. Herself on I don't understand no, that. It's just a better bar. Is it really? Yeah. Because of boobs. Interesting. TV, no sound, loud music. That's why they call it a boob tube. Anybody want to know the best places to go in Kansas? Oh, I would love that, please. I'm going to Kansas never, so. I'll skip it, JP. But, uh, Justin, you mentioned that you're a big Yelper. Or yes. at least you use Yelp as a resource. Yeah, I don't Rape review beer, a lot, but I use it. Yes. Rape Your Places is really similar. Whenever I have friends that ask me, hey, I'm going to name some random city in the country. Kansas. I said, Just go to... No. Yeah, I said city. You've got a places. <laughs> no, but there's Same a Rape Your Places uh, oh, tab. You fantastic. can go there. It's listed by state, and then by metro, you can even fine-tune it down to the city. Okay. Just it's a great way to... You can have it do a Google Maps layover. Yeah. It, it makes it, it really easy to find the places you're looking for. Love and it. In the Rate Beer Places app, you, it, there's a button that just says Beer Me. So you get off the plane, you hit Beer Me, and then it uh, looks at your location, scans the local area, gives you the uh, a picture of like what's highest rated yeah. right around you. And this is wow. this is anywhere. I got a, I have a friend who's in New Zealand who just emailed me yesterday, and he's like, hey, what should I drink? And I sent him two big-ass lists from Rate Beer, and he's, oh, got, yeah. he's got more than he needs. You so should work with Uber on that shit. That'd be great. Can you get imagine? Get off to the it plane, also. just go right through oh, Uber. Hit the button, get a, get a $10 idea. discount. That was my idea this weekend when we were drinking. I know, I stole that <laughs> shit from your brain, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, dump, I dumped 
Dumbledore that shit. The radiation <laughs> did that to JP. He can now see inside my, of you. My brain works in the I same way it. as JP's. I'm fucking terrified. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucked is what he is. I'm a huge Uber fan. That yeah. would be a great partnership. Yeah, I hit the be beer cool. me button and I get a little $5 discount coupon to Uber. Oh my God. Done. Yeah, I get a little 10% kickback each time because I thought it's of it. Down. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently Mario thought of it. You've been laid up. That's a lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You thought of it, but you were in surgery, so I still listen. <laughs> well, as usual, I am way behind the curve. Uh, uh, rate beer. You guys are kicking ass with a lot of good information over there. So, Thank you. Uh, I re- I've really appreciated this. This has been a ton of fun. What list comes out tomorrow that people are going to see in the best of the rate beer best? Oh, my God. It's something I'm actually going to work on when I get home. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, what's, what's happening uh, right now is the admins <laughs> around the world are combing through everything to be sure, like, no beer is retired that's on that list. Okay. Or a beer is miscategorized. And... Um, and uh, it is the best beers by category. So we're breaking everything into style categories. So they're kind of meta categories. You, you get all those uh, strong European lagers together. Yeah. Uh, all the kind of hoppy American style stuff together. Okay. And you uh, you put out these giant lists. Excellent. Cool. And what will that be like the top 100 of each uh, category? Top 15. Well, so top 15. Okay. Yeah. Gold, silver, and bronze in uh, in in each uh, Uber category. Excellent. I love it. Guys, we got to have you back. It would be my pleasure. I think we yeah. need to do some awesome. more BN rate beer stuff. That's going to be good. Yeah. We're down. I had no idea that we fit together. I had no idea either. <laughs> like, Joe's an asshole. You're an asshole. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, Mario's a schmuck and Scott's a schmuck. I agree with that. Ken's really awesome and okay. I'm really awesome. Well. <laughs> you guys see how this is working? It's all sounds no. right to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, you're doing good work over there. You're doing God's Thank work, you. I think. The beer god guy. Knuck, fuck, chuck, luck. I don't know if you ever heard of him. I think that's what it is. But he's, uh, he's yeah. an Egyptian god of beer. No, he's actually Slovak. <laughs> he's from yeah, Slovenia. He's Slovenia. Yeah. And, yeah, I brought it back exactly. around to the first part of the... You're yeah, doing his good. work. Big Maybe circle. we can bring you guys to Slovenia to get more admins. <laughs> that's exactly what we need. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, they'll do IT calls. They're just as qualified as our admins. Right now, it's Code, who's highly qualified, and that guy, JP. Me? I'm not an admin. You are. Am I? <laughs> See, that's how good our admins are. That's why Code writes to me every week. Nobody's doing anything. Was I supposed to be doing stuff? <laughs> Shit. All right, let's take a break. Guys, please hang out. If, you, if you'd like awesome. to, you're welcome to do so. we got a couple things left to do here. we got some beer news uh, to do. We've also got a brand new game, Beer or Not Beer, that we're going to play. The game next or beer news? I think we're doing beer news next. Then we'll do the game. We'll be back. It's the session. Hang in there. You're listening to the Brewcasters, the Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin Homebrew 
Kitchen.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomebrew.com. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five star treatment today when you hear blickman engineering think innovation passion quality and customer service blickman gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment at blickman they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun like the intuitive beer gun a completely different approach to filling bottles the therminator wart chiller a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow performance and the high groundwater temps home brewers face every day the brewmometer a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial the auto sparge ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry and much more like the modular top tier brewing stand conical fermenters and their boiler maker brew pots with more cutting edge equipment coming soon keep up with the latest from blickman at blickmanengineering.com and stay on the cutting edge When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones, no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. 
Brewers. Anyone can resell homebrew equipment and recipe clone kits. Get original at Adventures in Homebrewing. Adventures in Homebrewing has the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipe kits that you'll love. Home of the Serial Killer Grain Mill, 220,000 BTU propane burners, custom stainless steel false bottoms, as well as custom built brew stands and systems. These are just some of the items Adventures in Homebrewing designs and manufactures in-house. And the brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing keep designing too. Original extract and all-grain recipe kits that are tried and tested and proven to be of the best quality. Most popular are the Blueberry Tangerine Porter, the Nor'easter Cranberry Fest, and the Peanut Butter Conspiracy Stout. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing's original recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And don't forget to use the coupon code BIG10 when you place your order to save 10%. That's coupon code BIG10. B-I-G-T-E-N. Visit Adventures in Homebrewing at homebrewing.org right now and get original today. Homebrewing.org. Join the adventure. Mix me your 100 grain amber recipe and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. It's 888-401-BEER. This is The Session. Yeah, we're having a good time in the studio. Some wonderful beer shared with us by the folks at Rate Beer. They brought us some really good beers. Mario, on his way out, was pointing out to me how difficult it is, the pressure of being Rate Beer and bringing beer to an event. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because they're listing the best beers on earth. They cannot bring a shit. Well, you saw his reaction when JP and I <laughs> dared to dump out some petroleum on PA. <laughs> yeah, they, they got, yeah. <laughs> his neck extended about two feet from of his body. But they did bring us some really amazing beer. The Westy yeah. 12, the Saison from... Oh, uh, rather. Side Project. Side Project, yeah. Oh, Lord. Somebody's side project. So they did do well. But but Barrio, I, I yeah. when he said it to me, I thought, shit, you're right. I don't envy you. Everywhere you guys go for a rate beer event, yeah. you can't just... You can't just bring what you found at the local whatever. We got a 12-pack of this uh, Black Mild from Newcastle. Yeah. What was this rated? Didn't you check? You know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Before I move on, because we do have a few other things to do, but I still have Ken Weaver here uh, working with the Rate Beer guys, uh, definitely working on the numbers side. I had a, a question come in from our chat room. Sure, sure. And the question was about uh, West Fletter and 12. Uh, the guy says, uh, on the Rate Beer site, Westy 12 has an overall rating of 100. Uh, but a weighted average of 4.45 out of 5. So how does that happen is the question. So both. So we have two types of scores on our... Well, we have we have the sort of core score. Every beer, when you rate it, you rate it between a 0.5 and a 5. That's just sort of how all the things add up. Okay. So worst is 0.5, biggest is 5. Um, but the sort of percentile numbers, the numbers that you see from 1 to... Or I think from 0 to 100, um, on any beer page that you go to, you see an overall number from 0 to 100, and you see an overall uh, style percentage from 0 to 100. And then you also have the real number, which is that number between 0.5 and 5. Okay. This gets very confusing. But we take whatever that number between 0.5 and 5 is. Um, In this case, for Westy, it's 4.4, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, But out of... And then we translate to that into a percentile, sort of what it looks like relative to everything else out there. So if 
Westie only has a 4.4, but nothing's higher than that, then it's in the 100th percentile, or it's in that top 1% of all beers. It's a curve. Yeah, and so we just normalize it to that. And we do the same thing for the style percentages, wherein instead of, so the the, the overall one is against everything, and yeah. the style percentages is just in the, I think, 80-some style categories that we have, and we renormalize it against that. So you can end up getting, um, pale lagers are probably the most obvious example where that's useful, where, I mean, your 100% pale lagers like a, 80 or something overall just because that's how they rate so, I see. so you get to pull a lot of stuff out but that's why that's why that number looks that way okay so well i'll have you know i never would have graduated college if it weren't for the old curve so uh i commend you on <laughs> it your, comes in handy yeah absolutely normalizing these things <laughs> thank you guys i think i'm gonna have to walk home if i don't <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for hanging out with us uh thanks also uh to joe tucker uh who's running rate beer over there now a uh, good guy and of course mario rubio uh hanging out with us and, and doing the same bringing us beer and, and talking thanks mario oh you're welcome and real quick just so we can put it in terms you understand pale 31 uh 93 percentile overall. Oh. Pale ales rate a little lower than uh, your barley wines, imperial stouts and such. 95 by style. So gives you a sense of it's top. I, it's the top of the know, pale ale. It, even though it's top, at a. You know, yeah. one, top 20 pale ale kind of a range. Got it. And top 10 overall. Excellent. That does help me understand. Although yeah. when he prefaced that with so terms so you understand, I thought he was going to go, so two plus two. <laughs> yeah. Because he's heard the show before. He knows how that goes. And yeah. then you get four. Here's how you can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I get it. Why didn't Ken say so? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, go to ratebeer.com. Check it out right now. I like those guys, and I like the site. I like what they're doing over there. I will agree with you. I may actually start using that damn thing. I really am a ratings and reviews guy, so... Um, I don't. I really don't understand why I've I've, I've held off this long. That's great. Just as uh, Mario was leaving, he said that uh, he might start listening to the session. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one do you think will happen first? His I mean, might was bigger. I'm being pretty serious. Like I I do a lot of Amazon shopping. I don't buy anything without reading a shitload of reviews. I don't go to any restaurant without reading a bunch of reviews. I, I'm really big on that stuff. I don't mm. know why I haven't done it with beer yet. I think I haven't had... Fi- I didn't know about the algorithms. I didn't know about the way that they're actually weighting the information against different reviewers and against styles and beers. Everything they explained to us. So I think I just was reluctant that it was it was bogus, but... I really don't feel it's bogus. See, and and I, I I agree. I didn't know about the algorithm either, which makes me lean towards trying it. Yeah, because I was I was the same way. Because I go through reviews and I see these people review just whatever. Like yeah, I think you were, make, were making the point. This restaurant. Oh, I had the worst service ever. Yeah. Three stars. Really? That's three stars for you? So you need to, like, and I'm like, forget this. I mean, there's so many bad beer palettes out there and so much bad beer that it's all going to be, but they're waiting it. They've, They've factored that in. And in several different ways. They're waiting yes. based on the reviewer. They're waiting based on the category. They're waiting based on the brewer. They're doing all these different... It's, it's actually a they're labor doing of love. a, a yeah. much better job than Yelp is doing, and I heavily rely on Yelp, so why wouldn't I use... I, I yeah. thought it was just going to... I thought it was a, a, a just a site where you go on and you literally just rate beer, and there's no back end to it. It's just, this is what it is. But uh, there's a lot of stuff uh, behind the scenes that, that factor into this. And, and it's, it's so weird that we were wrong. And, well, not, <laughs> Isn't no. Isn't that weird? And I think we formed our opinions too early. It's so weird That's that we would have done that. It's so weird that we had an opinion without knowing anything about it. No, no, just too early. That's all. Yeah. I don't Warren? Know. I know when I would go to the sites and I would see the three different ranking numbers. 
I'd yeah. Like, that was real confusing, and I didn't take the time, I guess, to read. To figure why. To be well, like, you why does this... Right. You're disabled. Besides, I could read the numbers because they were a lot larger than the font <laughs> of the words describing what the numbers were. And that was that. And so I was like, I can't tell what these three numbers mean, so I'm, I'm not going to use this. The whole- but, but since I can hear decently... I yeah. got to hear what those numbers mean, and so now I think the site will be a lot more useful. So you don't think the site is geared towards handicapped people like you? Right. They could make it a bit more user-friendly. God, get or I could just use like, my browser. Sounds like Beardy's going to sue Ray yeah, Sounds like yeah. a lawsuit, Bruin. Get these guys back in. <laughs> right. By the way, stop laughing hard, JP. I keep I worrying that your yeah. other thyroid he's, is going to pop it's out. It's going to open up. Yeah. First His of neck's going to open. It's all gone. Second oh. of all, whenever I'm laughing, I'm holding. I'm actually surrounding <laughs> you it. your yeah. neck together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Justin's seeing. He's seeing you laugh and your hands go to your throat. To hold your body together as you <laughs> laugh. I can't. Like I said, the only person I've had to communicate with is Taryn, and I'm not laughing a whole lot. So <laughs> I have all these built-up laughs. I mean, imagine your lung just comes out of your neck. You have to put it back in. <laughs> It's going to look like Kyle's brother. He's Canadian or something. Uh, all right. We've got a few more things to get to. Uh, I did want to let you know about a website that's probably been one of JP's favorite over the last few days, uh, adamandeve.com. If you go there now uh, and you use coupon code JP is alive, <laughs> I should have changed it this week. Yeah. <laughs> How great would that have been? You'd have tried uh, to fuck with these stitches. <laughs> no, it's normal old uh, uh, the coupon code BN Army B N A R M Y at AdamandEve.com. For a limited time, you get uh, 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 free shipping, fifty percent off just about any item. Uh, it literally is almost everything on the site. Fifty percent off. Um, you get uh, three free adult DVDs from all sorts of genres. Uh, you name. Think of the genre in your head right now. I know you're driving along. Your wife's sitting next to you. You're listening to the podcast. Go ahead. Yeah. Here's, we're not going to do it in studio this time, but here's what I want you to do, listener driving along, whether somebody's next to you or not. Actually, even better if you're on public transportation. On the count of three, when I go one, two, three, it'll go three, and I want you to say your favorite genre. And I guarantee uh-huh. you that Adam and Eve has that. All right? So it'll be silent in the studio. So listeners at home, you're doing it. Wherever you are right now, get ready. I know you got your earbuds in. You're doing the thing. There's all these genres not on Adam and Eve. You can choose three free adult DVDs from genres such as one, two, three, seven. Redhead! <laughs> seven people just got fired. <laughs> or looked at really creepily by the person next to them on the bus. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all those different... Uh, uh, next time, get a video camera ready. And also, film yourself doing it on public transportation. I want to put these on our website. How great would that be? Some guy's like, butt fucking! <laughs> Actually, on public transportation, no right. one would bat an eye. That, happen- like, that happens yeah. on BART three times a day. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, big press! Just some random... I really would love those videos. All right. AdamEve.com, uh, plus a free gift so sensual that uh. it's very sensual. Uh, use coupon code BN Army. It's a great way to support us, actually. And uh, Adam and Eve supports us. You can support them. That then supports us again. It's a whole happy. It's like a circle jerk. Since we're on the subject of never a big fan of those. <laughs> <laughs> every time I get roped in, and every time, and every time I don't like. It. <laughs> every time I'm like, see, this is why I don't do these. Anymore. The hormone pills are working. He's always, an always a pivot man. <laughs> He's always hoping that the next circle jerk yeah, is going will to be, be the, the good one. This one's going to be the right one. This was going to be what they always told me about. All right. AdamNeve.com. Is it all right, though? <laughs> all right. We got some beer news to do, right? Yes, we do. All right. It's uh, it's time 
for the beer news. It's the Brewing Network's Beer News, brought to you by homebrewstuff.com. Well, it's Hangover Monday after Super Bowl Sunday, and there's always one of the biggest features of the Super Bowl when the game is uh, shitty like it was yesterday. Are the it was be- bad. Are the beer commercials, and there were plenty of them as uh, per usual. So I thought maybe we could go through some of the uh, the good ones and the bad ones and the average ones. All right. So <laughs> somebody's been doing their homework. I'm pretty sure they were yeah. all but. I didn't. I didn't see any other commercials. So you know, Bud Light Doritos. Yeah. I canceled cable, so I, I only watch on the internet, and I don't think I got all the commercials because there were very few beer commercials. Well, you missed a lot of Bud and Bud Light. I did. Yeah, yeah. that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Except that, let's all admit right now, whether you're a craft beer guy or not, their money allows them to hire some very funny people. They're always great commercials. They're from creative the, from sure. the Bud and the Bud Light people. You gotta. I mean. They're always some of the most entertaining. They were entertaining for sure, but, okay. but not as much funny. They didn't go for laughs as much this year across the board, not just the beer commercials. There, a lot of sort of sentimentality. Oh, in maybe the they're trying there. to serious I've, things up. I feel like there's a difference. Budweiser was going for very sentimental. Yeah. The older generation. Bud Light was going for the really funny. Like they had Arnold Schwarzenegger playing ping pong with like a head. A sweatband on yes, the forehead. Yes, so that one was mm. the um, the the up for whatever. This was the the whole uh, premise. It popped me up. Would you please? This I think is, I have you. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, they they basically the, the premise was um, they gave the guy it was hidden cameras and they gave the guy a uh, a Bud Light and said, "Are you up for what happens next?" And then they goes through an insane night. Um, but the, I didn't think it was. They weren't going for laughs. It was just sort of epic, oh. right? It was epic parties yeah. and epic women and epic, epic. But it wasn't funny. It was, Do you think it's indicative of how serious all us homebrewers and craft brewers are getting about yes. everything? Yes, yeah. I agree. I, yeah. I, I think. Well, it's, it's two things. One, I don't think it was. It was. It was epic so much as non sequitur, like Don Cheadle in a limo, in a in an elevator with a llama. Like there's, it, it's not funny. In, I mean, inherently, you, you're hearing, oh, that's silly. Wait, but it's black not. guy with a llama? No, I didn't say black. Don oh, Cheadle. Oh, Don Cheadle's black? You didn't know that? I didn't know that. But but yes, I agree. So I think what I think what Big Beer is doing, they're they're latching on the craft beer, but in the worst way because a lot of craft beer fans are super fucking serious about beer. Yeah, and so they're so, tapping into us. Yeah, they're tapping, but in the, to the wrong uh, part of the keg. In an will. emotional. <laughs> yeah, I won't. No, right. This is how it starts. Can you pause it right now? She sounds like all of our annoying girlfriends right now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kelly. <clears throat> How are you? Like, get uh, to the point. <laughs> 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 Fuck. You at the point was actually, hi, how are you? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so the point was, if I give this beer to you, are you up for whatever? Not, oh. how are you doing? Hey, <laughs> God, they taste. No. <laughs> He's not thinking long-term relationship listening to her voice. Right. Yes. Well, and as JP described, he goes from a a limo full of women, and he's at a bachelorette party, and through the whole thing, he never knows that there's cameras, really. He's probably... Yeah, he never knows. He starts suspecting at some point. Playing a ping pong with Arnold. Well, well, he he gets into a limo, and Reggie Watts is in there spinning and using his voice as a a mix. Like, wait, it's a reality commercial? It's supposed to be in the first... I mean, after... So the the, the premise is, the chick gives him the Bud Light, and are you up for what happens next? He says, yeah, and the next thing you know, he's in a limo with a bachelorette party, which is uh, plausible. You know, they took along some guy. That happened on somebody's... Uh, when we were out yeah. together that one night. Didn't that happen? Oh, I think that so. We, we, that somebody uh, did a shot off... 
off what of a, a bachelor's a vagina. Yeah, yes, right. that did happen. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Then this was just sort of an amplified version of what actually happens. Okay. Like for our but then, yeah, I mean, it does start to get absurd. Then he's, as JP described, he's in a hotel elevator, and John Don Cheadle gets in with the llama, oh. and then the next thing you know, he's playing ping pong with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, and never, at no point he's questioned. Uh, by the ping pong thing, you can tell he knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He totally well, and, knew. And then, like, There's yeah. like a big wall falls down here. This right. big party. You've never seen it? Yeah. Uh, it makes me feel better. I don't know if I need it or not. It makes it's me too obvious. It's it. JP's now duct taping his neck together. <laughs> <laughs> But this is how the commercial He's ends. He's bloody. Oh, right. I like the blood. Bud Light, the perfect beer for when you somehow find yourself in a limo with Reggie Watson, some bachelorettes, then get styled by Minka Kelly before Don Cheadle, a llama named Lily, and the identical twin of the girl you just met take you to a party where you defeat Arnold Schwarzenegger in a sudden death ping pong match that puts you on stage with One Republic. And he did. He beat Arnold Schwarzenegger did, at the yeah. last second in a ping pong match. It sounds funny. And then the wall drops, right. and it's like there's, he's on a rooftop, and there's tons of people, and you... The roof drops and you're on stage with some. And they're band all plotting him. He's yeah, like the yeah. big. He's like and then the, the girl's back. How did you feel about your night? I mean, a lot yeah. of things yeah. happened, and I just want to know how you felt. Did Can you I have tell fun? you about my night? Was it for fun or was it not? <laughs> Give me another beer. What he should have said was, "Where the fuck are those twins? <laughs> Do you have another Bud Light? Yeah, I want another Bud Light." Uh, well, that was the uh, the up for whatever commercial. Then there was another. There was a Budweiser uh, one where it was a very sentimental soldier coming home from uh, the Middle East, where apparently there's trouble uh, now, and he, oh. you know, there's crying relatives. And then there was another. I one. I loved that one, by the way. That sort of wasn't funny or any. It was just that for the cool twist, there are 16 ounce aluminum bottles, the new thing where you can uh, twist the cap back on. And then there was the the most popular, I think, of the whole Super Bowl was the. Uh, it was a Clydesdale commercial, but what they did was they thought, how can we make the Clydesdales better, and someone in the ad room went, uh, puppies. This one I saw. Yeah. So it's like a little golden retriever puppy that falls in love uh, with one of the Clydesdales, and they, uh, someone tries to adopt the puppy, and the horse chases after it. It's very sweet. Here's what I... So, the Clydesdale one was on Facebook, like, for a week. Like, apparently, they released the Super Bowl commercials ahead of time. Oh, you got to create oh, really? buzz about the commercial. I oh. didn't watch it, but I just saw a bunch of posts about it. Like, oh, my God, isn't this wonderful? And doesn't it make you, you know, how wonderful it is? And then I, so I finally saw it. That's one of the beer ones I did see yeah. on the inter- on the webcast of the Super Bowl. And I watched it, and I was like, I don't know. Cheesy. It's a fucking dog and a horse. Yeah. Really? What did everyone go all nuts about? You know what? It happened about... 12 years ago when this society went completely bananas over dogs. You ever notice now you go in an airport mm. and there's dogs, the restaurants, there's dogs, the supermarket, there's dogs. Somehow all of the boundaries got eliminated and everyone is preoccupied with their stupid dogs. And I love dogs. I love dogs. But oh. leave it at home, would you please? Uh, really? I'm okay with the dogs in public places. You are? In yeah. the supermarket? On the airplane? What do I care? It's not shitting on my foot. I'm but allergic it could. to dogs. <laughs> well, so can JP. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not happening. You know, he actually has a good point. I could actually <laughs> shit on his foot. foot. Okay, but. Wouldn't that be great next time we're going to NHC or something? We're in fucking security. You turn around and he's like, God, my sandal. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> JP's just shitting on my foot. <laughs> God, I think a hot slug just crawled across my foot. <laughs> can someone look at that, please? <laughs> It does seem like a like sort of a, a cheap move, doesn't it? Like we're just going to add puppies to this thing that everybody already loves. You know? who, who put chili all over the floor? <laughs> this warm-butted slug just crawled across my. How did this mud puddle get in the middle of the airport? I wish I could be videoing this because you guys just dissolved all of you. You just. 
imploded. Uh, Great. <laughs> JP's gonna die. I give up. <laughs> is the, the duct tape is leaking? Uh, fucking might as well be. All right, that, uh, there was there was one more. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a cry. Why is there hot gel on my foot? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Tasty the only one not giving a fuck? <laughs> He's like, uh, I actually don't like jokes. Go ahead, please. The news. <laughs> I need the news. <laughs> I thought we were guys. Uh, I thought we were doing more the news. news here, please. <laughs> yeah, we're new news campers. <laughs> you immature fuck. Those beers were too strong for the rape beer guys. Uh, oh, I'm loaded. Yeah, I still got this uh, evil cubed here if you guys want some. <laughs> I do, actually. Anyway, back, my to me, glass yeah. back to me and this beer that I totally yeah. sort of helped oh. brew. Him out there, if I had the Janet's Brown drop, I'd, I'd put it in. Go ahead, But anyway, there was one more. There was a, It was a Chrysler commercial, actually, but they it, it was sort of controversial, I guess, uh, because it, it was Bob Dylan heading up the commercial, and he basically oh. told America to let not America brew your beer. Have a listen. And when it's made here... It's made with the one thing you can't import from anywhere else. American pride. Why is he black? So let Germany brew your beer. Let Switzerland make your watch. Let Asia assemble your phone. We will build your car. Anyway, so he told Germany. I saw that to brew our beer. I feel like that's incredibly racist. Yeah, racist. <laughs> Asians will build like, my phone. Not, uh, yeah, Let it's Asians like very build racially your profiling. Yeah. However, yeah. that's not what Americans were upset about. No. Americans were not upset about the racism. They were upset about the fact that he said, "Let Germans brew your beer." So let Germany brew your beer. And I also can't understand what he's saying. It's kind of gibberishy. It's yeah. throaty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. JP's throaty. <laughs> Bob Dylan's a half an idiot. JP's what, not throaty anymore. What I, what I like about this commercial is not only was it two minutes long and I was really bored with it ten minutes or ten seconds in, but the fact that it's 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 a commercial about American pride. He says literally before that, American pride, right? Yeah. Then let the whole entire world do everything else, but we'll build cuz. We just make you a so, cat. Yeah, so it, it's basically just saying that what, the, what, what America is right now, there's probably one company Outsource. making a manufacturer and do manufacturing. Every other company can get the fuck out. That's American Chrysler pride. just needs to be here. That's be- it. BT Debs, your car is going to have zero resale value and it's going to die after 100,000 miles. Yeah. So I did. I didn't see the commercial, but I did God. see on the face suck that everyone was yeah. was complaining about the Bob Dylan thing. So I I, I YouTubed it. I, mm-hmm. I thought I will have to. I'm a Bob Dylan fan. Are you? And everyone was really upset about like what he had to say. And I thought, you you think he wrote that? <laughs> right. Like for one, Bob Dylan didn't write that. Of course not. So if you're gonna be upset with somebody, well, but he could have said no. Are you gonna say no to four million dollars or whatever the fuck they offered him? Hell so, no. It's capital. That's that's the American way, by the way. Capitalism. I will pay you to say things. Yeah. Period. Sure. That's America. Goddamn right. But then, but I so I thought, well, I but what if Bob Dylan twenty years ago sold out? I was hmm. just gonna say that in the nineties, yes, <laughs> yeah, twenty years ago, yeah, yes, thirty, in the forty 60s, years maybe ago, not, but only because <laughs> no. nobody was offering. Right. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, I didn't see the hubbub, but I don't give a shit. And then everyone's really saying, oh, Bob Dylan just said, let other people make our beer. Who cares? Relax. I'm fine with Germans making beer. Does anybody really care? Scott, do you care? No. Who does really care? 
I don't know. But yeah, what, what are I, you? Offe- who's offended? What I got a lot of was Bob Dylan sold out. I'm sorry, oh. the guy who has a radio show on Sirius XM satellite <laughs> radio and who's been in more car more commercials than than not. <laughs> right. So that guy sold out. Sold out. And then just Get the whole thing, here. like he's not. He's disrespecting American brewers by saying let the Germans. <laughs> yeah, I hope Sully's I don't know. really Is pissed it, off. Everybody's yeah. so upset about. Oh wait, the now things. I'm angry. Yeah, Matt Burleson sucked yeah. Bob Dylan's balls. <laughs> Tasty. Were you upset? Did you feel like he was saying he, he was disrespecting your beer? Answer him right now. Casey's like, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, I, I, didn't, I really didn't catch that part, actually. I didn't, uh, that I didn't see the commercial, I guess. Yeah, he was sleeping. It's fine. You wanted the goddamn news, I didn't, Casey. I didn't remember the, when the game ended. Uh, I was snoring. I <laughs> right, right. I don't know. I just don't see the... Everyone wants to be upset about... Yeah. Aren't there other things to be upset about? Yeah. No. In fact, they can't burn in California anymore. <laughs> can't make fires. I think he sold out for the you know, advertising the money. That's all I think, yeah. I just don't care. Here, I don't call it selling out because he he's using his brand to I, sell another brand. Who cares? Well, Here's a legitimate question about the scenario. Oh, you mean a you, legitimate question? The about others the weren't legitimate. This first one. Do you think <laughs> first one ever? That, <laughs> Eight years. Do you think that a guy like Bob Dylan? Yeah. Actually needs the money? No. Yes. No. So so yes. the legitimate no. question no. is why did he? Do, why would he do that commercial? America he maybe he meant can never it, have maybe enough he, money. Is that what it is? Yes. Like yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why is he making a fool out of himself? Well, he's, he's not adding to his brand, well, is he? But he has a, a character flaw to, to fix because right. he's he trying fucked to the rebrand and the, and know, the extra it, baby. Right, right, right. That's what they're <laughs> called, right? Extra baby? Yes, yeah. right. thank you. <laughs> extra baby. <laughs> he had the extra baby. So and Bob Dylan's supposedly worth 180 mil. Yeah, he That's not a lot. The money. So yeah, that, he needs the money. So isn't a more valid question just why? Because he's not... People say sell out, assuming he uh, did it to add... So now he has, what, $190 million? Bob, I don't know. What's I'd, the difference? I'd like to take a look inside Bob Dylan's garage, because I guarantee you all his cars are not American, <laughs> right. with $190 million in his bank account. So then why did he, why did he do it? Well, that's right. a, Chrysler's owned by an I Italian think people company. are asking the wrong so question. The money. Come on. But the money, not... The money. I think not the money. So, the okay, money. so his principal said... Maybe he's just trying what? to be relevant. If you make another ten mil, <laughs> or no, this is this is what it is. Okay, first of all, I, I guarantee you, this, these are the two things. One, he has oh. a new album coming out shortly, mm-hmm. so he has a lot of buzz going on. Valid reason. Two, he it, look because you're technically worth 180 mil. That doesn't mean you have that in the bank. Right. He he wants. I mean, how much do you think he got for that? Twenty million. The money's a bad argument. Four million, five million. Yeah. Is it though? Because yeah, I don't is. know what's going on in his life. I have no idea if he's bankrupt. You know how many stars okay, so, are have been bankrupt? Like you think. Uh, the kid from Different Strokes. Everyone thought he was a millionaire. He's You're right that fuck. there right. could be something happening, and that's a that's but a good he, answer to so, the question. There so could it's, be, it's, it's, but it's unlikely. But it's, yes, but it's mainly brand promotion. Number one, it was a two minute commercial yeah. playing his music. So number one, he got paid for to, to to do the music, right? Then he got paid to do the show. But it's promotion for his his upcoming album. I guarantee you, it's coming out, or he's going on tour. Some bullshit like that. And then also uh, something else that I forgot. Oh yeah. Also, why the radio look, show? Why does he look younger than Tasty? Uh, plastic surgery. <laughs> How is he that? Is. He, is he younger? I don't think he is younger than you. Uh-huh. I think this is the one case, Tasty, where you're younger than the person we're talking about. I'm younger than the Stones. I know that. Oh, uh oh. Uh, Scott's. Is saying it's not money, right, Scott? Not money. Bob Dylan is seventy-two so he, so years what, old. What principle? He's doing it <laughs> like he's got a message he's delivering. Yeah, Bob Dylan, correct. yes, is seventy-two really? yeah. years old. He believes old. the message. He, he, I well, think he hates America. That's what I think. So he's buying into the message. That's him speaking. When were you born, Daisy? 
He what year? Say. What year? It's not what 72. Year? No, that doesn't matter. You weren't born in 1941? What era? Was no. the Depression happening? <laughs> era. Because post was, WW2. The war was still raging in Europe. Post 2. He said <laughs> raging. Post like post the day that it ended or like... <laughs> like way past the end. Of, way, okay. way past. Well, because hmm. Bob Dylan's 72. So Bob Dylan has built his career on like, oh, I'm, I'm for the working man and right. the working men and women. It's part of his image. Right. It, it makes perfect sense right. that he would do a commercial. Absolutely. Like yeah. Except he probably for the really part, believes it. Except for the isn't working, don't working men brew beer in America? Well, that's not Scott, We have Moscow lots of skills. Here. Possibly yeah. not, he, he did. sold out to the car side and threw the uh, beer people into the bus. Right. Yeah. I think AB InBev is a sponsor of Chrysler Motor Corporation. Oh. Let's see who really owns this huh? this hydra of corporation. He did a two an awful two minute com, uh, commercial. So that dumbasses like us would sit around for ten minutes and talk yeah, about it. Irrelevant. Yeah, huh. yeah that's a good point. Hmm. Listen to Bevo. All right, go ahead. I don't I want to. Next story. Uh, well, all right. There you go. So, I hope you enjoyed the uh, Super Bowl commercials and uh, in other news, AB <laughs> has removed the uh, "Hold My Beer and Watch This" videos from its Bud Light YouTube page, uh, and the craft brewer that sued over the use of the phrase has dropped the legal action. So. Here's a, an interesting story of uh, reverse roles where AB got sued by a craft brewer and gave up. So the uh, craft brewer is Big Sky, makers of a Moose Drool, one of my favorites. They're out of Missoula, Montana. They sued AB in December, saying it at a uh, trademark for the phrase, hold my beer and watch this. Mm. Uh, and they had been using the slogan since 2004, Big it's Sky. very catchy. <laughs> Big Sky dropped the suit last week in exchange for AB removing the videos. From YouTube, uh, there was no financial settlement. Uh, there were three videos. They'd been created by uh, John Krasinski, the actor. Uh, he's Jim from The Office, uh, and his business partner Danny Stesson. They depict strange things that could happen after asking someone to hold your beer. Uh, in one, there was a grandma celebrating her hundredth birthday. She feigned death after asking a young man to hold her beer, uh, and then she and a friend high five and laugh after the man and his friends leave. There's a couple other ones. Uh, they debuted in December. They had several million views, but AB pulled them down. Here's a quote from AB's uh, spokes, whatever. Uh, we may revisit the concept, uh, but we stand by our original statement that there was no trademark use of the phrase, hold my beer and watch this, nor was there any intent to create any association with Big Sky. Uh, Big Sky President Neil Leathers said the point of the settlement was to assure that AB, or any other brewer for that matter, uh, used uh, did not use the slogan. Um, and uh, they were only online, these videos. They, they were not on TV. Isn't that the more important question? Who the hell cares about a Bud Light YouTube page? Why are people watching... Why are millions, millions. of people, people watching a Bud Light YouTube page? Because they're, sometimes they're funny commercials. Do other things! I Have can't. you been east of Nevada ever? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at their page right now. They have yeah. 19, almost 20,000 people subscribed. That's not a lot. That's I mean, not a lot. No. Actually, surprised that not very many. Well, but then they have millions of views on these things, and I just think, I don't know, really do other things. Well, see, twenty thousand subscribers versus millions of views—it's just all—they all go viral, right? Don't you have like a Steel Panther video to watch or something? (laughs) The bigger question is: I I challenge that 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 one guy is Jim from. To me, Jim from the Office will always be Martin Freeman, and I don't care who what what your mom's (laughs) name is. Why does he count? He's the guy who made the commercials. Yeah. Oh well, he was the actor that starred in them or whatever. So anyway, they they took him down. Everybody's yeah. happy. Yeah, everyone's happy. And uh, uh, Big Sky basically said that they uh, they're satisfied, even though AB is still sort of unhappy about it. They they're they're contending that you know countless videos and jokes and other references use the phrase "hold my beer and watch this," but they took the videos down. I don't feel like "hold my beer and watch this" is very catchy. 
I don't feel like it's worth fighting for. Is it? Yeah. It is? Yeah, I mean, for, for a series of YouTube videos. Hold my beer and watch this. And then he goes and does something know. funny, like uh, the front flips over an animal making out with another animal. I don't know, whatever. the Whatever happens whatever after happens that. After you hold. All right. Here, hold my beer and watch this, Scott. I'm going to jerk off in your face. Oh, no. I, no <laughs> no one's excited. Now, that's funny. No. No. I just want you to see where <laughs> I'm coming from. <laughs> right. No one's excited that craft beer just stuck it to the man? Right. Well, that's true. I like that. Good point, Beardy. What's Fuck next? you, Beardy. Yeah. <laughs> Go home, Beardy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this is a, uh, a feel-good story. Uh, uh, Christmas Day 2012, yeah, guy named late. Craig Gilbreth's brother broke uh, the news to his family that he was about to be deployed uh, on his third stint to Afghanistan. And Mr. Gilbreth wanted to honor his brother. And he's a longtime homebrewer, so naturally he thought about beer. Uh, and thus was born Homebrew for Heroes which is an organization that he officially started last year. He lives in Fort Worth, Texas, this guy, Gilbreth. Um, and he asked some of the guys in his homebrew club, his homebrew club is the Cap and Hair, uh, to brew beer to present to the troops in a variety of 12-packs when they come back to the U.S. And the brewer's response was predictably enthusiastic. Um, and the Army also approved of the idea, interestingly. It had to run up the chain of command, but they gave it the green light. Uh, and the brewers got help from a couple of Texas craft breweries as well. Uh, Rar and Sons and Old Texas Brewing. Uh, they all donated the ingredients for the brew days, and they brewed 100 gallons of uh, American Pale Ale and a bunch of other styles as well. They've, they've bottled about 1,000 bottles, uh, and uh, what they're going to do is present them to the troops when they come back. They get off the plane, they say hi to the families, and there are the homebrew for heroes presenting mm. them with uh, all sorts of uh, awesome homebrew beer. Welcome home, <laughs> fuckers! You thank, thank me! Woo! America! Fighting for our rights. I like it. What, what better reason to... I like it! What better reason to brew uh, homebrew than to give to, so, to troops? So they'll be carrying duffel bags, all their, their worldly possessions. <laughs> and now a case, now, of, a case of beer. Now a case yeah. of beer. That, that might, that, you know, it's funny that they come back from a place that has bombs that might randomly explode buried in the in the ground. But here in America, we just give you a fucking case of them. Here, these might blow up at any fucking moment. Welcome back, post-traumatic stress disorder. Cave them slowly. We're going to give you a box of IEDs. Yeah. Like That's every every homebrew disaster story we've heard is, is bottle bombs. Hey. In now Texas listen. where it's hot. you got to worry about the worst thing that can happen. If these start to explode, listen, it's not what you think. <laughs> Friendly fire. <laughs> it's not what you think. Oh, it's point, terrible. Next All right. There's going to be a story in the news about a soldier murdering his family. Because so a bottle bomb for, exploded. Bottles for veterans went awry when a veteran, <laughs> <Bottles for veterans. laughs> oh, shot man. up his neighborhood. Leave After. it to you guys to uh, turn a feel-good story into a disaster. It's not me. It's a home brewer. Right. We can fix this. Oh, Tell them to put him in like steel box and then with wheels on it. There you go. <laughs> and make the box soundproof. Yes. Well, poor Greg Gilbreth says that he had hoped the Homebrew for Heroes uh, would get homebrewers in other cities to do similar presentations for returning oh. troops. And they, were, they said they were going to provide suggestions for what to do and what not to do. But now you know what not to do. <laughs> don't bottle yeah, condition. Don't do, it. Don't bottle condition. <laughs> do not bottle yeah. condition. Let's see how this turns out. Then we'll yeah. see Just don't. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's yes. a great idea. I had a great yes. purpose. Yes. Thank you. Uh, here's Monster. one last one, and this is the opposite of the Big Sky AB story, predictably uh, in the news. Another trademark dispute. This is out of a Bothell, Washington. There's a brewery called Foggy Noggin. Uh, they received, received, they received a cease and desist letter last week for naming their beer 
Twelfth Man Skittles IPA in honor of the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> oh. But the order did not come from the Seahawks right. or from Skittles. It came from Texas, Texas A&M. A&M. Yes. Uh, the same place that sued the Seahawks in 2006 for using the phrase Twelfth Man. Uh, in that case, the university and the Seahawks settled out of court. Uh, this one was Foggy Noggin. Now, here's the owner, Jim Jameson. He said, I was blown away that this university even heard about us using the name for our beer. I mean, the beer we made will only serve around 55 people. It's a small keg we planned on filling. This is a one-off, one-batch, one-keg that they planned on serving during the Super Bowl on Sunday. That's it. So they were renaming one keg of beer yeah. that they had brewed. And well, they and, heard about it somehow. And uh, uh, it sounds like a homebrew keg. It's like, it sounds like five gallons. Yeah, a corny. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. A small brewery, so. Yeah, well, so uh, it was made, just interestingly, it was made with uh, Maris Otter and Columbus and Centennial, and they, they use Skittles in the recipe. Uh, so the origins of the term 12th man um, aren't really concrete, but the traditions in Seattle uh, and College Station, where Texas A&M is, is located, they, it goes back decades. In 84, the Seahawks retired the number 12 to honor the fans for making all the noise. They're known for that. Texas A&M traces their use back to 1922, uh, they had an injury-plagued roster on their football team, and they pulled a guy out of the stands named E. King Gill, and they suited him up to play. And then he never took to the field, but he was sitting on the bench there in all his gear. And mm. so the legend strengthened on the campus to, to sort of support the team. And the words, home of the 12th man, adorned the stadium. Uh, but they, you know, they feel so strongly about it that they... they how did they find out? That's what I want to uh, You know what? I'll tell you what. RateBeer.com! They, they got a butt. <laughs> that, that, it's exactly right, Tasty. That one is as simple as flagging a Google search. You can set Google searches to just send you stuff when it comes up. Yeah. They promoted it on He's their got website. He's it for Justin Crosley. He gets it with the Oh, yeah. Every time they're like, oh, 12 he gets inches. Goes, Google News Alert. What a joke. <laughs> Uh, you just set your news alert, and that's what the twelfth man has done. It's clearly, during this time of year, as soon as it got posted on the Foggy Noggin website, it just flagged. That's all. Yeah. It's got to be that simple. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure you're right. Because otherwise, exactly, they didn't even brew a batch of beer. Yeah. If it's one keg, they didn't brew a keg. They renamed their pale ale or whatever the yeah, fuck they, they did. They took their pale one. ale and threw Skittles in it, which is great. Yeah. It's rad to do if you're, yeah. especially if you're a fan of Seattle and you're in fucking uh, Washington. What a cool thing to do! It's too bad that they got a little it, cease and desist about but it. By yeah. the time they get the letter, the keg's gone because it's a five gallon keg. So. Yeah, Ooh, they got away with it. Well, they got the letter early enough that they pulled the keg and they apologized, oh. and they, ne- they never. Wow. Well, if they served it, they, they well, renamed they it. They should have advertised yeah. it so early. Yeah. Well, then I get another hundred people to advertise the same thing, and then the A and M wouldn't know which ones to go after. They would be so busy writing letters, <laughs> they could just, way behind. Just do it anyway. You could flash mop it. We could. It'd be fun to do, right? What a mess. All right. Yeah. Well, Mary, that's trademark law for you. Yeah. Uh, well, let's hear Bob Dylan blowhard once more. <laughs> So let Germany brew your beer. Yes, indeed. That's the <laughs> news. Wrote that. <laughs> Brought to you by homebrewstuff.com. Our friends at Homebrew Stuff are uh, still in the middle of lager season for one more month. Go to homebrewstuff.com slash promotions and uh, get all sorts of great stuff on sale and brew some lagers. Who's Jiminy, by the way? I mean, let Jiminy brew your beer. <laughs> let Jiminy. Oh, Jiminy. Jiminy. Jiminy Cricket? Yep. <laughs> All right, we have a very important thing to yeah. do real quick before the break, and then we got a new game coming up. Triple eight four zero one beer, call us now. We got a game coming up. You're going to play beer or not beer? Well, we will we will give you beer names. You tell us if it's a real beer or not a real beer. Piece of cake. We'll give you a prize. How many callers? Um, load them up. Load them up. All four lines. Triple eight four zero one beer eight 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 four zero one beer. In the meantime, it's time. 
to set us up for our next Brewcaster Challenge. Oh. That's right, Tasty. We have a winner's bracket and a loser's bracket. What bracket are we going for here? Do we have a well, Jiminy bracket? We're going to pull both. <laughs> we're going to do uh, the loser bracket and the winner bracket simultaneously. So as we go through these, this next series, we'll, we'll do it together so that we can get through and get on to the next one where I have a chance to win. Again, that's the that's the theory behind. All right, we're gonna go too wide now. Okay, so uh, here's what we have: we have four names in the winners' pitcher and four names in the losers' pitcher. And whereas in the first round we sort of deliberately picked who would go against who, now we're just gonna draw names and do it randomly. So yeah, what you will find out so right, and the losers are all with the losers, and the and, and the winners are yeah. with the winners. And now you're just gonna get who you get. Now you're not gonna find out what beer you're brewing until our next show. All you will know tonight is who you're brewing against. And then on the next show, uh, we'll, we'll do the line. We'll tell you who you're brewing, uh, what you're brewing and, uh, set it all up from there. All right. Let's start with the losers bracket, which, um, you know, somehow I ended up a part of. Well, not somehow. There's <laughs> well, a very good reason. Brewer, for so there's be a good Chad decision. couldn't make a very good beer for you. I mean, I thought it was strange. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So you chose to have Chris make your grain bill. <laughs> and try to get your yeast fucker. Technically, first of all, Beardy, fuck you. <laughs> Second of all, the grain bill was there before Chris. It was Evil Twin. I mean, it was there all along. It's been changed. I just asked for that. All right. <laughs> Contestant number one in the loser's bracket is John Plisse. Oh, man. So the next name I, I draw is against John. Is, is Yeah, who has to compete against John Plisse? In the loser's bracket. I think of the other... If you guys remember who is in the loser's bracket... Oh, what no. happens to the winningest loser? <clears throat> Good question. In the they bracket. Get, we don't know. Gutted and eaten. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why is there only three names in there? I'm, I'm already missing a name. You, you drew no, one. There's four. We you had drew eight one. total. No, but there's only two left. Oh. Oh, there should be three. I'm already missing a name? <laughs> well, and who, who put those together? Is that a name? Justin did. Yeah, I know. Somebody, I for him. Oh, somebody <laughs> blaming me. <laughs> no, when, when, not at all. When stuff got moved, it got moved. Yeah. Maybe they're in the winners. <laughs> now I have all four names. Yeah, you and have the I same have logic against John Plisse. Oh, John? this is good. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. Jamil. Oh, Now that one's good because they've been co-hosts for so long. That, that means it's rivalry. me and uh, Nathan. Those are the only two uh, names left in the loser bracket. I like this. I like this. Yeah. I am up against Nate in the loser bracket. Perfect. Wow. wow. Could have seeded those any better. Good luck with yeah. all that. Fuck me. <laughs> all right. That's your loser bracket. <laughs> Tasty, who would you want? You're in the winner bucket. You know who's in there with you. You got uh, JP. Scott. Dr. Scott. And oh. Moskowitz. <laughs> wow. Tasty sure sounds like a shoe in. Tasty's still uh. thinking, which is interesting. Oh, let's see. The most fun would be with Scott. Right. What's your best chance to win? Uh, <laughs> you can you can say it. <laughs> just say it. Scott Doc. I mean, it's against Moscow. Moscow. Fucking JP. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Wow. <laughs> already. All right. The first <laughs> name just, I've drawn is sorry, just, Doc. Fine. So I think that's a good seating as well. This next drawing. Please don't draw me. Please. Doc against Moscow. Yeah. Which means Tasty is against JP, giving JP the chance to put Tasty's foot in his mouth. (laughs) What? 
<laughs> Once again. <laughs> Tasty. I never do that, do I? Versus JP. I love this. I'm ready for this. All right, Moss, you got it all down? Yeah, yeah, I do. All right, that's our bracket. On our next show, which is the 17th, uh, we will announce... Let's get right to the styles, right? ...what beers everybody is brewing. Because <laughs> we have to, you know, we can't pick ones that are in your weir... Your weir... Your your weir. Wow, the rape beer guys messed us up. Yeah, they did. Good job. I was a... I competed on the national circuit. I know all the styles. You know all of them. <laughs> yeah. You'll be fine. I competed, too. Don't forget that. But, yeah. I mean, I didn't win anything. I'm not as advanced as bring a fruit beer, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick break. When we come back, we've got a brand new game, Beer or Not Beer. And then we'll wrap things up and we'll tell you who uh, gets to brew what in the next session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down meat when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. Be a part of the BN Mead explosion and ask for, no, demand Moonlight Meads at your favorite bottle shop. Moonlight Meads. Girly names. Manly Meads. Hey, sign me up for that party. There's an app on the iPhone for just about everything, including beer, apps for finding a pint of beer, apps that look like you're drinking a pint of beer, and now there's an app for brewing a pint of beer. Introducing BrewPal, the most all-inclusive beer brewing app for professionals and hobbyists that fits in your pocket and goes wherever you do. Recipe formulation that can be imported and exported with a customizable database. Mash and sparge calculations, yeast pitching rates, carbonation tables, and more. Available right now for less coin than a pound of grain. See BrewPal in action at brewpal.info and download it for your iPhone at a special introductory price right now. BrewPal, all the brewing software you need right in your pocket.
Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager, made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's so. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio all right welcome back to the program thanks for hanging out with us we got just one more thing left to do and uh it's fun we got a new game uh i think we did a, a like a similar version of this a long time ago, but Moscow revamped it for us and made it better and brighter and well, it's just more fun and it's called uh, uh, beer or not beer. And uh, before we do the whole thing, what's the premise, Moscow? Since it's new, yeah, I'm just going to read you uh, the name of a beer, and you're going to tell me if that's a beer or if uh, we just made it up. It's not a beer. Got it. All right. So you know, there's a lot of crazy beer names out there. A lot of people being sued over them, for that matter. And so you just tell if it's actually a, a real beer name or not. And uh, that's our game. We'll send you a prize. Uh, we got some new stuff to say. You know, I've got one um, hop grenade growler left from Winterfest. We sold almost all of the growlers we that we had on hand. Oh, awesome. Um, and I've got one left. How about we give that away as a, as a prize right. to our lovely contestants for calling in to play beer or not beer. We'll meet our contestants in just one minute, but it's time for the game everybody's talking about is beer or not beer. 
<laughs> That's not a beer, stupid. That's a country in Africa. I'm going to say that JP's rubber dick is not, in fact, a beer name. <laughs> You're an idiot. That actually is a beer. And now, beer or not beer. That's right. Taking the internet by storm. Weather on the nines. <laughs> it's beer or not beer. All right, let's go to our first contestant. What are we going to try here, Moscow? Just uh, first one to get uh, three consecutive beer names correct? Yeah, first one to get three in a row. You know what? If nobody does it, so be it. Uh, we don't need to give away a prize. Then we won't give away yeah. our, that, you that get, coveted growler. you got to get three in a row. We'll give oh, it to Beardy instead. the growler? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's, It's not full of beer, go. though. Uh, turn yourself Warren, on. Warren, turn yourself on. Fucking wow. Beardy. Hey, You've been here for two hey, shows. Hey, Doc. Two shows, Doc. Yeah. Maybe it's something about you weren't the here, You weren't here to turn it on for about me. 30 shows. You're yeah, Doc's been here for seven years. <laughs> you married. You have to turn yourself on all the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. What oh, did you want to say, Don't worry, Beardy? she's not listening. You don't even remember now, do you? Um, It's gone. <laughs> Doc! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go to our first contestant, two in the stew. What's happening, buddy? How's it going? It's going all right. Do you know yeah, I just took a piss, sorry. Um, yes, why are you apologizing? Like we can tell. <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't like, have to, you can uh, talk with right? like, You're just like super guilty of it, you, yeah. but you're on the phone. You're like, oh, it's cool. I just jerked off. <laughs> and you're like, I, listen, I couldn't tell. I can't see you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Stu, you really sound like a guy who's a, about eight gallons lighter. What's going on with you? It's like when the UPS guy comes to the door and you actually did just jerk off and you answer, you're like, oh, I just, I was working out. I was just working out. I was pumping some iron. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just sign here, sir. disgusting. <laughs> Sammy knows what I'm talking about, don't you, Sam? <laughs> Sammy's like, waiting. Oh, yeah. He's married. Of course he, he knows. I yeah. like the UPS guy. <laughs> he knows all about my working. My inner workings. All right, two in the stew. Uh, we're going to read you a beer name, and you just tell us if it's a real beer or not a beer. If you get three in a row correct, you win. That's it. So it's one at a time. One at a, one time. At a time. And no no monster no. deliberation. Just fire an answer at me. And don't, fucking. listen, don't be Googling shit. Wait. wait. So. No, I'm not, I'm not going to fuck with you guys. I'm sitting in my bedroom. Yeah. I'm good. He's not going to Google. He's going to rape beer it. Yeah. Wait, so mm-hmm. you're not going to give me a list of 24 and I got to figure it all out <laughs> afterwards? Uh, all right, the first one you read. Can you repeat numbers 10, yeah. 12, 14, and 16, please? There was one that started with R. I can't remember, but I don't think that was a beer. All right, here we go. Surprisingly, I'm happy you're alive. Isn't that funny it how is. that works still? It's surprising. All right, you ready, Stu? It is. All right, first one. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Go for it. Buttface Amber. What was that? One more time. Buttface Amber? Yes, sir. Yeah, real beer or not? No. That is beer. Ah, that's, Bullshit. That is beer. That's from Bighorn Brewing in Washington. Oh, All right, boy. let's go. Oh, so I'm fucked already right yeah, off the fucked. get-go, huh? Later, Stu. Next one. Buttface. All right, Stu. Good effort. Let's go to Lulu Gumshoe from hey, Orange County. She did it. Lulu Gumshoe, what's happening? Oh, hey. What's going on? Right. What's going on, big girl? Do you understand the rules of the game? I do. All right. Just get three in a row correct. Tell us if it's a real beer or not. Go ahead, Moscow. All right. Here's your first one. Pant Pier Pills. <laughs> what was that again? Pant uh, Pier Pills. Pier. Hmm. Um, no, Pier. Pier. Like you're the peeing your pants. Pier yes. of pants. Exactly. Pant Pier Pills. 
I'm going to say that's a beer. That is not beer. Oh! oh. Sorry, Sorry Lulu. Baby. Lulu. Oh. Later. Oh, she was so nervous about calling in. Yeah. We already need new contestants. Uh, first time, long time. 401 beer. I'll tell you what, we'll take repeat customers. Uh. So, Lulu, you can call back 888-401-BEER. We're not picky over here. Let's go to Fred in Boston. Fred, how are you, buddy? Good. How you guys doing? We're doing well. Get three in a row correct. Here you go. Tell if it's tell us. Uh, you know what to do. Happy ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Happy ending imperial. That sounds reasonable. Happy ending imperial. I'm going to go with yes. That is a beer. That is a beer. That's Sweetwater, Georgia. Okay. There's one. Next one. Beef curtains brown ale. Oh. <laughs> All right. Good lord. All right. Um, I'm going to go with a no on that one. That is not beer. One more, and we got a winner. Yeah, so so far, uh, I'm with Fred on both uh, both of these calls. I would have I would have voted that way. Absolutely. Let us all vote on the third one because it's important. I really wanted the second one to be real. I really did. <laughs> yeah. Fred, yeah. didn't we all? Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you wanna you wanna well, let him vote first. You wanna but, his yeah. vote first? Okay. Here we go. You and every truck are over fifty. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what's the last one? Vaporized Dankness IPA. Oh. Oh man, that, I mean that sounds like a beer geek, like dream beer, and so it's kind of on the fence. Uh, I'm gonna go with yeah, sure, that's a beer. Name. That is not beer. Wait a second, oh, it's oh, oh, you fucking asshole! Uh, not beer. Not how the game works. <laughs> I would have voted no. Not I would have said no. Yeah. I would have said no too. Uh, sorry, Fred. These aren't TTB. I mean, the ones that yeah. even the what was the other one? Uh, but fate. Right, the next time I say everyone wants to vote, here's what happens: beef curtain brown. The person gives their answer, and then I get to go around the room and ask what we think. Do they get to change their mind? No, 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 no. no. Oh, That's why I said he has to give his answer first. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to Scotty in Fanger, California. What's up, Scotty? Stink man. Hey. Thank you, God, Beardy. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a JP, slow ovation. clap standing O from JP. Uh, all right, Moscow. Sorry, the kid has talent. Give him the list. All right, Scotty, here's your first one. Uh, polygamy Porter. Yeah, that's a real beer. I that, is, that is beer. Yep, that's Utah Brewers Co-op. Spare all us right. the personal, you know. Second one. I'll have what the gentleman on the floor is having, barley wine. <laughs> What? <laughs> what was that one? I will have what the gentleman on the floor is having, barley wine. Fuck if I know. Um, uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to say no. That is beer. That's from McGuire's in Florida. Of course uh, it's a beer. That's, a, that's the most clever name I've ever heard of. <laughs> Thanks, Scotty. Sorry, brother. <laughs> that's an adorable name that's for barley wine. I'll have what the gentleman's having. All right, let's go to a new caller. Let's go to Riggs, uh, who, by the way, Riggs came up to the Winterfest. Oh, did he? Brought beer. Oh, Riggs, I'm sorry. I, missed I think you, his yeah. brewery's called, like, Alohana or oh, something. Oh, Alohana. Honey. Honey, 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 hal, hal. I think it's handjobby. What is it? <laughs> exactly. Oh, the handjobby, my mommy. No, they came and poured beer from Ohana. It was nice to see was you up good there, Riggs. It was good beer. It was yeah, great. Really good. Yeah. The guy pouring it wasn't, he was ugly, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But the beer. Yeah, that's what I want to step away for a little bit, you know. Have, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I meant the other guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had a nice dick. Okay. It was yeah. all veiny and shit. It was all veiny. You, you ready to play some games, Riggs? What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> I think we're all really drunk on great beer beer. Well, I mean, I just I walked up and I was like, hey, bro, what's up with that dick? And he was like, oh, it's all veiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's all veiny. <laughs> 
Christy and Zany. <laughs> All right, Riggs, here you go. All right, here's your first one. Uh, screaming Chimpanzee Pale Ale. Mm. That's near beer. You, so, what? So, yes, beer? Beer. He says, beer, yeah. yes. yes. That is not beer. Oh, Riggs, you're oh. out. That is not beer. Oh. Sorry, bro. Did I get a chance to say anything? I believe the pronunciation is <laughs> chimpanzee. Chimpanzee, you're yes. right. Sorry. Yes. Oh. All right, let's go to oh. RT. RT from Oregon. You ready? Retweet? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Santa's butt porter. Not beer. That is beer. That's from beer. Ridgeway Brewing in the UK. <laughs> Sorry, RT. It's the most uh, you know articulately brilliant advertising. I would have said no there. But it's probably beaut. Eight 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 four zero one beer. All you got to do is get three in a row correct, <laughs> proving very difficult. Let's go to Bevo is working her ass off over there. Apparently, Beavis and Butthead live in the UK now and are naming beers. Let's go to Chris from Oregon. Chris, you ready? Hey, how you guys doing? We're Don't good. Ask. Here you go. Tell if it's a real beer or not. Whiskey Dick Pale okay. Ale. Can you say it again? Uh, whiskey Dick Pale Ale. Whiskey. Huh. I'm going to say that's a beer. That is beer. That's from Oscar Blues. All right. Next one, Panty Peeler Triple. Mm. Uh, yeah, I know who makes that. Yeah, that's uh, Moon or Midnight Sun or something. Yeah, yes. that's a beer. Yes, sir. Midnight Sun in Alaska. All right, what? Scott. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this time... <laughs> Now, uh, Chris, you, you're going to vote whether it's beer or not beer. You don't get to change your vote, and then we're going to talk about it afterward, all right? Sounds good. Go ahead. Trailer Trash IPA. <laughs> yeah, that has to be a beer. So, I would also respond like Chris... It must be, because it's too simple. Mm-hmm. Except that it's the simple ones that have been the... The fake beer so far tonight. Like Beef Curtains Brown Ale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's simple. Like beef Curtains Brown. Uh, what is it? Trailer Trash what? Trailer Trash IPA. I would uh, say no. I think no, too. It's because, for a few reasons. One, because the other two were yes, but also uh, the whiskey dip. I mean, that kind of threw me, too. I was like, well, yeah. that, that can't yeah. really be, but, uh, you know, apparently. How is that a name? Well, right. some of these State was that? some no, of these may not be TTB. Exactly, you have to keep in mind that some Oscar of these Blue. are like on yeah, tap Oscar at Blue's the place, Colorado. and they haven't been. Well, like, that's what are you going to put oh. on the fucking chalkboard? So, who gets, so right. there's no. Doesn't matter about decency in this category. No, and exactly, yeah. and you don't have to worry about label approval. TTB this is what makes it difficult. Yeah, then the trailer trash is so obvious. Yeah, sure, somebody's done it. So you say so. Taste says yes. Also, Beardy. Yes. All right. So it's fifty-fifty in this room. Well, what does Bebo think? My opinion doesn't matter. That's why I was skipped. That's true. Well, you are a female. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Oh, she makes a good point. Yes, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, carry on. Can you say your opinion with your vagina? Bevo, please. Stop it. Bevo, please. By the way, the microphone is at the cut in JP's neck. It's not at his mouth. It's literally at the... I'm like the caseworker from Beetlejuice. Oh, you are disgusting. I do not think that's a beer. That's what I said. All right. Whatever. You should have surgery more often. All right. He said yes. Moscow? Uh, Bevo is right. The caller is wrong. It is not beer. Oh, it's not, not a beer. beer. Of course it's not a beer. Sorry, Chris. Beer. Well, Bevo is right, but so are Jay and I. Yeah, I'll never forget that. She said it with her vagina. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's go to Isaiah in uh, Montana. Isaiah, you there, buddy? Yep. All right, yep. 
Tell us, tell us if it's real or not. Ill-tempered, ill-tempered gnome, winter warmer. Ooh, um, I'm going to say that's a beer. That is a beer. That's from Oakshire, Oregon, in Oregon. Uh, next one is sexy circus clown Heth. Oh, oh, Ooh. <laughs> nothing oh. like a sexy yeah. circus clown. <laughs> circus clowns are terrifying. Yeah, but yeah, one more but time, sexy circus clown. Uh, sexy circus clown Heth. <laughs> sexy Turkish brown. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that can be a beer. That is not beer. Ah, Sorry, brother. Good Good call. Thanks. Uh, All right. Let's go to Kevin. Kevin in New York. You ready, buddy? Sure. Here we go. Vaz Deferens, Belgian Dark Strong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with... uh, I'm going to go with no. That's beer. Oh, God damn it. That's that's from Caldera Brewing in Oregon. All right, Kevin. All right, how many beers do you have left on your list? Probably seven or eight. We're going to have to go two out of three eventually. Do one more. Maybe there's one more. We'll get it. All right, let's go back to, I think the stew is back on the line. <laughs> stew? Yeah, how's it going? Here we go. I don't Here's know. Pretty one, good. One more chance. Okay, right. I've been listening, by the way, to pulling my hair out because a couple of them I got three in a row on. Ah. All right, well, here's your chance. It's been here fucked for me over here. Oh, my God. First one is botched sex change stout. <laughs> One more time. I'm sorry. One more time. Botched. Botched. Stout. You got it. Yeah. Uh, that's um, that's not a beer. That is not beer. You should trademark it. All right. Here we go. It's not beer. <laughs> Number two. The next can. one is spicy fish wife spiced beer. Spicy. Spicy what? fish wipe. Spice beer. That's it. Wipe as in like wipe my ass. Wipe, W-I-F-E. Oh, wipe as in wipe, wipe oh. my ass. Like fish thing you don't like have. a fish wife. Yeah. Fish wife. as in my wife wipes my ass. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> After I get out of surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a beer. That is beer. All right. That's from Slip Point in Washington. Yes. All right. Now listen, Stu. Don't fail me, okay? You got to get this started. I don't, don't want to fucking fail you. Trust me. What do you got, Moscow? Oh, you should hire him. This is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Drunken Funk Sour Red. Oh. That's tough. That is pretty tough. Are you skipping around your list? I mean, uh, just give me a second. Hold on. Let me think about it. I'm standing in a corner. I'm envisioning it. (laughs) On one foot. Where all the great thinking happens. (laughs) All right. Here's what I'm going to do. Go ahead. You keep thinking about it. Can you say it one more time? It's Drunken Funk Sour Red. Keep thinking about it. Keep thinking about it. We're going to give our opinions and let him... Then make his third. Because you're going to run out of names, and I'm going to run out of time. So here's what's going to happen. So you think about it. Uh, Drunken Funk Sour Red. I think it's a real beer name. I think I think it is, but I don't know if the TTB would let Drunken be a part of It doesn't have to be. Remember. Well, right. I guess on a chalkboard. Some of these other ones could just be on a chalkboard. Yeah. I think somebody did it. Yeah. Really? Drunken Funk? It's like like Drunken Funk. Sounds Drunk like somebody's rolling a dice that's got uh, beer names on it. And, it and they just threw that one. Yes. So you say no. I say no. Yeah. Beardy? Yes. You say yes. I think it's a beer. Bevo? I do not think it is. Oh. No. Uh, Jippy? <sighs> this one's tough. I say no. Also I no. I say no. There's no way. There's no way because I think what Warren was saying, minus the TTB, I don't think a brewery would would... Would, encourage would, drunkenness. Thank you, especially now in this day and age, we're all too put, we're all too many pussies out. That's a good vote. So that's are J- irreverent, though. That's JP Tasty Bevo really saying no. Beardy and me saying yes. Go ahead. I'm going to say Stay. it's not a beer, but can I say why? No. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'll just go fuck myself. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, you can say no. You can say what? Not a beer okay. and what? The only reason I think it's not is because if a professional brewery is going to put out a sour beer, why would they make it sound like an accident? I mean, that, that name just sounds like a, a fucking mistake. Yeah, okay. All right. Good rationale. So no. Not a beer. All right. The stew says no. Moscow. For the win, that is not beer. Oh! I thought that was pretty good. I made that up. Drunken Funk Sour? Come on. I thought I voted yes. Hey, it's not a bad name. It's just not realistic for beer. It's a solid seven and a half. It's pretty good. All right. The stew stew. stew and one in the poo. You're our winner. Send an email, jp at thebrewingnetwork.com. He's going to get you your Brewing Network stainless steel hop grenade insulated growler. And we're going to fill it with beef curtains brown ale. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I want that. (laughs) Yeah, you do. All right. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thanks, brother. Cheers. Stu, you, you got it wrong, actually. We're not going to get the growler because you should have said the beef curtain brown reference was sexist <laughs> and you nothing to do with us. Right. I'd like to point out that Bevo was four for four in her guesses. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm a smart girl. Sometimes. I prefer meat curtain over beef curtain. I really mm. prefer you guys yes. to not talk about this. It's so gross. Bevo, <laughs> that's because you probably have beef curtains. I don't no. have beef curtains. That's Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, yeah. You know, if... if to, 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 <laughs> Sam? Sam, no matter what. Sam? <laughs> Justin, I can have around. the prettiest, like, young-looking, perfect... No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> and Sam would be like, oh, it's hurt. Oh, you could drive a caddy up in there. <laughs> okay, Bebo makes a good point. <laughs> Sam would, yeah. no matter what it looked like, he would be like, oh, no. Oh, it's like a station oh, wagon with the seat no. that looks out the back window. Six-lane freeway. <laughs> you ever seen a pit bull eat a jar of mayonnaise? It's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Oh my God. Well, that's a completely different issue. I love how, how oh fast right. Justin wheeled around in his chair to look <laughs> <Yeah>. at Sam. <laughs> uh, Sam's like, I can't even watch Arby's commercials because I get boners. <laughs> I once sent a cease and desist letter to Arby's. Hey, that's my wife. You better cease giving me boners. (laughs) And desist off the... Oh, Oh, man. Oh, Bevo. Oh, my God. Why do I let you guys do this to me every week? Because we're sexist. Yes. Apparently. Oh. Now answer the phone. I have washed my clothes. Never Take mind. a note. You guys are dicks. Uh, we are. All right. Totally. Um, <laughs> on a side note, I kind of want Arby's Boston now. Fred from Boston is still online, <laughs> yeah. too. Is there one on the way home? I don't know why. Oh, he's, just tell him he's... The, yeah, sorry. We already had a winner. Okay. You should talk to him. We'll play again. Call him next time. All right. Good game, Moscow. I liked it. Yeah, good times. All right, we'll play that again in the near future. Uh, Twitter game. Uh, the question was, uh, if we had a Super Bowl commercial in 2015, what would the content of that commercial be? That's true. What that do we have? Uh, my good friend Scott Shakett says, uh, a giant hop grenade emblazoned Godzilla uh, reaches a silver bullet train and devours Clydesdales. Imagine this is giant. Not bad, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty no, good, I can, right? I, can, I see his vision. All right. uh, Songful Chris writes, Considering all the money the BN has, it would be a solid minute of Doc trying to explain each show. <laughs> <laughs> 
That might be a really hit commercial. <laughs> that would be the better two-minute commercial. Which would you rather watch? Bob Dylan waxing poetic about how everything should ship out overseas except cars? Or Doc or explaining <laughs> the brewing network. Right. Is I can't even understand it. I um, think I've seen Doc explaining the brewing network. <laughs> I think you felt Doc explaining the brewing network. Yeah. Uh, Boko Brew writes, guys in ass hats and nutters, then a hop grenade explodes... And they turn into hot naked chicks. Yeah. Mm. That would be a waste of money because it wouldn't, it'd be like a. Every other commercial? Yeah. <laughs> We'd find something wrong with the naked chicks. <laughs> hey, why was one of her boobs weird? She looks a little old to be in that video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then J.S. Berry writes Sugar Valley Brewer strumming the guitar as a Martinez Martian lands at Hop Grenade Bar and begin to break in. The door collapses, now open, appears. Wait, what was that guy's name? What? Uh, J.S. Barry 818. Oh. So apparently, Sugar Valley would be playing the guitar. Martians, uh, Martinez Martians would come in and then open the hop grenade bar. That's terrible. Yeah, because mm. that's who we want to market I to. I mean, I like his. I like <laughs> that he went for it. First I'll of all, they never, they never see it because they don't have TVs. Except Good. like in the common room. Or legs. <laughs> yeah, well, that's well, and it's in concrete. Are you talking about the hospital now? <laughs> in the common room at the hospital? No, because, you know, up the street where the Martians are hanging out, that's like a... Oh, that common room. Yeah, okay, never mind, sorry. Um, anyway, so there you go, I took that off, so I, we only have three now. Okay. The, the giant hop hop grenade emblazoned Godzilla reaches yep. for silver bullet train, then devours the Clydesdales. Like it. So, uh, considering all the money being has, it'd be Solomon of Doc trying to explain each show. Also like it. Guys in ass hats and nutters, hop grenade explosion, hot naked chicks. What do you think, Tasty? I like the Godzilla train thing. Me too. Yeah. That's my vote. Yeah. Anybody else? That's pretty right. good. Godzilla train. There we go. It's mediocre just like the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think mediocre was a compliment for that thing i don't know i didn't watch i slept through the entire super bowl and then found out i won the super bowl poll at my office how much, how did, much you did you win uh yeah. 50 bucks nice but i didn't pay any money or choose the squares a co-worker did it for me wow so you have to give her a cut nope nice well done you have to yeah. make out with her nope it was a he you sure you make out with him could you make, make out, out with him? him no does he know you have his beef beard, <laughs> his beard uh Rivals yours, Warren. Oh, really? So you want like to- actually rivals? Come on, be honest. Nobody's beard rivals that thing. It's he's trying. He's trying. I see. Okay, ain't got to give him. He's hell old. Oh, and he, what does he do at the place? He's not like a doctor. He's a medical technician. So he works on people. Yeah. With that beard. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> do that. That's not acceptable, Beardy. How, how, do, how do people feel about him working on Yeah. Them? Like, Beardy works in a warehouse. Well, <laughs> you know? I don't get well, let I, around people. Well, I work with, uh, you know, the visually impaired. Oh, good point. <laughs> so they need to have something to see. Like, follow that guy. They can what help. guy? Like, that oh. guy with the beard? They're like, oh, oh, I can oh, see I can that. See that. Oh. You can call the long face. All right. Are we done? Yes. Okay, we're off next week. It's SF Beer Week, Tasty. I know you're going to be out doing your thing. Oh, I help you out there. We got a couple events to go Probably to. less than usual. I know we're going to... Oh, yeah, you got to recover a little bit. Well, no, I mean, you know... <laughs> oh, less than the outside of... I just of... do two now. Right. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, Moscow will be over at the Anchor Brewing Company out at Anchor to uh, cover a new beer release that they're doing this week. Yes, yeah, stoked for that. Uh, oh, look yeah. for... Uh, photo and radio coverage of that event. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you can get that on Facebook and Twitter. Do you guys see I reverse that? That's on Wednesday. I do. I do. See, I, well, I didn't see it so much as I heard it. Anyway, uh, Sour Sunday's coming up. Everyone goes to that, don't they? That's yeah. a triple I'll rock. There. I'll be there. We always promote that, not because they pay us to, but because we love it. Um, 
and several other things. So we're off next week. We'll be back on the 17th. Uh, JP, uh, can you get us out of here? I can get us out of here. You know what I realized? I, I, I forgot to tell you about uh, how when I was waking up from my anesthesia, um, I was shushed in the recovery room. <laughs> you were oh, censored. Oh, oh, I you read censored. that. I was yeah. censored because I was uh, cursing. Like you had Tourette's. Yeah, and, and I remember coming out of it and the ladies going, um, please be quiet. And I'm, I'm Like, were they angry? No, she was but Stern. frustrated. Like, oh. kind of almost borderline, like, I offended. I was being offensive, and I don't remember what I was saying, but I was talking about German pilsners. Um, and oh, then, with a lot of cursing. Apparently, I was cursing a lot. And then uh, the surgeon came in, and uh, apparently I, I was uh, talking to him about IPAs. And uh, I don't remember this. And then the next time he came, the first time he came when I was in, in my actually hospital room, so he came to check up on me, like, the day after. Yeah. He brought it up as if it was an inside joke. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, because you were down and out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you don't remember? I go, I have no idea. He goes, no, you were, you were, you were, we were having a, 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 a conversation, a great length of a conversation about IPAs and <laughs> all these things. You're laughing at me. And I'm like, are you uh, fucking for real right now? And, and uh, I was like, what was I saying? He goes, I don't know. You just kind of wouldn't stop talking. Moscow, you're fired. Why did we not think to have a recorder of all the people waking up and being totally incoherent to have a recorder yeah. on? JP is our guy. Well, because right. I figure he sounds like that anyway. It's <laughs> yeah. true, but I, I yeah. And, and then, I think Moscow was working when JP was waking up. Whatever. No, I was working up Friday. Details. I was waking up on a Friday. Yeah, he wasn't working. Oh man, that would have been fantastic yeah, to hear. I totally forgot to talk. I totally forgot to tell you that. The thing is, I've heard you with your with your Tourette's. Like yeah. when you work downstairs, sometimes and yeah. you're you're just doing shipping. Yeah. You have the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm sort of being serious. Like all Sounds of a sudden, like a, a whole conversation of just f words. Oh, like yeah. he right. he's down there, and you just hear motherfucking ah shit. Cunt fucking dick, and it just and it literally it has no context. There's there's not another sound in the room. It's just JP's doing that. That's too bad. And so it really doesn't surprise me that that happened as you're sort of half coherent. Yeah, to be honest, I was really nervous about what I would say. Did he say you were defending? No, IPA. I tried to ask him, but I think he was like just checking on me. He was trying to not really paying attention because right. uh, I'm sure every everyone goes through that weirdness. (laughs) Maybe not quite. But it was like specifically. (laughs) How cold? (laughs) Wait, there's a transition there. Specifically, German Pilsner. Because I remember when I'm wheeling, getting getting wheeled out of recovery, I asked the the lady because she was clearly offended. She was hot. You were getting throwing the fuck out of recovery. I, was getting, right? yeah, 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 I have yeah. a feeling she was like, look, we need to get him out into his room yeah. real fast. Uh, and I, I distinctly remember her being pretty good looking. And so I'm like, I want to make sure I didn't offend her. So And I said, I, I want to make sure that I wasn't being offensive. I apologize. And I was very over chatty. It was like I was drunk. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm like, what was I saying? She goes, you were saying something about German pilsners and being generally offensive. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and, and being generally offensive. Maybe that's how you got your own room. <laughs> Maybe. They, they just, you offended everybody in recovery. Ge- like, German oh. pilsner, I pour on your fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> you whore and you lick up my balls. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine what I was saying to be, but I remember. I can't either, but I wish I have heard it. Just like saying fuck and shit and motherfucker. Yeah. I remember, yeah. Motherfucker, I remember saying uh, quite often. Do you need any further evidence that JP is the miserable dick he portrays on the show? He's, he's mumbling in a state of a fugue state about German Pilsner sucking. Except that he's happiest when he's cursing, and so at that moment, he's probably had a smile 
smile on his face. He was soothing yeah, himself. Yeah. Scared. Well, so you know, the anesthesiologist before he came in, he, he showed me the syringe, which like that's going to help. Yeah, that's um, nice. But... Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, right. he's like, I'm going to give you this to to go to sleep with, and it, it, it it's like having a couple beers. Uh, apparently, he doesn't know how much of a lightweight I am, <laughs> but he's like, he's like, it actually literally works on the same neuro neurological um pathways pathways as alcohol so you literally feel like you've had a couple beers and you put in the iv and we're wheeling to the thing and i'm like oh yeah got you shit (laughs) like i saw i was drunk and so it it felt like when i was coming out of it it felt very similar Mm -hmm. see this is why it's fun to get surgery that part was fun yeah yeah the rest of it is you know I, i wake up and i have tubes with Pasta and blood come. That well, see, wasn't so much fun. Th- now I totally agree. Yeah. In all of your lead up, all you were worried about was the surgery itself. Yes, I was worried about dying. Yes. So I did not have the heart to tell you what you should really be worried about is recovery because <laughs> once you get there and they start to do their thing to you, yeah. it's kind of fun. Like everything yeah. else is rad. Yeah. It's this part that sucks. <laughs> I was yes, I was worried about that, but I, I, I but that's the weird part of me is I was honestly worried about. What I would say coming out of recovery. <laughs> Turns out that was founded. But not rubbing like I'm having a conversation with my throat surgeon, about with an oncologist about IPAs. Right. Like, oh. You thought you'd admit all your intimate desires. <laughs> Ter- yeah. You're like, and or so the minutes, by the way. Yeah, I like when Taryn hits me, and I wish you would hit me harder in the nose. What? Sometimes she hits me right on the butthole with a broomstick. I don't know what it is. Or you'd say, I do, with Taryn in the room. Okay, guys. <laughs> This conversation should end. Yeah. Oh, should sorry. it? No. <laughs> Evo's right for the fifth time. All right, All right. Jimmy. But yes, I can take us out, I think, of the last uh, effort. We're glad you're, you're alive, and uh, here's a song that I wrote for you. <laughs> you know, this sounds an awful lot like... But I wrote it. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Thanks to ratebeer.com for coming in and getting us drunk. Go check it out at ratebeer.com. JP is now cancer-free, as far as he knows. Follow him on Twitter at Major Jip. For some good beer inside at Homebrew Info, follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at Tasty McD, and Warren at God Knows Where. Production director on the session has been Push Eject. Tonight's show has been produced by Scott Maskowitz. JP was holding his throat the entire show for fear of it spilling everywhere. Your call screener and Arby's model was Bevo. And your host was Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook and Twitter. Sky and winning the race. JP does great as his cherry.